I found like your Yeti friends. So I heard you have like something on the factory for like all the Easter chocolates. Like what's uh, up? my I might know where the where the say Easter bunny hangs out if you if you why 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 what are you are thinking? You friends with the Easter bunny, Wes? I'm not friends with him. I just know where he's fucking. You for you're his weed dealer, aren't you? You freaking you give him a sweet ass cheapa, don't you? He's a fucking thief, is what he is. He's fucking fucking run up a bunch. The of Easter death. Bunny. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. He kind of looks. He does, he actually, you know, like, fucking like a six foot rabbit. But uh, anyway, well, I, I was to, thinking. I need to settle this debt with the Easter Bunny and hmm. Smash. Go for it. So I was thinking, like, we go in like April Fools, because they're per- like, and we switch the chocolate out for edibles, like edible chocolate. And then right that before I'm so bad. Yeah, then right before Easter we go back in and we just take it all. So we have a bunch of like pure chocolate edibles from like Swiss German chocolate and shit. That's diabolical. Yeah, we would have to I'd, And then the I'd Easter like Bunny it. and all his dudes would get super ripped. And they wouldn't even know what was going on. And they'd be all stumbling and stuff. And then we could rob them again. They'd just you know? be happy about it. They still like it'd be doing them a favor, basically. I mean, I don't know why we're so mad at the Easter bunny, but I'm down. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Again, like a six foot tall rabbit. Like I don't know. I don't know if you can trust a six foot tall rabbit. That's just freaking weird. No. I just realized that we're live, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what movie we could possibly be talking about. We're, we're talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon me for talking a little bit uh, strangely. Still, uh, my throat's a little bit swollen still from uh, strep throat. So hopefully, you guys will uh, bear with me. But uh, thank you very much, all you guys, for the the kind wishes. I appreciate uh, Atomic Spoon in the house. Look at that. Uh, hold on, let me. Pop out the chat here so we can actually see things a little bit clearer. Uh, thanks, folks, for stopping by. Is Senny, I think, might be. Uh, no, no, no. Atomic was first in the chat. Cheers, Atomic. Very, very well done. T.O., Elite, uh, Is Senny. Uh, who else here? Organic Soul Gardens. Nice to see you, buddy. Kristoff, uh, cheers, my friend. Uh, Big Force, Grace and Grow, already in the house. Uh, cheers, folks. Uh, like I said. T.O., already saying. T.O., uh, man. Yeah, straight up. That uh, fire from Jinx is loud, or it's fire nice there you go you see uh today ladies and gentlemen if you guys haven't noticed that you should probably notice here in a second we have a legend of uh, breeding glass uh just weed life in general everybody has seen uh, jinx at one of the shows uh everybody's seen his positive uh what do you call them positive affirmations i guess positive uh uh, yeah. uh vibes positive vibes for sure everybody's seen those and uh, the ninja and challenge yeah man uh so uh, <laughs> we're happy to talk to him uh, uh this evening I hope you guys will uh, uh, enjoy the show. If you guys would like to listen to the show, don't forget to listen to Chronic Table on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, That goes for iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, uh, Pandora, what else? Uh, We are still up on Audible, but a friend of mine is basically telling me i got to take it down because apparently she has a grudge with Audible or something. It's kind of a funny story. But anyway, uh, anyway, uh, uh, how do I say it? Uh, Go check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Chronic Table over at your podcasting platform of choice. Uh, Let's see here. what am I forgetting? There's some announcement. Oh, you know what? I guess we can take the photo contest announcement off for a little bit. We're going to kind of take a break for the last, uh, rest of the month or whatever. Uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, real quick before I get into uh, the guest, take a look, my friends, at my website, if you would. Uh, of course, I can't find my website here now that I need to. There we go. Uh, take a quick look at my website, my friends, before you take a look at our guest's website, because of course I know you're going to, because uh, obviously he has some wonderful strains. If you wouldn't mind taking a look first here, you can always support the show. You can always uh, uh, see what I'm up to. See what I've been cooking up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, right here, package deals right at the top. Uh, Morgana, 
Lime River Rose, Dread Persephone, ladies and gentlemen. Folks might ask, hey, what are your strains that you uh, recommend for indoors, outdoors? Honestly, I kind of recommend all of these for outdoors and indoors. Uh, Black Prince Ruby, I'm getting more and more responses of uh, being this gigantically stretchy plant, which is funny because every time I grow her, she does kind of exactly what I want. It's so funny how plants are different for different people. But anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, lots and lots of uh, voluminous freaking plants from uh, Black Prince Ruby, Morgana, Lime River Rose. Lime River Rose has been proven outdoors. Morgana has been proven outdoors. Actually, Dread Persephone as well has been proven outdoors. So ladies and gentlemen, if you guys would like to take a look at some uh, interesting genetics that you probably haven't really uh, smoked before, I can pretty well guarantee that you haven't smoked anything quite like Shahrazad and Thousand One Nights, and it is difficult to talk uh, uh, with, especially with the kind of Ruby Jack in cross, uh, you know what? I'm going to kind of try to save my voice for the actual interview because I feel like my, my voice is going to go away. But, uh, if you want some strawberry terps, if you want some interesting, uh, uh flavors and more, most importantly, a giggly happy high, take a look at my strains, ladies and gentlemen, uh, black Prince Ruby is uh, absolutely one of my favorites, uh, freebie with every, uh, order, especially every 10 pack, uh, uh or greater, you get sea log of the bat. Only way to get it, honestly, uh, it's a cross of, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, 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 why, why is this blanking in my freaking bedrock boogie? There we go. Bedrock boogie number one, uh, by the same Ruby Jack F2 that I crossed it to everything else. Uh, that's it with that. Ladies and gentlemen, use the coupon code brains for 14% off. And, uh, man, it's difficult to fucking talk. I'm going to have to, I don't know. I'm going to have to pound some cold water or something. We're going to figure it out. Jinx, a uh, brief intro, uh, and then we'll just go around the panel here real quick, and then we'll get into the meat, meat of the the meat of the interview. Sorry, uh, welcome, nice to see you. Uh, thanks for coming to the show. Absolutely, brother. <clears throat> Cheers, buddy. Uh, zombie, what's going on, my friend? Uh, how are the brains? Are they fresh? Mm, brains. What's going on, chat? What's going on, panel? I see you over there talking away. I see you all. Hello. Bonjour, Christophe, and everybody else. Be sure to check us out on the Discord. And uh, yeah, I'm smoking on Gorilla Gas. I'm not going to take up too much time tonight because we've got an awesome guest. I actually have a couple questions myself to ask tonight, which is pretty cool. I actually did some research for the show. So yeah, let's get to it. Cheers. Nice, man. Uh, Smash, what's good, buddy? What's up, everyone? Hope everyone's having a great night. Don't forget, the show's educational entertainment purposes only, um, and follow your local laws. Also, guest rules are on as of right now, so you know, you know. So, other than that, shit, I'm smoking good. I'll have to take a dab. Excellent point, Smashed. Uh, uh, guest rules kind of apply. Uh, you know, when, whenever we do have a guest, uh, on the show, if you guys haven't been on the show before, you know, a lot of you guys know that we have pretty uh, open rules for who can come on here. I'm about to post the link. In fact, I did just post the link and of course I forgot to uh, pin it. I'm just about to pin it right now. Uh, if you guys have not been on the show before, please wait until after Jinx leaves, or maybe he likes to, maybe he'll hang out later or something, but you know, the formal kind of part of the interview, just kind of let us do that because, you know, we might not know each other. Maybe your audio is going to cut out or something and, you know, might ruin the interview for a second. So just for safety purposes or whatever, just wait, just hang back. Uh, you're more than welcome to come after uh, uh, Jinx is, is done with the interview and then, uh, 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 then we can chat. So 
Have you been on before? Ladies and gentlemen, that's what Smash is talking about. If you know, you know. Uh, most importantly, I forgot, actually, this is the most important thing that I've forgotten to say before. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are over the age of 21, you're able to watch this show. If you are not 21 and over, this is not the show for you. If you're a child, if you're a kid, if you're an adolescent, if you're anything else, if you're under the age of 21, I'm sorry to say, that's it. That's what you're going to do. Check your rousing boat. Speaking of the devil, Wiss Engine, uh, what, what do you like go to say? on? Big up, Fumiro. Big on, up, friend. Jinx. Big up, Smash. Big up, D. Big up, the whole chat. Hope everybody living well. Hope everybody living their best life, man. Welcome back to the most interactive show in cannabis. Most nights, we're, the, we're close to being the most interactive show tonight. So, if you've been on, come on. If not, you're going to have to wait to the next one. That's it. Well, no, yeah, after, 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 like, normally the guests, like, we stay on long, a long time. Like, and we know that, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we always say, like, if, like, you got to go, just let us know and we'll, we'll let you go, you yeah. know, just so you know. <laughs> Yeah, the sh- that's it. Uh, so, uh, Jinx, you know, like when you're done with the show, when you're tired or whatever, when you, when you yeah. have to basically move on, you don't have to wait for us to finish the show because, unfortunately, we're going to be running the show for a while. So you're going to be like, you know, drooping in your chair or something. So it's, you're more than welcome to, to you know, in a reasonable about, amount of time. I'll probably hang out about an hour because I am that works. Uh, home alone with, with Junior tonight. Nice. So it's just uh, so works. Really ignore him. So. Speaking of devil, uh, Jinx, uh, didn't mean to interrupt you, Wes. Uh, tell us, Jinx, uh, tell us about, uh, well, I, frankly, I think there's a whole generation of people who don't really know you all that well. Uh, so tell everybody who you are. Uh, tell us uh, uh, Tell us what your story is. Tell us uh, how did you get into breeding or, or, or tell us even, for example, what do you like to do right now? Tell us, anything, honestly, anything you'd like. Well, Jinx Proof Genetics, you know, um, usually I'm on Instagram under um, underscore Jinx Proof. But, uh, you know, they've been hitting Instagram really hard right now. So my uh, account that I've been working on for years, which was a little over $100,000, $100,000, 100,000 people, is currently on suspension. Mm-hmm. So I'm at uh, Jinxproof 2.0. I am appealing the account, which is good because if they let you appeal the account, means it's still there. If they mm-hmm. don't let you appeal the account, means they can't. So. <laughs> yeah. hope, hope, hope and there's never any time. reason. There's never any explanation, is there? I know. I wish they would tell you, like, people hate you or (laughs) you you posted something incorrect or my uh you know my instagram a couple well probably about a year ago now my main one disappeared randomly one day i woke up i couldn't even appeal it so there was nothing i could Uh do about all the pictures and shit yeah yeah it's it's a bummer it's a lot of work like i've been hanging out there 10 years and uh you know uh met and made a lot of friends through there and stuff like that and uh you know the the biggest disappointment for me um was we raised a lot of money for autistic kids through Instagram and we um, send iPads to nonverbal autistic kids. And I have two parents in there that are waiting for iPads, which I already told them I'm going to send you some iPads. I actually have the iPads, but those messages are locked up and I have, you know, they haven't figured out yet to, to um, look for Jinx Proof 2.0 because unfortunately there's 6 million fake Jinx Proof accounts. You know, whenever you get some traction or, you know, a little something like that, you get all these fake accounts, you know? So unfortunately those people haven't uh, found me yet. So that's that's really been the biggest bummer for me to tell you the truth. But, uh, you know, so if you're uh, if you're new to me or looking for me, it's Jinx Proof 2.0 now. So um, I've been breeding a long time. I've been breeding, I guess you could say professionally about 10 years. You know, um, I'm 53. I started growing, I think I was 20. And, you know, along the way, um, me and a friend, Brett, used to do um, casual little breedings, but they were just for fun. 
you know what I mean? Like with the paintbrush and stuff like that, you know, where it's, you know, just creating like one little bud of seeds. And then I um, actually ended up working with and for Subcool. And uh, I was actually his Washington distributor. For some reason, can you guys see that? Uh, showing your website or what? No, it's, oh, okay. So it's my Instagram. Somebody's showing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm showing your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the computer was like scrolling through. Oh, no, that's me. I was like, oh, no, that one of me in my underwear, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, it was always um, more of a fun thing. Like I said, mm. just a little paintbrush, just pollinate one little bud. And then I always managed to uh, save those seeds, you know. And then uh, after I started working with Subcollects, I was uh, his Washington State distributor. I decided I was going to do breeding of my own. And one of the strains I created years ago was the um, Afgu berry. And I ended up crossing it with um, Jesus OG um, from he Pat from Heroes of the Farm, good friend of mine. And created the nine pound hammer. And as a subs rep, whenever I went out selling seeds and stuff, I would give the hammer out for free. I would give them to the co-ops. It was medical back then, not recreational. So if you came in and you know you bought some sub seeds, you got my nine pound hammer for free. And then it's just kind of uh, social media was really taken off back then with the cannabis, especially Instagram and YouTube and stuff. And uh, so after a few months you know, people had planted the nine pound hammer and were posting mad pictures of it and stuff. And, um, you know, that's when I decided, heck, I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and breed it and uh, release it to the public. And uh, me and Sub worked out a distribution deal. There's a huge confusion that Sub was a breeder of nine pound hammer. He was not. We were actually each other's distributor. I distributed his stuff. Um, it started to do so good that he's like, well, shit, I'm going to distribute your stuff as well. And, you know, we kind of had a partnership like that. So that's, that's what really, uh, you know, uh, people just loving it so much kind of pushed me into the limelight of being taken serious as a breeder. I just kind of kept going from there and doing my thing. And, you know, you know what? That's a great uh, uh, follow up question. I feel like how do you become uh, and this is maybe a self-serving question because I'm trying to become a breeder myself or trying to become a bigger breeder or whatever. Right. Because, you know, I'm a small time fish right now. How do you become uh, how does anybody become a, a, a serious breeder? Like what was the. What was the step for you or what was the step? Maybe I guess you just told us the step for you. What do you think it is for some of your friends? Like, uh, what was it that turned, um, I don't know, the doctor or somebody from just like some backyard breeder into like this legendary breeder? Was it the prizes? Was it the awards? Was it something else? It was just going at it hard constantly. Like I said, I gave away so many packs, nine pound hammer, and it didn't um, hurt the fact that I started with Subcool you know, a, a real legend, you know, a pioneer, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were kind of tripping because like, who, who's this dude all of a sudden kicking it with Subcool, like at his house and going, you know, like hosting shows with him and stuff like that. So that, that definitely didn't hurt, you know, but really it was just going at it strong, just going to shows. Uh, you know, I had a few events myself, uh, me and Sub did a thing called the, um, school of dank. And uh, basically taught people how to grow weed at this uh, two-day school. And it was also a party afterwards. And, you know, uh, we had live glass blowing and stuff like that. And uh, we raised a bunch of money for autistic kids. All the ticket sales went to um, to help autistic families and stuff like that. And uh, social media, you know, is a major thing. You know, like, uh, I, like as you saw when we were trying to turn this on, I'm a, I'm a computer caveman, yo. I, had to, I didn't even know what Instagram was, you know. I mean, I had Facebook, like for my family and stuff, but I literally had to 
give my phone to my 15-year-old employee <laughs> at my retail store and was like, put that instrument thing on my, you know, like I didn't know what the hell it was. And then he had to show me how to use it. But then once, you know, I started gaining momentum and saw the power of it and social media in general, you know, that was obviously, you know, that's how things are done nowadays. Just like, you know, like half the people, you know, that date nowadays, they met online. You know what I mean? It's just kind of the way of the world. So a lot of it had to do with that. A lot of it had to do with just endlessly going to shows, you know, show after show after show after show, which is, you know, not an easy thing to do. They're very taxing. They're very expensive. You know what I mean? I went to a lot of shows before I actually made money at a show, you know, like a Canacon or uh, High Times, like the booths are That's a great 000. point. People will assume that you're raking in money hand over fist, oh, but the booths are really expensive. Yeah, I'm the, still the not. travel costs. <laughs> you know, so um, back then I was, uh, Rose had a real job. She worked at an office and uh, I was also a glass blower. So that's mostly what we did for a living. You know what I mean? And then um, we started to gain some traction and it got to the point where like, I'm not like a good business guy. Like Rose handles all the seed orders. Like she answers the emails, she takes the orders, she mails them out, you know, and stuff like that. And it got to the point where we were finally doing good enough that, uh, you know, one day I asked her, do you want to quit your job? And it was kind of funny because as you've probably seen on my Instagram and stuff, I mess with Rose a lot. Like it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a total prankster, a joker. And she looked right at me. She's like, honey, that's not funny. You know, like she thought I was teasing her. Like, you want to quit your job? I was like, no, I'm serious. Cause if I was the guy running Jinx Proof Genetics, I'd be the most hated man in the industry. You know what I mean? Like, people be like, bro, I sent you my money. Like, two years ago, you know, where Rose is the opposite. She's on it. You order a pack of seeds from our site, you get them three or four days, you know, because Rose is just a machine like that. So that, that was a big part of it. And like I said, just traveling and, you know. Um, People yeah. don't understand how much like the women of the industry are like, if there's a, a strong man, there's usually a strong woman behind them. Like I, I, I say it like I'm the body of the car, but Rose is the Hemi under the hood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like people might see the car, but they they don't realize like she's gonna hit me under the hood. And, you know, I got a question. Uh, sure. Well, I know you used to tattoo. Yep. What? When did you stop doing that? Like, and then I we had me and my best buddy Deranged. You probably see him on my Instagram once in a while. We had a tattoo shop downtown. Uh, like downtown, right in the middle of downtown Seattle, where all the nightclub uh, area is. His dad actually owned the biggest nightclub in Seattle and had this little building connected to it. So I'd been tattooing for years, just, you know, out of my house and stuff like that. And uh, we started tattooing out of there and we had this huge uh, earthquake in uh, Seattle. Then Squally earthquake destroyed our building. And we uh, moved to a little town called Ballard, where we're from. It's a little Norwegian town and started tattooing down there. and. Uh, yeah, I just I just did it for a long time, and then um, I actually met Rose, and uh, the tattoo shop we had in Ballard, we had a little head shop in back of our tattoo shop, and the head shop went out of business. So me and Derange just took it over. We just, you know, opened a head shop. I mean, a head shop, tattoo shop. How you know what's better than that? <laughs> because of that, like uh, Mad Glass Blowers started coming in because we didn't we didn't sell Chinese glass or factory glass. We sold, you know, Seattle's the land of glass blowing. We got so many glass blowers here. It's silly. So I started meeting a lot of glass blowers and sooner or later, a couple of them invited me over like, dude, you want to check out glass blowing? And, you know, I went over and checked it out. And, uh, uh, one day I got to go and watch a dude work his lathe, which is a lot different. And just something about it just spoke to me. I was like, I can do that. Like I'm not, I can black glass blow like pipes and stuff, 
but my jam is working on a glass lathe. I like to make big bongs and double perks. And, you know, it's a, it's a total different scenario than making pipes, you know? So I just kind of started doing that. I transitioned from the uh, tattooing to the glass blowing and uh, ended up uh, like, say, seems like art, like the artistic uh, part of you has always been dominant, even with like, you can tell with the breathing and the tattoo, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I was, aside from that, I was always in bands like, uh, punk rock bands and stuff like that and just yeah that whole kind of area all kind of works together tattoos yeah. glass blowing punk yep. rock bands <laughs> so i was, just I was in the punk like, scene i yeah. mean some of the bands i like are integrity from like the 80s uh-huh <laughs> blood for blood obviously ramallah well on a on my i have a youtube channel i'm not that active on it i should be but the first um video i ever made was when weed had become switched from medical to recreational. And my buddy was running this giant farm. I mean, it was airplane hangers, like not even Damn. kidding. And so I was like, you know what, dude, I want to come make a video. And during the video, like the, the verbiage and stuff was just like really stupid and boring and droning on. So uh, this kid that worked for me edited the video. And I was like, you know what? Cause he was worried about editing all the words together. So it just didn't sound like, blah, 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 you know, like, you know, cause he was cutting down the editing, the video. So I was like, dude, just take a couple songs from my my old band, Zero Squad, and put them on top of the video. Oh, and it was nice. so okay. fucking. It was so funny because we were hardcore punk rock. You know what I mean? Like you know, hardcore punk rock. And uh, like the first ten comments of the video are like, "This music fucking sucks," <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was funnier than shit. Think, yeah, of course. <laughs> And uh, it's then it's instead of people like commenting to? on the video, it turned into this whole thing, a debate of what music it should be. You know, of course, there's all the people, oh, it should be the Grateful Dead, bro. It should be this. And, and it was funny because the first guy that commented, I was like, bro, um, that's me singing and playing guitar. And he writes me back. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. I think my speakers are broken. Like, <laughs> it was like, I don't care if you like punk rock or not. You know, I just thought it was funny, but he's like, like trying to back paddle, like, oh, my speakers are broken, bro. I'm sure it really sounds good. <laughs> I was like, so I got a kick out of it. I thought it was funnier and shit. You're so, actually <laughs> not a deadhead. You're more of the punk rocker, right? Yeah. You know, I like so much music. I've seen the dead. I'm definitely not a deadhead. I, you know, my my mom and my dad. My dad was kind of. I feel like it's a, it's almost embarrassing to say that you're not a deadhead because everyone's like, "What?" A lot of really? people do trip. I'm like, dude, I'm not really a deadhead. I mean, no, no I'm totally not. I couldn't even barely name any Grateful Dead songs. I have seen them live. Um, my my mom was a hippie. My dad was kind of like a kind of biker kind of guy. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, grew up like my pops was all like Janis Joplin, uh, Hank Williams. Uh, you know, of course my mom listened to like a lot of the hippie shit. And, but as a kid, you know, I was definitely, uh, you know, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, you know, the the stuff that was, you know, hard back then, you know, and then as I got older, I definitely got into the punk rock, but man, I like all music. I don't care. You know, like when I was a kid, it was almost like if you liked heavy metal or punk rock, you had to hate all other music. You know what I mean? Which is just yeah. stupid. You know? so, Juggalos, I mean, especially. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. You know, but I mean, I like country. I love uh, one of my favorite bands is the Tragically Hip, who are hardly you know uh, punk rock or heavy metal. You know, um, Jamie Johnson, who's a country artist. I mean, I think he's I like so country. Much, you know, I love Jamie Johnson. He's awesome. But yeah, I definitely have an affinity for uh, 
definitely the punk rock and it's so if it's it's good music it's good music i don't care you know what i mean i feel you absolutely like i'm with you on that 100 percent nowadays like i don't care i'll listen to everything yeah um what like influenced your breeding like what kind of weed is like in your breeding heavier like sedative or like well i'm i'm definitely an indica person and it's almost to a fault because like i really should have more sativas on my menu I really don't. See, I would have guessed. I would have guessed looking at your menu and everyone I'll talk to, like, oh, it's sativa stuff. Like, uh, oh, no. Sativa it's, Scream, <laughs> this and that. No, it's all Indica stuff. Yeah, Sativa, Nine scream, is, sativa, sativa scream is not on my menu. I did a, a open pollination. I took a bunch of sativas, the ones I did have, and I used uh, Mother Tongue Mail and just shook it on all of them. And then I stirred up all the seeds. It's like if you get a pack of Sativa Scream, like each seed might be a different strain. You know what I mean? Because who knows what the mother was. That's and it's fun. something, I just give it away at shows for free. I've never sold it or anything like that. So it's just, uh, you know. But if you actually go to my menu, like, Go Time is probably the only real sativa on there right now. You know what I mean? Of, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 strains, whatever it is nowadays. But I mean, there's definitely some hybrids. But because I'm such an indica guy, I tend to focus on that. Like, uh, and why is that that you like the the indica effect? Is it the I don't I don't don't like the up I don't like the uppy feeling of sativas. You know what I mean? Um, Especially now, since I've you know a lot of people have seen my journey on Instagram. You know, and I've become epileptic in the last like eight years, and sativa gives me anxiety. It almost makes me panicky. You know what I mean? Like, like if I'm at a party, I smoke some tea, but like, I got to go, I got to go home and chill out. And, you know, it literally uh, just messes with me. It doesn't, uh, doesn't groove with my, my natural chemistry, you know? So even you know. more so now, or do you think it's changed a little bit? Oh, uh, go big ahead. time since I became epileptic, like uh-huh. that really, something about it that really affected it. a huge part of having seizures is, you know, um, anxiety and panic attacks and stuff like that, which I wasn't like that before, you know what I mean? But uh, before my epilepsy, I was definitely an indica guy. It wasn't a huge deal. Where now, I definitely avoid sativas, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather not get high. Well, I don't you know, so, yeah. uh, so with that in mind, like what, what kind of what kind of highs are you chasing these days? Not even disregarding flavor for a moment. If you're looking for indica, stoned, sedative, relaxing, probably not anxiety of any kind. What are you looking for? Yeah, I like the heavy foot. You know what I mean? I definitely like you know the, the body high. I mean, I like being stoned too. You know what I mean? It's a you know, I mean, sativa indica also kind of depends on how you use it. Like it's, it's kind of funny. The the biggest complaint I get about the nine pound hammer is that it's too strong. People mm-hmm. are like that dude, that shit ruins my day. You know what I mean? And they're like, you know, I'll take a, take a bong hit of that and I'll just end up mushing out all day. And that's, that's you. You know what I mean? Like for me, like when I'm blowing glass I and I'm smoking nine pound hammer, I take my bong and my weed to my torch. Cause it is very sedative. If, if I, if I don't like, I smoke it here in the living room, like all of a sudden my recliner, <laughs> you won't make it up my recliner magically pops out and somehow the TV clicks on. <laughs> but on the on the opposite spectrum of that, when I go down and like I said, I smoke nine pound hammer at my torch and then I fire my torch up, like I'm in a zone now, brother. You know what I mean? Like I'm hypnotized, like I'm like not even kidding. I'm about to make Talk 40 bongs. It. It's you know like a, I mean? we call it well, I think the actual term is the flow zone. Yeah. That into it, yeah. you know. Like uh, flow state, yeah. No, I don't know yeah. what you mean. 
you can't so, stop me now. Like my wife will have to come down like, honey, it's dinner time. Like, <laughs> I'm the same way too, to kind of a fault. I'm truly like, I like the, I, I, I'm air quoting right now, indica strains, <laughs> but I don't know. I've been actually growing some more of the like longer flowering. Like I just did a 13 weeker last grow. I had a 15 weeker. Um, have you played with anything or what are you playing with now? Like someone asked, Big Kush asked, like, what's Jinx growing now? Right now, um, I'm in the middle of um, actually cleaning up and tearing my room back down, you know, cleaning up all the balls. And I just took a bunch of stuff down and it was um, a bunch of stuff times my ice cream dream. So it's like three or four different strains times uh, ice cream dream. And then I just um, started giving out at shows some free testers of a hell on wheels breeding I did. So I, I don't usually do like one solid breeding. Like usually I'll have something in mind, like say I'm breeding some nine pound hammer and maybe I'll have 10 plants in there, but the other 10 plants are just whatever, you know, random stuff or, you know, uh, I like to do a lot of limited editions where it's a very small batch and get it while you can kind of thing, you know, especially for the collectors, you know, cause I, I'm a seed collector myself. You know, I have a drawer of seeds, like I'll never be able to plant, you know, to me, they're like, like records or baseball cards. And when I go to a show, I can't, aside from wanting to, uh, you know, participate with the other seed brothers and stuff, you know, and to su uh, support their company, a part of me just can't help it. Like I said, Oh, you, you, you got the Babe Ruth, you know, like a baseball card. I gotta, I gotta get one of those, you know what I mean? So like I said, I have a, you know, a also, of seeds, you know? um, I'm Steelbird is one of our homies from our discord and stuff. And he was telling me that he actually traded you. And like, uh, he was like, Oh, you're really a rock. I think it was Steelbird that. that actually got oh. the uh, conversation started actually. Yeah. I think it was yeah. uh, Steelbird that, uh, said, Hey, Jinx, uh, you know, would come on your show. Da, 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 da. So yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Steelbird. yeah. We did trade some rocks. I'm, I am a rock hound. I collect and gather rocks. I'm not, um, smart. Like people are always like, what kind of rock is that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just super cool looking it looks I mean, cool yeah you know so I, i'm not like uh rock hound like that like i don't you know i mean i know a few things like i could identify some pink quartz or some rose quartz or you know something like that but i just really like rocks i do uh like i said my mom was a hippie so we always had like crystals and you know quoting her like magic rocks or you know things like that and just, i just i just like them it's just something i do you know a lot of people see on my instagram i also collect dunnies yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of have that uh, collector gene, you know. When I was when I was younger, it was all about the punk rock records, you know, stuff like that. So, so it's, that's kind of where the it's kind of where the um the limited edition with the seeds and like I was saying, you know, kind of comes from is you know like like when you buy a punk rock record, usually the first five hundred are colored vinyl, like green yeah. vinyl, you know. And the rest after that they're black, you know. So when I was a kid, I wanted that green vinyl, you know what I mean. So I definitely have that collector gene and. That's a huge part of I, the uh, limited editions. I really do like how you uh, give a lot of seeds away. You do a lot. And then, like, if people walk up and say, be positive, you're like, and you hook on veterans, you're always helping oh, yeah. people out for sure. Yeah. I love it. This this last show, I just came home from Boston. I know. Been, I'm so mad. I wanted to see you, man. I've been doing the be positive thing for years. You know what I mean? Like, come up to my business. Tell us about that, by the way. That's not just a random thing, is it? It's autism related, right? No, it's um, it's actually related to my um, epilepsy. 
And, uh, you know, it was like nine years ago or something like that. I was sitting in this living room right here. Um, I was freezing. Then all of a sudden I was sweating. I mean, like a professional basketball player sweating. Then I'd be freezing. It was like dope sick from hell or something. You know what I mean? And I was leaning over on my chair and sweat was dripping out of my face. And then Rose said, I threw my arms straight up in the air, slid out of my chair onto the floor and went into a grand mal seizure, which I've never been, I haven't been epileptic all my life. This is a newer thing for me. You know what I mean? Rose used to be a fitness instructor. So thank God she knows how to do CPR because I, I was suffocating. I was choking and not choking, but suffocating, like to the point of I hadn't taken a breath in so long that my face and my hands and my tongue were blue. Like if your hands are blue, like you haven't taken a breath in a fucking long time. You know what I mean? So Rose dialed 911, rolled me over, started giving me CPR, you know, uh, actually got me like people say their wives saved their life. They usually mean that spiritually like rose saved my life you know like in the middle of cpr i took a giant breath and opened my eyes and right about then the fire department showed up and uh blah 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 i went in the hospital all these tests but then i came home and my son came around the corner and it just just washed me with emotions you know because y'all know i have a special needs son and it was just like fuck like i could not be here right now for my son you know what i mean like you know, like, I mean, Rose is a beautiful woman. Her life would go on and, she, I'm, you know, she'd find a good man and all that. But nobody's going to raise your special needs son like you're going to. You know what I mean? You know, and like I say, it just overwhelmed me. So I was so happy and grateful just to be here, be alive that that night I did a positive video. And I, you know, I said like a positive quote and did, I usually uh, write one also. And in the morning. I went and checked my Instagram and there was just like mad feedback, like tons of people watched it and uh, a lot of uh, positive replies, all kinds of DMs, people saying how cool that was. So I was like, fuck, I'm doing one this morning. You know, I did another one. Then I did one that night. I've never not done one since, you know, um, I've done over 20,000 of them, which is, you know, something I'm, I'm actually very proud of, you know, and uh, it's kind of funny because I do them at a certain time. Like if I ain't got a positive video up by 930, people start DMing Miss Rose. <laughs> Is Jinx okay? Did Jinx have a seizure? <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of funny actually, but you know, so because of that, um, it became my logo. Like everything I write, I almost always sign it B plus, which, you know, plus on a battery means positive. So be positive. So I just started this thing. Anytime you see me at a show, come up and say be positive and I give you free seeds. And it's usually uh, seeds that I've dedicated to that, like the sativa scream or you know, like, like say when I do a breathing, I might put just one plant in the room and that's the B positive ones. You know what I mean? So is it back girl like that? You only get back girl out. Oh, hit girl. Hit girl. So no, I, I started giving hit girl out, but I did actually eventually, uh, uh, sell her. I need to get her back on the menu. So, you know, it wasn't a strictly, um, limited okay. edition strain. It's just, I'm small time. So I can only keep so much, you know, I don't own a warehouse, you know, my grow room's like, 20 by 20 and then i also have a tent i'm not a some of these seed companies you'll own warehouses and shit like that i'm a i'm definitely a craft grower and keep it small and personal and family and all that stuff so but uh that's what started that like i say so ever you know come up this last show though at boston i decided to change it to where instead of coming up saying be positive to me you had to come up with a handwritten positive self-affirmation so you had to come up with something positive that you wrote about yourself you know like 
I can handle anything. I'm a strong person or, you know, a positive self-affirmation. And it was actually kind of fun. A lot of people did it. Um, I got a little, uh, I was out here, but I have a little container. It's just packed full of them. And uh, my homie, uh, Mary Jack, made um, like uh, little pieces of paper with watermark jinx proofs on them. So a lot of uh, everybody put them on those things, you know, because if you didn't if you didn't bring one, you could also do it at the show. So but I'm, I think I'm going to save them up and uh, like try and make something out of them. I'm not sure. I was what. thinking that yeah. that'd be cool collage or something. Yeah, like, I was even thinking could, like if you got some nice tables for your show and just like coated the tables in them or something. That's a good idea. Yeah, I thought about something like that. Or I even thought about like a, like you ever seen like where people take cray paper and they get it wet with glue and then they wrap it around a balloon. Then they pop yep. the balloon and it's like a lampshade or, you know, I don't know maybe a pinata <laughs> it's like you know it'll come to me sooner or later I'm like oh that's what i'm gonna do with them but you know i'm gonna collect them for a while and get like a bunch of them you know like you know maybe a thousand of them or who knows but you know do something like that <laughs> i was the one i commented when you were in boston i was like you gotta go to bova's it's like a 24-hour bakery oh I yeah i seen remember it. that I'm not, I'm not i don't think we did see it but i, I do which i do remember that which is actually surprising because since this whole seizure thing you know, i've had brain surgery too a huge part of it was uh my memory you know what i mean so it's it's a uh, it's very taxing on my memory but i do actually remember you saying that that's funny so <laughs> um, sometimes one thing we're always talking about on the show for anybody who has had any memory or brain issues or anything else is uh we ask them if they've uh, taken lion's mane and it's, it's not like I'm going to hammer it down your face or something, but mm-hmm. having had uh, some brain injuries myself, and I, I know a few other people on the show have had them, we've started taking Lion's Mane. I've been doing it for a couple of years. It makes such a fucking difference. Uh-huh. So, anyway. Yeah. I, uh, I actually work with 22 Many also, the uh, soldier suicide prevention mm-hmm. group here in Washington, and they're all about it. You know what I mean? Like they, they've seen uh, seen miracles uh, through some of the PTSD guys, and just they man changed my whole life. And you know, like um, I've talked to my doctor, Sprint, my I've talked to him a little bit about it. I'm not quite there yet. We'll see. You know, for me, um, like my buddy's really into microdosing. And I was asking him, I was like, "Do you get high on it at all?" Because no, man, it's an edible mushroom. The lion's mane. Uh, yeah, because uh, some people are also using the psilocybin mushrooms, which they is add helped, a little psilocybin. But when when I was a kid, like. They grow like wild here. Like you can go across <laughs> the street to the apartments and pick them. You know, like uh, we call them blue, we call them blue ringers. They're just little guys like that with a little blue ring that goes around the stem. And you know, high school in those years, man, we used to just trip balls on those things. And I haven't free like just the like it just doesn't appeal to me at all. Like so, like if I don't want to feel that at all, you know what I mean? Like I don't even kind of want to feel like I'm on psychedelic mushrooms no lines mean you don't feel like anything Uh, it's just it's uh, it's uh it it stimulates nerve growth factors i think is the most beneficial thing for people i guess i've Uh, definitely heard that one a lot lately it's a gourmet mushroom there's Mm. uh, there's a bunch of different gourmet mushrooms that don't actually have any effect on your psyche it just has benefits to your body and your nerves and your brain oddly enough they do have effects on your psyche but well yeah yeah it's kind of a funny one for me i'd probably have to like dry them and put them in capsules or something because yeah man, that's what collectomus coot does i hate mushrooms i hate them period i don't care what they're in what they're on what you fried them in like say when i was a kid we would get those uh blue ringers and we would make tea because ain't no way i'm gonna because blue ringers you have to 
take a lot. Like it's not like a, a Cubans or something where you could like eat one and just fry like blue ringers. You need a big old bag. You know what I mean? And uh, so we would make tea and just, you know, guzzle the tea and, you know, get all, get all crazy. And, you know, like I said, I was just a kid and I was tripping on that, but so yeah, I hate mushrooms. <laughs> so I always tease Rose. Like, mushrooms were little dudes. I'd punch them every time I saw one. <laughs> yeah, you're mushroom. That says it. <laughs> Uh, so, Big Kush oh, has been uh, yeah, here. Let me ask say. a couple questions. Uh, uh, Smash Big Kush has been killing it with some questions here. Uh, let me see if I can combine them. Uh, he's saying, uh, "Jinx, what are you growing now? Uh, what's your next re- uh, run when you reset the room?" And uh, actually, this is a really interesting question. Do you trust anyone to assist in your breeding? You know, well, as far as what I'm doing, um, I think the male will be hammer i have a bunch of um clones that i'm getting ready to transplant like i say the i would actually have to like run to the grow right now and like go check it out because like say the the biggest thing with this uh, epilepsy and especially the brain surgery which they did tell me is going to be memory like when i go to shows rose makes me a little cheat sheet because sometimes some people come up be like bro what's ice cream dream i'm like hold on a second (laughs) i had to start keeping my breeders like so i'm 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 not 100% sure what I'm doing, but I do know that the um, the male will most likely be nine-pound hammer, maybe legit, which is we won the uh, Oklahoma Cup with. So um, uh, what did you say the second part of that question was? Uh, do you trust anyone to assist oh. in your breeding? You know, I tried that before, and it was a real bummer. I had a kid that was working with me. I mean, I, I really liked him. He was awesome. Like his daughter called me grandpa and stuff and i'm not going to put him on blast or nothing like that um so i was was like you know what i I wanted to help his family out and you know let him kind of get into the game a little bit and i I, so i gave him some cuts and i was like i want you to breed these together you know i'm gonna i'm gonna choose the male for you show you how to choose it when to pollinate it you know walk him through it bought the dirt bought the pots he already grew so he had a little tent and all that and um by the time he finished the seeds, he had started an Instagram and a uh, website and was his own seed company through all the shit I gave him, which was a total like cut your nose off to spite your face kind of thing. Like I'd take I'd been taking this kid to shows, you know, which isn't cheap. You know, a flight to Boston isn't free. You know, hotels, rental cars, it is not cheap. And uh, I don't know. He just kind of got, you know, he's a young guy, got a little big for his britches. And like to this day, he's not a seed company or anything like that, you know, where, you know, I paid him pretty good as much as I could, as often as I could, you know, so it be- I'm a little gun shy because of that. And uh, it's not my goal to, you know, some of these seed companies, like if you could see behind the seeds, it's like, man, they're, they're like a serious business. Like they have warehouses and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of, you know, I kind of compare like at the end of my day, I want to drink a microbrew, not a Budweiser. You know what I mean? And that's kind of who I am. I consider myself a craft grower and small family business. And I think I prefer to keep it that way because, you know, it's I've tried it a few times and both times it didn't work. Like I said, pretty much the same story on both people. And, you know, like like I said, the younger guy that was working with me, it was my goal to bring him along and, you know, promote him as we were going along. And then, like, say, in two or three years send him on his own way with my blessing. Like, Hey, there he goes, man. There's, there's my little homie starting his own company, doing his own thing. I'm proud of him. He worked hard, but you know, 
but it didn't work that way. So, you know, sometimes you're, you're there's a lot of short termism, uh, honestly, in the whole cannabis scene, you know, for a variety of reasons, some people kind of come and go, they well, kind of just move out of cannabis, whatever. But yeah. there's a lot of people who sort of intentionally seem to have to, I don't I mean, know why they think this way, but they have to burn their mentors so that they'll get famous or something. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't think you have to do that, really. Yeah. That's, and it's that's I don't even think it's just cannabis anymore, though. It's really? kind of like say any industry. You know, yeah. Every, everyone's become a lot more yeah. selfish, I've seen lately. So anytime money's involved, you have that factor, you know, whether you might encounter it or not. But, you know, so, you know. Live and learn. Like, so you win some, you learn some. So, <laughs> and does Miss Rose help at all? Like, does she smoke or anything? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's, uh, she definitely helps. She loves to, um, help me defolio and prune the plants, you know, like strip them down and stuff like that. Miss mm-hmm. Rose is a badass gardener. And I'm not talking about cannabis. You know what I mean? Like, she has our back, our back deck. She probably has 80 rose pots and can tell you anything about them from what, what they're hybrid out of to how to make them survive in the winter or what this one likes and this one doesn't like. And, you know, and then our front yard, we have um, some box gardens and she kills it out there. You know what I mean? And it's funny. Instagram's she, pretty freaking dope, man. She is. Yeah. It's, it's not cannabis at all it's usually just her flowers and things you know she's been really into painting lately but yeah she's a master gardener i'd say she's a better gardener than me you know what i mean maybe not with cannabis but in the whole broad spectrum you know what i mean like she kills it the the vegetables and you know like say all the old ladies in the neighborhood that have been gardening for years stop by and they're just like what the fuck (laughs) she's she's got zucchinis this big and more tomatoes and you could ever eat, you know what I mean? And uh, she actually created a vegetable. Um, she has a thing that's called the pumpkini. And if you look at uh, zucchinis and pumpkins, their flowers are identical. And she planted them in the same thing and they cross pollinated. And the next year we noticed sprouts were coming out of the garden before we started gardening. And there was these little sprouts and they started growing these zucchinis, but they were bell shaped. And then towards the end of the cycle, they turned orange and it was so clear, like that is a pumpkin crossed with a zucchini, like no doubt about it. You know what I mean? Like, so Miss Rose actually has a custom vegetable she made. It's pre- it was kind of a happy accident, but it's pretty neat too. You know, like I've seen yellow zucchini and stuff. I've never seen one in the shape of a bell that turned bright orange. Like it's, you know, and it gets those little rivets like a pumpkin too. Like there's, there's no doubt it's a, it's a hybrid, you know? So it's pretty cool. But yeah, she's got mad skills. Anything she gets into, she gets into a hundred percent. We actually have a lot of other gardeners, though. You know, like we're all we all grow more than cannabis, or most of us grow more than cannabis. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot what her since my Instagram got taken. I forget what her what her Instagram was. What's Miss Rose's Instagram? It's a uh, Miss Rose I am. So at Miss Rose I am. Uh, speaking of cross pollination, I was going to ask you a little while ago if. Uh, you know, not necessarily creating the pumpkini, but the, which that's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, how do they taste, by the way? How do pumpkinis taste? Like, how does a, a like a deep fried or a tempura pumpkini taste? That's They're bomb. Be really good. They're bomb. Yeah? Uh, she cooks them up with dinner and stuff like that. It, it's definitely uh, the flavor leans more towards the zucchini than the pump. like that's pumpkin's dope. not really something you would eat for dinner. You know what I mean? No. But uh, which is good because it definitely dominated the breeding. Um, there's a hint of it there, but it's definitely a more um, 
zucchini flavored, you know. And so, she 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 uh, makes a pumpkiny bread out of them, which is kind of there you of, go. Oh, that's big. like oh man, that's yeah. big brain shit right there. Does she sell yeah. seeds or does she do seeds or anything? I don't know. She has a bag of them. Whether she would uh, share them or <laughs> sell them or something, she probably right. would if somebody asked her. You know what I mean? I don't know. So it's not something she continued to do. Like, oh, I'm going to be a custom, you know, oh, of course, hybrid of course. vegetable breeder. We got <laughs> we got enough going on, but she I definitely has that's a bag. Cool. I mean, you've heard of those crazy pumpkin breeders, right? The people who do the giant pumpkins. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they pay more they, money for than the cannabis seeds. I've heard people pay like fifty or a hundred bucks oh, yeah. per seed for those gigantic seeds. Yeah, they do it here in Washington, and I was actually surprised because I was. I just happened to go to this little grocery store I usually don't go to, and it was during Halloween, and they had a pumpkin thing going on. <laughs> and this pumpkin, like, it was like 4,000 pounds. I mean, like, literally okay. had to do a uh, forklift to get it in there. I wow. mean, like, we, like, three of us at least could, if you cut the top off, at least three, maybe four of us could sit in there like a hot tub. You know what I mean? But it was funny because when the dude started uh, talking about it, you know, he's blah, 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 blah. He was the winner. And uh, he's like, yeah, well, I, I use a thing called microhise. <laughs> I've never heard, except in the cannabis industry, I've never heard a flower gardener or, a, a you know, a, gar a vegetable gardener talk about, you know, microhise and stuff. And I was like, well, okay, dude's on it. He's, he's probably a, a pot farmer. <laughs> but right. I guess you never just know. But yeah, it's huge here in Washington, the, the contest and stuff like that. So. So I was going to say, uh, um, by the way, yeah, like I've heard that pretty much the, the first people to use mycorrhizae and all this, how do I say this? All these kind of uh, exotic grow techniques are evidently pumpkin growers and weed growers because the pumpkin guys are just nuts and the weed people probably are also just nuts as well. Yeah. well but anyway. What was Koo talking about? Lilies or lilacs or something like that? Um, what? Tulips. Tulips, I think it was. What They're about like, them, industry's crazy like like oh the, yeah you can't you can't do any flexibility there's no freedom like there's no more profit margin yeah like you basically if you wander by a freaking half a percentile you basically lost the business that year or something apparently hmm. anyway uh jinx i was wondering about i don't know maybe roll with me on this question because i've been kind of pondering it for a little bit of a while uh, you know, you were talking about, you used to work with sub, uh, uh, TGA was kind of a whole big family at times. I mean, it kind of broke apart and stuff, but yep. it was a whole big family and there's been a bunch of different breeders that, uh, at least for a little bit of a time, were part of a little bit of a family. And then maybe, you know, the thing breaks apart or whatever, I don't know who's recording this, but whatever it's being recorded on YouTube anyway. Uh, what was it going to say? Oh, there we go. Uh, how do you, do you think that cross pollination amongst breeders is important. And what I mean by that is breeders specifically on purpose with good faith, not, you know, underhandedly, but with good faith, borrowing, borrowing each other's mothers or even fathers or pollen or packs of seeds and popping stuff out of that and then integrating that in their lines. Uh, or do you think that's a gimmick? Is that kind of, I don't know. I think you've worked with quite a few breeders over the years. What do you think? What's your thoughts? Well, I mean, ultimately, if you're going to be a breeder, you have to take two people's plants and breed them together unless you can magic, you know what I mean? Like how else are you going to start? You know what I mean? So, I mean, basically you have to, there, you know, um, there are like, in my opinion, what should be unwritten rules and stuff like that. I've used other people's strains, you know, my, uh, nine pound hammers is half Jesus OG, which is Pat from heroes of the farm, who is also part of the TGA family. 
Uh, people write me all the time, like, hey, bro, I'm, you know, I'm going to do this. Do you care if I breathe it to the hammer or to go time? And I don't care. The only thing I care about is there's a lot of scandalous companies out there who will like maybe buy some seeds from me and then back cross them or F2 them. And now they're selling nine pound hammer, you know, from their company. You know, it's like that that's just bullshit. You know, it's like do your own work. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I've had breeders you've never heard of. I've had breeders you have heard of, you know what I mean? Use my stuff. It doesn't bother me at all. Like say, as long as, you know, they're not just straight ripping it off. You know, I've, I've used uh, other people's stuff, still do and still will. It's, you know, my ultimate goal is to, to mostly just be breeding my stuff times my stuff. But, you know, you got to have a little fun. You know, you got to step out once in a while and, you know, keep it interesting. Um, it's, you know, you know, there's one company out there who's pretty successful. And basically all they do is anytime something super popular you know, like they go get that and you know what they call hype strains or whatever and that's all they breed and stuff and to me it gets a little old and a little boring but you know you know i mean to have a hype strain is a compliment too you know what i mean because it means like people were fucking grooving on it and a lot of people checked it out and stuff but you know to, to strictly only go after that is usually people that are strictly only going after money too so you know, like I say, there's there's definitely some unwritten rules, so to speak. And like I say, it's it's you know, it's a compliment when someone uses one of my strains to uh to breed something. You know, we usually when people ask me that, I say, oh, only thing I ask is uh when you breed it, send me a few packs so I can include it in my autism auctions. You know, which nothing wrong with that. You know, they don't have to. <laughs> They're usually more than willing to or you know honored, so to speak. You know, so. Speaking of autism, can you tell us about the NWFAA and the SCAC? Briefly, because that's the amazing work. As you can see behind me in my background, I support autism mainly. No. I don't forget about me because this is about you. So go yeah, ahead. No, I, I definitely noticed that right away. Um, NWFFA is Northwest Families for Autism. That is Rose and I. We are a legit registered with the state 501c3 charity. Um, Whenever you see me do auctions on uh, Instagram, that's what they're for. Um, sometimes it might be something a little different, like something's going on, like somebody really needs some help or, you know, something like that, or the uh, 20 too many. But, you know, most of what we do is is for autistic kids. Usually what we do is we buy iPads and then we provide them for nonverbal autistic kids. Like my son doesn't talk. He'll say a few things. You know, he's 16. He doesn't talk. But uh, he in his iPad. Which with the iPad we um, supply a program, and the <clears throat> the program's called Prologue Quote to Go. And considering it's for special needs kids, it's three hundred and fifty dollars. You know what I mean? It's like what a crock of shit. You know, I mean, they've already made it. You know, and they can sell tons of them. So only you know, there's so many. You know, having a special needs child can completely change your income, not just from how much you can work, but for how much money you're spending to keep this, this kid happy or, you know, the therapies or this or that, or, you know, so we supply iPads with the ProLoquo app and the app is like, it's a bunch of pictures. So they can like tap those pictures and then the computer will say that, but you can also add pictures. Like, you know, I could like Boomy has a picture of his uncle Derange. He can push the picture uncle Derange, or he can even push word pictures and say, I want to see uncle Derange. I mean, it could even be something serious. Like somebody hurt me at school today. You know, um, I junior, you know, I call him Boomy. Boomy will come up. He used to come up to me 
and his iPad, he'd say, I want chicken nuggets. You know, he'd type the pictures in the computer and say that because autistic kids only eat a few things, really. And at the time, it was the only thing he ate. So he would come up and tell me, well, autistic kids tend to mimic. So after a while, he would not use the computer and he'd come up to me and say, I want chicken nuggets, you know, the best he could. (laughs) Excuse me. And, you know. If you've never heard your child talk ever, especially in the years where they should be talking, and all of a sudden he walks up and says, I want chicken nuggets, it's a major ordeal. It's like, it's so encouraging. And it's like, wow, my kid has a chance, you know. And he talks a lot more now. You know, he doesn't talk, but he will say things and, you know, certain things that mean a lot to him. So that's our main jam is supplying nonverbal kids with the iPad and the program. But sometimes... Sometimes, you know, there's kids who don't need that, but need help in something else, you know, you know, and we'll do that too. You know, I'm, it's mostly autistic kids, but you know, there's lots of kids that need help. We had a guy, um, his daughter had cerebral palsy and she was like seven and has never walked ever. So um, we got in this thing called a firefly and he puts it on like a pair of pants. And then from like his little bit above his knees down are these two big tubes that go in front of his pants. And he picks his daughter up and he drops her down in it and he walks around with her, you know, and he sent me a video like first time. I mean, you know, it was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) And the look on her face is like, I'm walking. You know what I mean? I get to experience what it's like to walk. And, you know, just uh, we help some schools in the Midwest where a lot of the kids are going. The only meal they're getting is at school, you know, stuff like we have a friend who's a special needs teacher out there and. You know, we trust her that we can send her money and she'll make sure these kids get uh, clothes, you know, because a lot of them were coming to school without underwear on because they don't have any, you know, and a lot of them were um, only eating at school for free lunch, you know. So, I mean, I, I love it. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, I call it crack for the soul. You know, it's, it's just, it's so fun. It's so rewarding. And, you know, a lot of times um, I get to meet the families, you know, and stuff like that. And, you know. You just, I don't know, you just create this, this bond that you can't help but have. And, you know, and, you know, the, the universe has blessed me with this, this stage to stand on, you know what I mean? That people are paying attention to me and, and, you know, it's like, why not use it for something productive aside from being a rock star? You know what I mean? Which so many people in this industry are so many people in any industry, you know what I mean? So why not use it for a, something productive and, it's productive for me too. Cause you know, like I say, it's cracked for the soul, man. It makes you feel so good. And it's so fun. And, you know, and it, uh, it seems to encourage a lot of people too, you know, to, to do something. So that's in WFFA. <laughs> the other thing you were talking about, I'm not sure exactly what you said. The some initials. SCA, uh, SCAC. What's that? Uh, it's the, this uh, Seattle Children's Autism Center. I'm going to have you guys hold on for one second because my computer just said my battery is about to die. Okay. So I've got I've got to grab a cable. Okay, plug. Hey, yeah. I lose you guys. So just give me one second. I'm trying to like a music uh, interlude. Cue I up. can actually explain what I was writing. Go for quick. it. So I, are you guys seen some of my cannabis bonsai I've done right with mm-hmm. the auto flowers? um i grabbed some bonsai pots so you can do it with a photo but i think when you do the cannabis bonsai it looks so much more beautiful when it's flowering and using an auto flower is kind of cheating 
uh, to that standard because, I mean, if you get a really vigorous photo or a clone or something, it, it's kind of hard to keep really small. But a photo, I mean, an auto, it was pretty simple to keep it tiny, tying it off. And then once I had a, one main bud and I would like either do a cool design with the stem and have like a couple flowers on it. But it's sad because you can't keep it forever. Right. Reader Steve was talking about that. He uh, uh, makes up little cannabis bonsais for people and then just gives them away. They're so fun. They're just yeah. fun, man. Um, you, like auto flowers, if you don't. That's why I said, like, you can put them in a window with doing this right. stuff. He was even flowering them. How often? Is, how awesome is that? To give someone a freaking flowering cannabis bonsai. That's freaking. That's the only problem is it's just gonna die. Like, it well, yeah, I mean, but it's basically like. Uh, I mean, let's be yeah, honest. Ninety-five percent of the orchids you give people are gonna die too. <laughs> it's a sad life, but you still give them to them anyway because it's pretty. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, sad. Sad the amount of flower death that happens uh, as soon as you give somebody a flower. People don't know how to take care, uh, take care of plants, man. They overwater them like crazy. I mean. You could technically re-veg one, but all right, that's it. Yeah, exactly. We're babbling. Jinx is back. You asked me about another charity? Yeah, that was the uh, Seattle Children's Autism Center. The SCA. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's just something we, um, we find some of these people through that need help. It's not actually us. It's like the University of Washington and you know stuff like that. And it's uh it's it's kind of on the down low because they're you know they're a state run thing so if they supply an iPad to one kid they have to supply an iPad to all the kids so really you know there's a, a few folks that go in and out of there and uh, kind of find us people so to speak you know and and I call I say turning kids in they turn them in and you know for help so but you know we we do what we can but we can't actually work directly through them because you know they're yeah. like the University of Washington to, to supply every single kid that came through there with an iPad would be millions of dollars. So yeah, uh, so we we do it like I said we do what we can. I think we've raised um, a, a little over one hundred fifty thousand dollars so far in the you know since we've been doing it, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, wish it was a lot more, but yeah, could be a lot less. <laughs> so I got a question: Does it always have to be an iPad? Could it be anything else, or does it have to be an iPad? It depends on the child's needs. The program is an Apple program, so it won't work on like a tablet or anything like that. Okay. Computer's tripping again. This cord's a piece of crap. Running low. Sorry. Uh, no worries. Not sure what else to do. I'll jiggle it. I'll jiggle it a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> I had to get an extension cord. Put some English it won't, on it. Won't, won't reach to the wall. So. <laughs> we tried the other direction. Uh, Philly boys asking, uh, does Jinx have an opinion whether your gear does better organically or synthetically? In fact, that actually verges on a, you were saying earlier in the show, you're like, no, don't ask a certain kind of question. Cause no, there's a that's, fight. That's, that's, that's a little different. Um, I mean, I guess that would boil down to what are your goals? You know, there's, there's some, uh, synthetic programs out there that are crazy. That'll make your plant go nuts. And, uh, you know, you definitely get a bigger yield and all this, but uh, like personally, I don't want to smoke that weed. You know what I mean? Um, I barely use anything out of a bottle. I'm all about uh, living soil. You know, I, I learned the old Subcool Vic High recipe and 
lately yeah. I, I make it out of um lately i've been making it out of bio 365 soil mm. and uh which is a living soil that doesn't have a lot of the stuff that's in a uh, super soil so i've been i've been making super soil out of bio 365 soil and then uh, I originally used a black gold organic dirt when I made my super soil. So because the bio already has a lot of stuff in it, what I do is I, I mix up eight bags and then I take two big ass bags of the black gold just straight and put it in there kind of to cut it, if you will. You know what I yeah, mean? So yeah, we all do bio. pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So I've uh, recently stopped using a blood meal. I've been talking to um, Nick from the Rooted Leaf and uh, uh trying out a product called rooted anchor so i can get rid of the um the blood meal you know mm. uh some people have a problem with blood meal because it's from an animal blood the, meal. I've the never fact used... is blood the blood meal a lot of the blood comes from slaughterhouses which they're going to slaughter those animals regardlessly <laughs> and uh, in my opinion it's like well at least they're using more of the animal you know what i mean you know, folks are worried but, unfortunately about the toxins and especially if you have any if you're a uh, uh, a home grower or whatever, you wouldn't get tested, so it's not a problem. But if you were like a dispensary or whatever, you're going to get, or not a dispensary, but a farm, whatever, a farm, uh, you're going to get tested and you might potentially pop high for some apparently uh, pesticides, some antibiotics, some other stuff that can apparently pass through. But it's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Right? Yeah, depending on what the animals had in it and where the it. blood's coming from. And that's strictly how you got to break it down. Because like Coot says, the animal itself, what, whatever that animal's eating is what it's going to be in its system. So if you're giving it the, the, the shitty feed and the, the probiotic stuff. Well, also, but, slaughterhouses aren't exactly clean. No. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, like say me and Nick talked about that a little bit. I, I had him on my Instagram live, um, Nick from the rooted leaf guys, a genius. Um, you know, we talk, you know, like, yeah, there's fecal everywhere. There's this everywhere. And it's, it's not a clean product. And, you know, that's should be one of the fun parts about being a farmer is, you know, don't, you know, like actually I just said last night on one of my quotes, like when you know everything, you can't learn anything. How can you? You know everything. So you should always have that open-minded and willingness to listen to somebody and check something out. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. You know what I mean? And you know, so I actually don't use blood meal anymore. And that's fine with me, you know. So but the original question, I don't know. I mean, well, you know, without tooting too hard, like I grow some pretty damn chronic, in my opinion. It's fire, you know what I mean? I always get great yields, so I don't I don't see the need to use a big salt fertilizer company or anything like that. You know what I mean? And uh, once you make your super soil, it's pretty low maintenance. You, know I mean? like, you give them water. You know, mm -hmm. I use uh, I like the, the fish shit product and I use uh, herb natural, you know, in, in mild proportions. I do use those. Um, I, I feed sugar, organic sugar on day 20 and 40 of bloom. But, you know. I personally enjoy oh, keeping it simple. You know, I got so. a question. Um, so what's your difference between drying seeds and drying flour? Like, what do you do for seeds? What do you do for flour? Well, there's not a major difference. I I usually do a, a brief wet trim because it's not like uh, it doesn't have to be trimmed all nice like flour you're going to smoke, you know. So I do a, a quick uh, wet trim. I put them on a drying rack. The thing is, I let them dry a lot more than you would dry some flour. You know what I mean? I want to be able to pick the bud up and just like crush it into powder. You know what I mean? Because you got to get the seeds out. You try to get seeds out of a, a nice sticky bud. <laughs> <laughs> One bud like that, you'd like, screw it, screw it. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of work. And, and 
the seed needs to be dried anyway. So you're probably, you know, like stressing it out and by handling it like that and picking it, you know, so I dry it to the bone. Like I've been, to, I've been known to let it die on the stick when I'm doing seeds. Oh, well, as far as that goes, yeah, I, I take my seeds at least uh, 15 weeks. Like if okay. you saw my, if you saw my plants before I cut them down, you'd be like, Jinx does not yeah. grow like them. Things are dead, and you know, like that's what yep. they would, oh, that's sure. what they would do in nature because at that point the seeds start falling out, and that's how the plant reproduces. A lot of times, I know I'm either done or close to done because I'll see a couple sprouts in the pot, like meaning a, a seed has fallen out of a bud and germinated itself, you know. So, but yeah, that's what I do. I crush it up, and then uh, I like to get also get the um to give it a quick trim because. When the once I de-seed all the seeds from the flower, I have these giant bags of powder. You know, it's chronic bomb ass weed, but you wouldn't want to smoke it because there's tons of baby seeds or seed like it'd be really harsh. So I, I put it in a bag and I give it to 22 Mini, the the soldier soldier suicide prevention, and they make RSO out of it. Huh. You know, what a cool thing to do with it. You know what I mean? Right. So you know, you could also make some bomb ass bubble hash because it's pure bud. You know, it's chronic as bud. It's just yeah. crushed into powder. So sometimes I enjoy making bubble hash. So I might even make the bubble hash and then donate that. You know what I mean? But you could run one of a, uh, West Engine has one of Mila's sifters, right? The I can't think of the name of it, but that'd be perfect for that material. Pollinator or something. Pollinator. There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like say so they have a bigger need for RSO than they do for bubble hash. You know what I mean? So that's you know that's cool too. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about getting into like I've always tried to make RSO, but where I'm at, I've always had a hard time getting the high enough proof alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to Everclear's website; they say they technically don't here, but they do sell it here. I've heard it's just certain mm-hmm. places. Restaurant yeah. supply houses, probably. Well, yeah, no, like restaurant they, supply they, liquor. They know. used to not sell it here either, but like if you go to Bevmo, the big mm-hmm. alcohol places, they have it. Otherwise, you can cross the border into Oregon and buy it at a liquor store. Mm. <laughs> there was a company, I don't know who they are, but they gave me a f- couple gallons and they were making like 200 proof alcohol. Yeah, it's like extracts or something like it that, was right? Strictly for doing that. It wasn't. Yeah, like, it wasn't I, I seen those. Yeah. And, um, I didn't really use it. I think I gave it to somebody who was going to use it, you know, kidding like that. I got it free, so I took it, but like I said, I gave it to. Somebody else who was going to make it some looked RSO. legit. It looked just like moonshine right off the still. Yeah, same same bottle, everything. A big half gallon with the handle on it, and then I think it might have had the word cannabis on it or something like that. You know, what it I mean? was called so, like extracts or something like that. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah. So they, they wouldn't a, so they would deliver clay it. jug with three X's on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came came with a you know a dog brought it to you in a little this, wooden uh, barrel. <laughs> <laughs> <Saint Bernard>. <laughs> funny funny thing jinx west actually tried to get one of those for his saint bernard and his wife told him no uh, <laughs> that's because everybody would steal it <laughs> maybe it's too cool. useful right awesome. uh jinx we've had you for a super long time uh we want to ask maybe a couple more questions and probably let you go because i think well i mean you can you're welcome to hang out as long as you want yeah. honestly but i remember you did say you were a little bit busy i want to ask you a silly one because i want to just start asking every guest the same question and i thought this is a silly question let's ask this one if you were going to go have brunch with the devil and Mick Jagger, would you prefer waffles or eggs benedict eggs benedict smart choice 
I like yeah. it. There I'm you go. Yeah. Good. And waffles are fine. I'm not a huge waffle guy, though, but I love some eggs Benedict. It's, right. At my age, it's not the healthiest option, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I, like I used to actually be a chef before any Did of this you? stuff. As a kid, I grew up in the restaurant industry, and eggs Benedict is made out of egg yolks <laughs> and butter. That's like, <laughs> that's straight could up. Be better. That's that's the ingredients for eggs Benedict is uh, egg yolks and butter. So it's not, you know, the heart healthiest diet. And unfortunately, uh, last year I had a heart attack. So, <laughs> but you know, if I'm going to party down with Mick Jagger, what the hell, you know? <laughs> right. That's what I figured. All right. Smart answer. Uh, let's see here. Philly boy was also asking a great question here. A very timely question. He says, uh, what would be a good bean or a good uh, pack of beans rather to grab for someone just getting into jinx proof genetics? Hmm. Um, you know, the, the nine pound hammer is a pretty easy grow. It's pretty tough. It's pretty resilient. Um, so is go time. Go time is one of the few sativas I have, but I mean, really like I, I think almost anything really like I don't, I don't have any, um, strains that are just like super finicky or hard to grow or you know you need to know this or that but i mean right off the top of my head i would probably say nine pan hammer or go time you know mm. so and anytime you're at a show and you see me and rose is there i like when people walk up and ask rose named the strain go time okay for starters mm. but I, I love it when people come up to the booth and look at miss rose and say hey how did go time get its name So, like I say, Rose names the strain, and it's not when go time. It's not MMA. <laughs> so some I, are, I can't imagine she probably gets red every time. Still, <laughs> yes. some strains are definitely known for having an aphrodisiac like effect. You know, mm. so, and she she swears. Oh, in other words, it's go time. I yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to clue you in there. Right. Yeah, I always tell people. Quit telling people to ask me that. So uh, what do they call that? Brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see Rose at the show, hit her up about that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, folks are talking about that. Actually, Jinx, if you don't mind, uh, I just said I was going to let you go, and then here's you know more questions. Rose actually just got do home, you... so Junior's okay. I can hang out for a little bit. And oh, sweet. Got a, uh, Perfect timing for us. message after that. Uh, so breeder Steve was on here. I want to say, and he was talking about and to this day. I cannot remember if potent were here. He would probably tell us, but he's at the regen conference. He was talking about what was it? West engine CBN, not CBN, CBGN, CBDN. Fuck. It was one of those terpenes that was specifically evocative for females, basically of the freaking human species, uh, for, uh, the giggity times, basically the, the, the go time. Uh, how do I say this? There's been a couple different discussions about that THCV in different different ways first of all chicks always are interested when you tell them there there's a terpene or a weed uh, that has potentially even a dominant terpene that they can smoke it and get the anti-munchies and they're like what <laughs> tell me more like i seriously i don't think i've ever had a, re a reaction from a chick that was like no i don't want to know about that they're like what tell me more yeah. about that magical yeah. weed yeah. it's funny how everybody has different needs and desires for weed right so i'm just wondering jinx uh where do you see the future of uh I don't know, cannabis in general, or even just your uh, cannabis looking for kind of those weird, unusual terps. If you find them, I mean, if you found something super unique, would you chase that rabbit hole until it, you know, exhausted whatever? I don't know, this is a stupid metaphor, but uh, go for it. Um, I mean, it's hard to say because 
I don't know. I, I constantly just go through different things, just like anything in life, you know, like what I'm after, what I'm about, what I'm hoping to achieve or, you know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll create a breathing with no goals in mind, except for, you know, making some bomb ass fire, you know, and, you know, I mean, it's cannabis. So there's going to be something positive about it, whether it's good for pain or sleep or anxiety or sex or, you know what I mean? So, so it's hard to say, you know, um, Sometimes we do focus on certain things, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, it's always kind of random with me, to tell you the truth. And I like to keep it that way because it keeps it fun, exciting. Like, I don't want to turn this into just a job. You know what I mean? I want, I want it to always be exciting and new and fun and, you know, you know what I mean? Because if it gets to that point, you, you might even see me step away. You know what I mean? Like, that's a huge reason of why I'm part of this is, you know, is the independence, the, you know, there's definitely an artistry to breeding, you know? Um, so it's, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. It's, you know, it reminds me, somebody was asking uh, if you actually have a, uh, what's uh, going on? So shine. Nice to see you. Someone was asking, I think if you actually had a Norton bike and I'm just thinking to myself, you kind of have this, uh, I don't know. You have a little bit of a kind of a soft biker attitude to, uh, 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 the seed breeding, you know, you don't want to have anybody telling you what to do. You don't really sure. want to have a boss. You kind of want to have the wind that you freaking face on and on and on. It's just constantly something new. Uh, so I guess two questions. Do you, do you have a bike? Do you have a Norton bike? Is it just an old, uh, uh passion? Uh, and then do you think that that kind of biker culture, uh, influences your, uh, uh, breeding style? Well, I, I, epilepsy, I can't have a bike. You know? That's true. I'm sorry about that. I forgot about since, that. Since and my brain surgery. You're like, I oh, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. No, it's all good. I don't care. I'm totally open about it. You know, I think people, you know, some people are a little embarrassed or ashamed of epilepsy. Like, it's, you know, it's not like I. Julius Caesar was epileptic. Not like I had it because I was smoking crack and hanging out at whorehouses or anything. It's just something right. that happened. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I can't. Uh, since my brain surgery, I have not had a grand mal seizure, huh. which is great, you know, because. Brain surgery was the scariest thing in the world. When your doctor says brain surgery, the whole world just puts on its brakes and you're mm. just like, did he just say brain surgery? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no part of my body I wouldn't have an opera. I'd rather have an operation on. You know what I mean? But uh, so I still have what's called petite mal seizures, which means I might kind of like for a second. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even realize it's happened. You know, like my wife would be like, honey, you just had a small seizure. And a lot of times I look at her and I'll say, how do you know? <laughs> Which is stupid because she's sitting, you know, she can tell I might drool a little bit or something like that. So, you know, I mean, riding a motorcycle and to have even a two second seizure, or even a one second seizure can be a pretty bad deal. Not just for me, but for those around me. What if I swerve into a lane and now this guy swerves over there and kills that family or, you know what I mean? It's like, so it's not a, it's not a. A thing for me right now um i i had a um i had a 64 norton atlas it was cafe style you know with, with the bent bars and the, the knee grips and the tank and man i loved it it was such a fun bike the passion comes from my pops was definitely a biker he wasn't like a hell's angel biker but like he built and rode harleys and my dad never owned a Norton, but he loved Norton's, something about it. You know what I mean? He just always talked about Norton's. So when I got a little older, um, I, I went out and got myself a Norton. You know what I mean? I loved it. It was, it was so fun. The loudest. It looked, those They're are newer. So ones. nice. 
that top one's a newer Norton, but that's like what my bike looked like, you know, because mm. that top one there or the one right in the middle right there is mm. made to look like, uh, oh, there you go, Norton Atlas 920. So it's kind of like that. Mine was more cafe than that. Like the, the bars are completely bent down, you know, around I the see. front forks and like say the Neger tank, but those look a lot like them. But, uh, you know, that thing just rumbled. You had to be careful where you started it. <laughs> if you started it on too smooth a cement and turned around for even a second, that thing would be rumbling down the street. Like literally, <laughs> it's like, you know, vibrating down the street. Um, I also had a, a 1948 Panhead, which is a Harley Davidson, mm. uh, open belt suicide shift all that stuff built it from the ground up with some with some friends and stuff man that was quite a bike too i, I sold that to um get my first glass lathe and plus uh rose was pregnant with junior and all that so it was kind of you know time to i i sure wish i still had it It was a badass bike but uh glass lathes are not cheap they started oh, to no, yeah that's probably I mean, one of the biggest expenses yeah. honestly next to a oh, yeah. not to mention you know, a torch, your hoses, your tanks, oh, blah, 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 blah. Trust oh, me, I wanted one. Quick. So I, I sold it and, you know, for about $14,000, I got myself where I wanted to be with a glass blowing. So, you know, so. My, I come from the, like the same background. My dad taught like motorcycle safety for, I think, oh, awesome. pretty retired 28 years or something. Uh, yeah, Safety dad, between like cops and stuff too. So it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely like, I even... I have a Norton tattoo. I had a dog named Norton. And Go Time, uh, one of the parents is Norton, which is Sour Diesel times cheese. So <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely oh, a great shit. So, but, you know, so. I've been looking for a nice cheesy cut. Yeah. A, a huge part of this is my pops, too. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's a way of remembering my dad and keeping him around me and alive and stuff. Like, so he never owned a Norton, but he just freaking loved him for some reason like say he was a harley guy you know old old harley stuff like that but you know he always talked about norton's and god forbid we saw one or you know <laughs> so it's it's about that too so i kill asks uh what's been your favorite creation of the last two or three years man that's a tough one because I, I i can never sm smoke the, the same thing over and over I'll smoke less quality weed just to switch out. You know what I mean? Like I can't smoke the same bud like for a week straight or something like that. It kind of, for me, it kind of takes the magic out of it a little bit. I don't know. You know, that uh, every bud is so different. Your nug box. What's that? The nug oh, box. Yeah. You yeah, the the nug jar. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, top of my head when you said that question, I, I was thinking hit girl, you know? Mm. You know, it's it's some fire and man, it's uh it's very much like the hammer. You know, it'll it's the first weed that I smoked in a long time. Like we we cropped it and dried it, and I just ripped down three fat bong hits in a row. I'm all about bongs. I don't smoke joints, I don't smoke dry pipes. And like a lot of my friends are always like, Jinx can take a bigger bong hit than anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, snap it through one hit. And I just bam, snap down three fat hits because my tolerance especially then was pretty high and at the end of it i was like this is like the first time i've said this since like i was 13 but i'm almost too high <laughs> i mean like i felt like it was the first time i did a dab or something <laughs> like, i'm fucking too high like, <laughs> so probably hit girl the, the flavors and the 
the, the euphoric body feeling of it. But like I say, it's a, that's a tough question because it always changes for me, which is a huge reason I do the random nug jar. And, you know, even if I had a quarter ounce of something bomb, I would still set it aside and go smoke something else. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, you know, so. On a tighter kind of a note, what's, uh, uh, what are flavors that you do like to breed for? Like what, what, um, yeah. Like what do you, when you find it, what do you like more of? Well, I always kind of mix it up cause I'm not just breeding for me. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I love, there's a, a side of the hammer that's maybe this, this strictly a, oh, good. <laughs> we lost our, uh, our jinx proof dank tank. Thank Bank Instagram and uh, Rose just informed me that she got it back. It's not my nice. my other account, but that was good because that's our business account. But um, you know, like I said, I don't just breed for me; I breed for everybody. So my personal favorite, like like say on the the gooberry side of Hammer, it, there's one pheno that's just berries, and it's just like I would I would smoke it if it didn't get you high at all. You know what I mean? I mean it's like smoking dried berries. It's just so berry 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 it's just you know it's like it's almost like smoking candy or something but you know i love the sours i definitely love the gas and so i never uh, am too specific about it because everybody out there wants something and i'm not just breeding for me you know what i mean like say years ago when we we did a couple little strands it was mostly just for fun and for us and to have something different you know because you couldn't just go out and buy a pack of seeds when i was a kid and everybody kept the fact that they grew weed a secret so you couldn't hit your homies up for clones because <laughs> everybody lied to each other. Like, oh, I'm growing weed, bro. Mm. You, know? <laughs> Cause, you know, you got your ass in trouble back then, you know? So, <laughs> right. so, and things were a lot different back then. I've mentioned a few times, like when I was a kid, sometimes we actually sought out strains that weren't that stinky because mm. carbon filters didn't exist. You know what I mean? And to have 20 plants in your basement, you couldn't stink up the whole damn block with chronic ass weed. So, you know, we actually looked for strains that were chronic, but didn't smell too much. You know what I mean? So that we could actually grow without getting in trouble and stuff. Like I had a buddy give me a, a cut of the true Northern lights, the absolute real old school Northern lights finished in 48 days. But that stuff, I'd be like four blocks from home, drive my car. I'm like, oh shit, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm stinking up the whole side of this town with four plants or something. <laughs> I got rid of that shit because I say that's gonna get you in trouble, yo. <laughs> so you know, it's, do you it's, ever do you ever miss some of those old uh, uh, phenotypes? Or uh, how do I say this? Like uh, people are always talking about the skunk and West Engine. As soon as I mentioned the word skunk, he's been like, oh, uh, uh, of course. So do you ever think about working with some of that old, really, really stinky ass shit? Or yeah, if I could get a good strong, it's got to be um, super stable, especially <laughs> if you're going to breed it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, skunk was a huge part of my generation. It's it's been around a lot longer than some of these, what I would call kids, you know, these kids realize, you know, just like the old school cat piss, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, when you open that bag and it just smells like a cat took a piss, you know, and it's so <laughs> funny because it's funny because in weed, there's smells we like love that we hate in real life. Like if I right. came to your house and it smelled like cat piss, 
because your cats were pissing. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah. disgusting. What's wrong with him? <laughs> uh, but if you cracked open a jar and that shit smelled like cat piss, I'd be like, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> you know some of the, the, the more funky strains, same thing. I got one that's straight onions right now, like yeah. sauteed onions. Yeah, same thing with skunk. If your house smelled like a skunk because you had a pet skunk or something, like that's gross. <laughs> Go over there. Do you know yeah. who uh, Nick Risden is, Jinx? I know the name. Uh, sure. Lime Rising Farms. I got to meet him at last month's Regen Conference. They're actually having the Regen Conference now in Maine. Uh, but uh, he might actually be there uh, right now in Maine. But anyway, regardless, right. at last month's Michigan one, I got to interview him. And, uh, uh, you know, got to meet the guy. He was a pretty, pretty chill guy, right? Anyway, uh, he had a lot of interesting stuff to say. He's a dog breeder. He's he's worked with uh, bourbon for years and years. So he had this kind of intersectional understanding of, you know, flavor and breeding and everything else. And uh, we, we were goofing off about uh, flavors. And he was talking about some of the stuff that he's super into is really, really foul, like death and cheese and foot cheese and all these different things. And we were <laughs> laughing because we were like, the context really matters because if it was a stinky guy walking by, no, thank you. No, no, not at all. But if it's the wheat, he can't get enough of it. And so we were just laughing so hard. Cause it's like, like um, yeah. a lot of the strains that have the name breath in them, like that always grosses Rose out. Like meat breath, grandpa's breath. I really <laughs> like peanut butter breath. That's disgusting. Yeah, he That's was talking about halitosis and so on. <laughs> uh, That's, um, That's, I mean, halitosis in real life is probably amongst my least favorite aromas. Oh, right? Yeah. But that is funny because you mentioned the dog breeding thing. Was I was um, I was a professional dog handler for a while. Another you know strange thing that Jinx proof did. And uh, and uh, I don't know if we can. Yeah, it doesn't want to. That was my boy Mercury. Yeah, we can see. I got him to, um, he was the number one show dog in America in 1996. So, of, of, of all breeds, not just pit bulls. It was pretty cool. So, traveled all That's a big accomplishment for a pit bull, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he was the sweetest guy. He, was, he, he came from a, um, a grand champion. And there can only be one grand champion a year. Like you can have thousands of dogs that become champions or grand champions, but he, his dad was a national grand champion and the nationals is the super bowl of dog showing. So only one dog a year can be crowned national grand champion. And his dad was, so I took him to the nationals. We got uh, pulled out into the line for the final circle, but uh, a, a beautiful female dog actually took it. So, but yeah, the point when you go to a dog show, if you win, you get a, a certain amount of points, and then you get a point for every dog in the ring. So they keep track of that, and that's that's how they dictate who is the number one dog in America. Like you know, so even though he wasn't the national grand champion, he he held the position for like nine months or something like that. It was pretty cool. So when you were telling him afterwards, hey, who's the number one good boy? You were literally telling him the truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. of us are just faking it. Like yeah. uh, when we say you're the number one good boy, you're the best boy in the world. We're just yeah. like, we're just kind of, we're just yeah. estimating, right? Yeah. Well, it was a good deal for him because <laughs> when you have a dog like that and he's a male, all kind of people seek out stud service. Hmm. <laughs> and I was super picky because when you have a dog, your puppies get reported on your pedigree. So I get a report, like you know, his name was Mercury, like Mercury sired 10 champions. 
you know, Mercury Sired one champion, which is not good for your pedigree. You know what I mean? So I was super, super picky. I didn't, I didn't puppy mill him or nothing like that. But, uh, I mean, basically he got to, he got to get it on with a couple supermodels. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we got paid for it. So it was pretty funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's, He's like, like well, I have you know, I'm going to work. Oh yeah. What'd you get here? What'd you get here? What'd you get here? <laughs> I love it. He was a lot of fun. He's, he's passionate. <laughs> yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the, I don't know, that's the best and worst thing about dogs. It's one of the hardest things to deal with is that they have such short lives, but at the same yeah, time, yeah. you get to meet so many more of them. So I don't yeah. know. That's... He got almost to 16, and wow, um, I still had him when I met Miss Rose, which I, I'm, I'm really happy about. Like, he was, my, my son was a baby with him, and, you know, Rose, you know, lived with him, like, you know, he was a part of her life too, not just this thing I get to tell her about or, you know right. what I mean? So, so I'm That's happy awesome. for that. So, but yeah, I definitely miss him. He was a lot of fun. He was total, like the, the anti-stereotype of pit bulls. You know what I mean? He was just like total goofball. I mean, he was very intimidating. You know, he had a head like a bowling ball and he was just ripped, you know, and just ripped, you know, but I mean, I'd leave him in a room full of babies. No problem. You know, mm. <laughs> it's funny. Cause once in a while I put on my uh, Instagram, it just says, just in words, it says, uh, I too am one of those people who believes that pit bulls should not be left alone with children. But there's two pictures and you have to swipe the picture. Most people don't swipe the picture and oh, it lights a fire. Oh, everybody starts sticking up for pit bulls and telling me I'm stupid and I'm wrong and all this. But when you swipe the picture, it's a picture of a white pit bull that's been drawn all over with a Sharpie by a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, like the reason you can't leave a pit bull alone with a kid, you know, <laughs> the kid will take advantage of it or, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't swipe the picture, bro. <laughs> right. Pretty funny. Uh, a lot of dog lovers here, honestly. Uh, who's, uh, who was I going to ask? Oh, Alcoholic is asking. Uh, he's basically asking you what kind of light you like. So he's asking uh, what light uh, to create the best terps? You said HPS, LED, or CMA for terps and resin, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you prefer? I use a kaleidoscope. I have high pressure sodium, I have halide, and I have LEDs. Hmm. Um, to be totally honest with you, I have, I have got the LEDs because companies were sending to me for free. <laughs> you know, hell yeah. I mean, you know, I use one called a. The first LED I ever got for free was Lush Lighting. And I don't even think they're a company anymore. You know, I haven't heard anything about, they were the first like LED on the market. Mm. And they were, you know, they're only about that wide, you know, about that wide. They were $1,800. But like, if you're going to send me a couple for free, I'll take them. I didn't, I I didn't think too much of them. Tell you the truth. I used them to light up the dark corners of my room. You know, they weren't, they weren't all that. But since then, LED has come so far. So I have some from BC Blonde, and they're about that wide. And then they come with another one, and you bolt them together. Hmm. And I love the fact that they're super bright. They have uh, what they actually call it a pink spectrum because it has blue and red together. So it creates you know, a pink spectrum. And, uh, man, they're super bright. My plants seem to love them. Um, so yeah, I have those. I have a, a black cell market LED, which uh, the, it's it's a bulb, so it it does get very hot, which I don't mm. like that. You know, it's bright as hell, but I don't like the main for me. The main reason to 
to get rid of some of my thousand watts and replace them with uh, the LEDs was the heat factor. And of course, the electricity factor. But so and then uh, I think they're called Next Light. Just sent me some lights. I'm going to try them out. The, in the box, they're very impressive. You know, I haven't hung them up yet. So, but oh, like, say, you know, that's next. They're just the one pure white light, no nanometers or anything, right? I don't know much about it. To tell you the truth, they asked me, could they send me some? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, of course. You know, so. Honestly, there's been a lot of folks who have tried to show, I think, a significant improvement in, in much of this and much of that when you actually do add a little bit of red light or blue light or whatever. But I don't think there's a huge difference. I think uh, a lot of times when you just run really good white light, you'd probably get probably 99% of the yield that you got with the other one. You know, like I ran straight, just old school thousand watt halides forever. I never switched my lights out for sodium during bloom or any of that, like so many people did, especially back in the day. And I got as much yield and just as chronic as anybody else. I don't really bed, like, you know what I mean? I've so. never really liked HPS. Um, I like metal halides. What about double-ended? Have you ever uh, seen double-ended HPS uh, smashed? Yeah, I had a few. Um, same thing, actually. Some company sent them to me. They sent me oh. six of them, which I did not expect. Holy but shit. I didn't like the fact that I, I couldn't vent them. They, you know, like they didn't have the hole in each end. Yeah, and the ballast, the ballast was connected to the, the metal, um, the shade, mm. or whatever. I can't think of the correct word for it, but so that's like just going to heat my room maybe? up even even more. You know what I mean? So it was some company, like they were out of business in like nine months or something. Mm. I ended up giving them all away. Tell you the truth, the people that really needed them, stuff like that. Well, you can have that, bro. You know what I mean? Because mm. like I said, that shit's going to make my room hotter. My goal is to, uh, you know, if you have a decent sized room. You, you know, you've got to be able to vent your lights, you know, not just your room, you know. So, so I never ended up uh, using those. They're way too hot. So, mm-hmm. but people like the double ended. I know people that swear by them. It's like the, you know, I'm kind of like, style. if it, if it ain't broke, I can full, fix it, you know. Full so, climate control, whatever else. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. think that uh, for the dollar for dollar at the moment, yeah, Michigan for the wind is saying it right now. I love my 630-watt LEC CMH. I'm, I'm serious. I like You can get the big, broad hood ones. Yeah. There's a couple of companies that make them. Uh, I don't know all the different current brands right now. But anyway, uh, if you can get the ones that are not really close together because then it has that uh, double-ended uh, effect and you got to put it way up on the ceiling somewhere. But if you have a nice, broad hood, you can put that basically within LED distance of your canopy. So like three feet, something like that, maybe a little bit over three feet, something like that will be perfect. And you get a little bit of that heat from the CMH. You get that perfect light on there. Beautiful spread. Fuck, yeah. you get such colors and turps and everything yeah. else. If you can basically get like good quality LEDs, you can, I think, match that and then exceed it with yield. But I don't, I don't know that you can ever exceed it with quality yet. I haven't seen it yet, personally. Yeah, like I said, my, mine's a kaleidoscope. I have a little bit of everything, yeah. and and I'm a big time plant rotator. Like you're going to this end of the room, you know, and we always shuffle them around. So I can't say like, well, I left this dude over here under this light. It's so much better, you know, because, you know, according to size or who needs more light, I'm always shuffling them and moving them around and shit like that, too. So, you know, but, you know, the the BC blondes, like say, um, they're bright. That's for damn sure. My plants seem to love them. You know, yeah, I'm actually starting to play with like, that's something I want to play with is more of spectrum, um, the light and Uh add in some of the blues or like you get what your CMHs and stuff. That's like where, cause I have an HLG, it's got the reds and it's got pure whites. I think it's, it's 
It's come so far. It's come so far. Like if you, they, have li- they have lights now. You can control from your phone. <laughs> I was just gonna say, if you could control a grow light, like you could control one of those Philips Hues or something. Would you do that, Jinx? Mm, like no, I'm old school. You know what just I mean? Like I said, I, I like what I'm doing. I'm, you know, like I said, I tried the LEDs because I got them free. You know what I mean? And I was definitely a in a situation where I really need to cool my room down so I didn't have to reduce the size of it. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And they've been working great. I'm happy with them. So I don't know. Like some, um, if it ain't broke, I don't fix it. I mean, there's, you know, like, and it's not an insult when you call people weed nerds, you know what I mean? A lot of weed nerds are always, you know, checking out the newest, latest, greatest thing. And, you know, and that's fine, you know, cool. Go for it, bro. But like I said, I'm, you know, if it ain't broke, I ain't about to fix it. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's <laughs> a good way to look free. at it too, honestly. Uh, <laughs> when you said that, that reminds me a lot of the photography nerds, right? There's a huge, um, they call it gas acquisition syndrome, gas or gear acquisition, gear acquisition syndrome. I'll get it eventually, uh, a short for gas basically, or short gas. Uh, it's this basically well-known concept where cameras are never good enough. And you always are needing another lens that you don't currently have, where you yeah. need another tripod attachment or a fucking dingly Bob filter polarity, yeah. whatever the fuck, right? You constantly having to spend money. You're telling yourself you're going to be a better photographer. And then you get that thing. And wouldn't you know it, famously, famously, it doesn't really accept you. Like you get a new camera, doesn't really make you a better photographer. Uh, Get a new lens, doesn't really make you a better photographer, on and on and on. But I think we do that in in, uh, growing too without having realized it yet, maybe. You know, I don't know. What do you think? Is that true? Is there there something to that? Because you're saying like, man, I like to keep it simple. There's a lot of people that are constantly chasing a weasel. Yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, I go to tons of shows and a lot of these shows – the booths are giving stuff away free. You know what I mean? And I, and I've, I've seen young farmers walk by and they got like two giant bags. They're just fucking full of stuff. You know and I'm just like? Are you going to go home and use all that shit? <laughs> Your plants are going to be like, what the hell's happening? You know? <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. Cause you know, it's exciting. You're a young grower. You're still learning. You're trying to, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've seen kids go out to the car, come back in and fill the bags up again. I've even seen like, yeah, uh, tables like, bro, you already came by here and got some, you know, what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, like I said, I don't, that's not my jam. Like I say, I don't really use much because I'm all about the living soil. You know what I mean? So I only, I have three things that come out of a bottle, um, fish shit, which, you know, I use casually, um, herb natural, which I love. And then I've recently been using uh, the rooted leaves, um, Calmac. You know, so I used to really like um, General Organics CalMag, except they got bought up by Monsanto, and I hate that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, exactly. Sure everything, everything else is already stirred into the dirt. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you, if, you know, it's very rare. If you make good super soil, it's very rare you're gonna be like, oh my god, I'm I'm lacking in this or I'm lacking in that. I need some magnesium or you know what I mean? Blah blah blah. So, you know, so, yeah. Uh, and I think maybe I'm missing one detail because sub would always throw out his soil and start over. I think you're basically mixing it up and keeping it as a living soil. Is that right? I do not. I, I build it fresh, but, um, Rose likes to recycle the root balls for her gardens or for her roses, or like I say, our vegetable garden. And, you know, then it kills it. Cause I wouldn't grow vegetables in straight super soil. 
it'd be crazy. It'd be way too hot. But by the time I've, you know, watered them that many times, got them out, and there's enough stuff washed out, but there's still enough stuff left in there that it makes really good um, garden dirt. You know what I mean? I share it with the... Oh, with I the, compost them right in my dirt pile. I mean, uh-huh. from my cannabis outdoors. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I'm not huge. I don't grow a ton of plants. So it's not like, say, we're a pretty small mom and pop company. So it's, you know, it's not that many root balls. Like say, a lot of people uh, assume, you know, that I'm like, I own this giant warehouse or that I've got these massive farms. I totally don't, you know what I mean? I say my grow room's probably 20 by 20. And then I have a, a tent I also use. That's how I do it. That's how I keep, prefer to keep it. You know what I mean? So I sure and we have a, Vietnamese neighbor she's like uh, I show her sometimes on my Instagram like her yard it's incredible sometimes uh, you know she wants those red balls or stuff too so between her Rose and um uh, our son also has a, a, a vegetable garden that he likes to do too so he'll collect them too so you know I was gonna ask you that earlier actually now that I think about it um so one of the guys that's at that regen conference Kevin Jodry uh he was talking about how one of these days housewives are going to flip a switch and are going to start growing weed. And some of them are going to be doing it just for giggles because they're going to be like, well, I'm growing weed now. <laughs> and they're, you know, circle group. And <laughs> the other wives are going to be like, well, why you don't, why, why haven't you told us? Uh, but basically he was saying like these award-winning geranium and rose club winner, you know, like basically these chicks basically have been, you know, with like they've been, they've been avid horticulturists. For 20 years or whatever, right? Yeah. It's going to be some middle-aged bank manager who's like the champion of roses in her state. And she's going to start growing dank weed. And so I guess... Because the bitches just, on the PGA drove me to it. I needed to smoke. That's it. Because she needed to freaking get high before the yeah. goddamn PTA. Well, you know, women women are definitely um, understated and overlooked in this industry. That's for sure. You know, like I was saying earlier, like Rose isn't a cannabis farmer. But man, she she knows more about gardening than I do. Like, say you want to you want to step to her with some roses, she'll be like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she like say our back deck has eighty pots, eighty eight zero, and it's mostly roses or you know really hard to grow flowers and you know stuff like that. So she's like, I like, wish your motherfucker would. <laughs> please, yeah. Like, say our, our, our vegetable gardens are out of control. We have. We have to give vegetables to the entire damn neighborhood because you can't eat a zucchini that big, <laughs> you know, or 6,000 tomatoes or, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of like that with any industry, really, with tattooing or music or, you know, mm. you know, but so, but yeah, just, you need some, uh, you need some Rose advice, hit up Miss Rose. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, do you think that, um, Again, sorry if I'm talking like I'm a half lizard or something. I'm getting over a cold. Uh, do you think that the growth scene is going to change over time? I don't know. Is that something you think about at all? Because like you, you have a very much like I, I'm doing my thing vibe. But like, you know, I'm just always kind of wondering who's going to be growing in a couple of years. Who's going to be growing it in 10 always years, has, 15 years. And it always will, in my opinion. You know, I just hope it doesn't get um, too overrun by money. You know what I mean? Like, especially once, uh, I have no doubt that weed will become federally legal in America, not because of the beautiful benefits of cannabis, but because of the money, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't believe the amount of taxes that have been paid in Washington. There's a website, they actually report it and you can see it. It's crazy money. You know what I mean? I think, you know, like when you got states like Oklahoma 
and Texas on the verge. Like I have a friend who did three years in prison in Oklahoma for having to ate the weed. Now, now Oklahoma is like there's a store on every block, but it's because of the money. So that that for me, that's my biggest fear is that it's going to get taken over by Budweiser and Marlboro and all this independent guys who, you know, who've done OK with it and managed, you know, like it's nice for me because, like, say, especially having a, a special needs son, you know, I'm not at some job eight hours a day and then come home and get to see my kid for a couple hours before I have to go to bed and get get back up and get to work and, you know. And live, you know, we ain't rich, but we do manage to live independently, which is fine with me, you know. So, hopefully, uh, that that's my biggest fear is, is big money taking over because unfortunately, big money usually takes over everything. Like Monsanto has already bought, um, I think they Gabina, bought my that's one Montana of the reasons why I'm always ashamed to recommend the light that I like. like I'd be happy to, dude, I'd be a, happy to recommend this one light, but it's yeah, owned by the devil, you know what I, I mean? I was at a show. And I was walking around just doing live feed on Instagram and I came up to General Hydroponics and we were talking a little bit. And I was like, do you mind if I put you on the spot? You know, he's like, oh, of course not, bro. I'll go for it. And I was like, well, everybody says y'all been bought up by Monsanto. And he did not expect that to be the question. He's like, oh, well, um, well, actually, we got bought up by Bear. Yeah, Bear it's even owned. worse. It's Bear actually is, worse than Bear, that. Bear <laughs> is owned by Monsanto. You know, I think it's the other way around, but Bayer was the guys, they made the chemicals that actually literally whatever the chemicals they're, they're that the ran the Nazi thing, war you know, machine. They, they made the bombs. Yeah. They and BASF, they killed all the Jews. Like there's a phrase called if it's Bayer, it could be better. Basically. Yeah. It's just well, one of the world's thing, worst really, corporations. Same company. They own each other. However it works. You know what I mean? It's yeah, exactly. Who really gives a shit which end of the Hydra eats yeah. the other end? You know what I mean? It's still you know, a fucking Hydra. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't care. I'm, I can't. You know, like I said, I used to love um, General Organics CalMag, which is General Hydroponics Company. Their CalMag, it was like zero one zero. I love the numbers because it didn't affect my program. It was derived from molasses, so you're giving you're getting your carbs in there at the same time. And my plants really liked it, you know. But that's that's. I haven't used it since. You know what I mean? So. You could probably. <laughs> it's a pity that Coot's not on here. You could probably use. Uh, uh, fuck, is it called? Um, I think it's a soy amino something or other uh, product. It concentrates. Oh, you're up in oh you're up in Seattle, huh? Yeah, but I'm uh, there's that. a place down here in in Oregon called Concentrates.com. Okay. It's a wonderful farm store, and they they uh, they ship actually around the country. Oh, uh, yeah. They ship you know fish, hydrolysate, whatever else too. And uh, what for sure, I'm sure, but there's something up there too. You know, obviously. Yeah. But there's a bunch of different like soy amino things that essentially don't really have any uh, significant MPK, but have a tremendous amount of, for example, calcium, uh, what else, uh, protein, ammoniacal nitrogen, so and so forth. So it's like a feed in a bottle, pretty much. You know? Yeah, I've actually switched to um, the Rooted Leaf, which is a great company, great people. Uh, the guy Nick, that I don't know if he's the owner or whatever, but you know he he's definitely one of the guys up there. And then dudes. Uh, growing scientist you know i i I like challenge you to ask him a question he can't answer you know what i mean dude's a genius it's a great product they're great people it's organic you know so i'm I'm really happy with that so i like i've done a few live shows with him and it's just uh the dude's knowledge is just out of control (laughs) you know what i mean so yeah so uh agnes beckett is asking what's your best pm resistant strain for sun grown you know, a ton of people tell me that their nine pound hammer is a 
mildew resistant. Um, the Mendo Dope Boys, you know, they grow huge plants outdoors. Um, like, I mean, huge plants, like you could stand on the bottom branch, you know, and not break it off kind That's of plants. Awesome. You know I mean, they say the same thing, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, Rose? Any others? PM resistant that people give us a lot of good feedback on? Oh, apparently nine pound punch too, which is from the nine pound hammer. That sounds delightful. So, sounds I've never had a, uh, I've never had the opposite. Like I've never had somebody like, oh, bro, this, this strain just loves the mildew, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, there's no such thing as a, a, a mildew proof plant, you know, but sure. definitely, uh, definitely resistant and, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, outdoors, it's harder because you're not as in control of your environment. You know, in in my opinion, if you've got powdery mildew inside, you know, it's most likely your environment and stuff like that, you know, so. Hmm. No, I dig it. Yeah. Knock on wood, I've never had powdery mildew until this point indoors. You know, I hope I don't... uh, Jinx myself, no, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, uh, you know, by well, saying so, but that's the uh, fucking curse of spider mite, right? Fuck, <laughs> I'm not gonna fuck with that one. Yeah. Jinx, I had spider mites for almost a year after basically oh, telling everybody on my show, like the whole year, like, oh, I've, 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 I finally conquered them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, t- I got rid of them. Oh, I capped their asses, man. They're fucking, they're dead. They just kept coming back and coming back yeah. and, co- and just teaching me humility at every single possible <laughs> opportunity, right? Like ruining yeah. crop after crop, like at yeah. week nine, you know, oh, wouldn't you know it? Fucking webs. You know? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a very a big problem here in Seattle. Spider mites are crazy everywhere. And the biggest thing I recommend is here is uh, once you take down your crop, you know, completely clean up your room. If you got to bleach it or whatever you got to do to get it clean. Turn every light you have on 24 hours and like, don't put anything in there for like, if you can handle it for like two weeks, you know what I mean? Just let it blaze and do its thing and dry out and, you know, and then it'll, cause all you need is a couple spores in there and bam, here we go again. You know what I mean? So like I say, but every, everywhere is different. You know what I mean? Like say environment and it can be a strain too. The one time I've had a powdery mildew was through a widow strain, I'm not, you know, I don't want to put me on blast and say which one it was, but, uh, and it was all over Seattle and everybody was like, oh yeah, that one, it's, it's systemic. It's not because your environment, you know, powdery mildew is, it can be a systemic disease, meaning it's coming from the plant itself, you know, from inside without. So it's, it's not always environment. It can be strain specific and stuff like that too. So, but those are the, you know, those are the, you know, those are the things that make you a grower. You know what I mean? Figuring that mm-hmm. stuff out, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, how to solve problems, you know, what not to do. <laughs> you know, like, ooh, that was right. a bad idea. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, I'm 53. I started when I was 20. So I've been through it. <laughs> You've probably tried just about everything right I've, and wrong had, both, haven't you? I've had crops I don't want to talk about. You know, <laughs> you have to, right? I'm always saying, basically, if you don't no, fail at some point, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Right. Like uh, there's that whole statement, which is terrifying, kind of. But they basically say if at some point during the day you're not terrified, you're also still not trying hard enough. Yeah. Uh, everyone has a different tolerance, I yeah. suppose. So, you know, take yeah. it as you will. But like if you if you're not fucking up from time to time, you definitely yeah. are not trying hard enough. That's yeah. for sure. It, it teaches you humility and stuff, too. So it's just part of the game. That's part of life. That's yeah. in, in, not just cannabis. That's anything. You know what I mean? It's true. So. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, nobody can get their way forever, right? Nobody, unless yeah. you're Richie Rich or somebody and just never get to say, yeah. nobody ever gets to say no to you or something. That's that's yeah. pretty rare, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're going to fuck up. You're going to yeah. stub well, your toe. I don't know. As, as hopefully you just learn from it. Like say you win some, you learn some. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> I dig it. It's been a great interview. I really appreciate it, Jinx. I think yeah, uh, the audience has really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think uh, I've certainly enjoyed it. Uh, have you, I don't know, West Engine, you've been quiet, dude. Any questions for, for our guest? Uh, Man, I don't know. No, you guys handle it pretty good, man. Uh, Cheers, yeah. Me and me and Wes, we're not really cool with each other. No, he's <laughs> <laughs> Canadian. It's, it's, it's old no, school beef from back in the day. Beef, yeah, man, from down the Caribbean. You wouldn't even know, man. <laughs> I'm just trimming plants here, man. Had to do with this one chick and a couple plants. of lobsters. So just, I will, he, he, I will still, he still owes me for a conk and a, and a bag of ganja. So. <laughs> give you a little uh, insight on. Uh, some uh something with jinx proofs life and rose isn't on screen right now but she can hear she's sitting over there listening to us and stuff today is um rose and i's 18th anniversary are you serious happy anniversary before i met rose i thought i would never say that you know <laughs> you know you find a keeper you do what you can to hold on so <laughs> Right, with plants or people or anything yeah. else, right? <laughs> Women. <laughs> That's it, man. She's a keeper. Right? Sure. How she tolerated my ass for 18 years is like, that should be a bug. That's what we should be asking, yeah, <laughs> because we have challenges of growers. We're like, how do you find <laughs> Jinx, how many ninja challenge you think have happened in the 18 years? Well, it's when definitely start that. It started on Instagram, that's for sure. I can't remember. How long do you think we've been doing that? Probably about five years. Uh, That's so it's, funny. It's pretty funny. I make other people do it too. You know, yeah. <laughs> she's my main victim. But uh, <sighs> um, we were actually at a restaurant one time and we were walking out and uh, I could tell like the, the table next to us, a bunch of young guys and stuff. I could tell like they were kind of like pointing like I was like, oh, those people know who we are. You know, so on the way out, <laughs> they stop and they've got a bunch of straws all peeled and ready. And they're like, Jinx. Will you make Miss Rose do the ninja challenge? It's so funny. I was like, Miss Rose? Like, you all have to do it. I like totally nailed them all. But, but uh, I think it was the same time we were there, and it was the one ninja challenge. I didn't post it because mm -hmm. I freaking nailed her in the eye. Like it, it was mean. It was brutal. Like if, if I had posted it, people would have like, bro, you're a dick. <laughs> like, open eye, big fast. <laughs> so lame. Uh, and if anyone doesn't know what the ninja challenge is, he takes like half of a straw off and leaves the other half of the wrapper off and then yeah. blows it. Yeah, you have to block it. Like I just did it uh, yesterday or the day before, and she's like, pow, just knocked it right out of the air. You know? so, <laughs> so it's it's not a total victim thing, but it's pretty funny. Like, so I do it to people at shows or, you know, just any of my homies that you know, like me and Drange might happen to be out to lunch. My brother might be in town visiting me. I'll make him do it. Or, so and everybody's like, when's Jinx going to do it? When's Jinx going to do it? You know what I mean? And I always tell Rose, I'm going to wait till you're out of town. And then like me and Dwayne are going to do it, Drange, but he's going to be like, <laughs> One, two, three. No big deal. <laughs> We're gonna cheat. 
So no. now if we ever like if we ever have like <laughs> dueling booths at shows, we're gonna have to have ninja challenge duels. It's gonna be you like know, people on the other side. <laughs> I've wanted to do something at a show with it, <laughs> but I can see the retaliation over the straws. Like if I did like mm. 50 of those at a show, people like, Dude, race. The, the, the turtles, the turtles, or you know, <laughs> in the ocean, you know what I mean? Like Okay, reusable have- straws. Yeah, All I right. Have a, like, well, we're just gonna have to escalate to uh, spitballs. Yeah, I did one at a show, and this girl <laughs> cut up, walked up to me, and wanted to do it. Like she asked, "Can I do it?" I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" And she had a soda, so it wasn't like she just you know was wasting a straw. Like she just went and bought a soda and came over, and yeah, we did it. It was pretty funny, but <laughs> it's true. Straws most of my, are most of my crew have done it. You know, I used to a huge part of my Instagram used to be uh, scaring the shit out of Miss Rose, like while she's blow dry her hair. <laughs> But it's happened so many times now, I can't scare her. Like, I'll, yeah. rock, you know, I'll sneak up, dun, 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 rah! She's like, you know. <laughs> I think I've killed a certain Desensitized. Right. I used to, like, people <laughs> loved it. Like, people would actually request it. Like, bro, would you scare Miss Rose today? It just makes me laugh so hard. But the funny thing is, I've done a challenge twice. And I said, okay, whoever scares the shit out of their wife today, the best gets a free pack of seeds. Hmm. Only one dude entered. Everybody else was like, are you insane, bro? My wife would kill me over some shit like that. I'll be on the couch for a month. You know, I'm not like, going <laughs> to say the breeder, but I've seen a breeder do like a milk jug challenge. And the oh, yeah. they people dump milk on other, like their girl or whatever. <laughs> oh, she wouldn't be happy about that. man. Oh, hello. I only push all her seeds. I'm like, bro, that's like a waste. (laughs) It's it's incredible that people do it and they willingly line up to pour milk over each other. It's, I mean, it's equal parts hilarious and and horrifying. Yeah. I only push her so hard. Like, you know, we live in Seattle. We're no, no one's going to suggest it. Yeah. We live in Seattle, but Rose was born and raised in Jersey. Dude, you don't, you don't. Don't want to fuck around. You know, that's what the Jersey girl. You She's going to take you out to the Pine Barrens and leave you, you there. Yeah, you might get your ass kicked. So I, I only push her so hard, you know what I mean? So. That's it. Doesn't Pennsylvania yeah. have, like, one of the haunted, or, like, Jersey, Pennsylvania? I don't know. I, I thought I lost my thought. Uh, <laughs> you're thinking of the Pine Barrens, I want to say. It's, like, the Is most it? remote place. Weirdly, one of the most remote places in the U.S., apparently. Just one of the haunted woods. I just can't remember where the fuck it is. They buried a ton of people there. They have a thing out there called the Jersey Devil. Supposedly mm-hmm. lives out there. But yeah, she's 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 born and raised in Jersey, and she's the second youngest of eight. So you know, you're on your own, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm an East Coaster. Uh, everyone else is either well, two Canadians. Or- Fumi's over near you, but I'm an East Coaster mm. over here, so it's still, it's one twenty-five. Well, oh yeah, <laughs> no, French. Yeah, I was, I, people associate me with Seattle, but I was actually born in Sacramento, California. I just been, been here almost all my life, like about third or fourth grade or something like that. So it's, huh. you know, it's been a forty-five years or whatever it is. But has <laughs> that? Uh, I don't know. You know, that's something I kind of wondered about low key for a, a few years now. If the I don't uh, what am, what am I trying to get to? That there's actually a lot of uh, when we talk about NL five and Alaskan Thunderfuck and all this different stuff. A lot of it actually came from the Northwest. Clackamas Coot has said that many times. The uh, 
Sacred Seed Collective, I think they were called. I'm getting it wrong, wrong right now, but they were basically responsible for dis- disseminating a tremendous variety of all the seeds that became haze and skunk and everything else in the in the later on breeding. Um, do you think that the kind of environment of the Northwest contributed to that? that weed, you know, like, uh, I mean, uh, I've talked about grunge music to friends before and I'm like, dude, I don't know my whole life. I was just like, what even is grunge? I was like, I would, I would try to have people define to me what grunge is. And they're like, Oh, it's this and that. I'm like, do you mean fucking Oregon? I mean, just like, and you know, like I was basically like, you know, plaid shirts and shit. I'm like, that's what everyone fucking wears. What do you want? There's nothing. Well, it's, it's a sound more than a style, mm. you know, a lot of, if you grew up here, there's a million grunge bands that most people have never heard of. Of course, everybody's heard of Nirvana, but you know, it was created, I'd say, more like by Mud Honey and bands like that. You know, I mean, Nirvana wanted, but it's usually that kind of spongy guitar. A lot of times they down tune their guitars, you know, so a little bit flat and stuff, you know. But I mean, if I had to, uh, Crown, so crown, crown a band with the with the grunge thing. It would definitely be Mud Honey, not Nirvana. Nirvana was just a huge band. You know I mean? Nirvana was like an alt, like like he was in the popular. They were in the popular music, but like in the like un, like it was. He was a mix of both. It brought yeah. both worlds together. It was really interesting. Well, they weren't always like their first album, Bleach. Most people have never even heard it. You know, it's the uh, Nevermind that everybody's heard. They have an album before that. I'd say that's you know definitely more grungy and you know but there's a billion bands here like that too and uh you know Soundgarden was a huge part of that that heavy slow you know the deep voice and then of course it got a commercialized you know like Alice in Chains that was a little more commercial version of it so you know stuff like that. It was a system of a down fan yeah if you're gonna check out Mud Honey check out their first record it's the one with a, a song called Here Comes Sickness on it might just be called Mud Honey. I can't remember, but it's it's their first album. It's so good, but yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, so uh, and so in that, like, uh, I mean, I like the way you actually describe the musical freaking uh, grunge and so on. Okay, I'm gonna freaking stop babbling like a crazy person. Do you think the uh, uh, the environment that we live in basically in, influenced the the cannabis genetics that we kind of enjoy? Um, well, I think. Um, Becoming medical and becoming legal and recreational influenced that. Because, like, when 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 I was younger, like, you know, obviously, you know, I sold the weed I grew too, and you know, nobody ever called me and was like, "Is it sativa or indica? Is it blueberry?" Or I mean, the only question they ever asked you would be like, "Is it chronic? <laughs> like, is it bomb?" You know, you know, or some people would say, no offense to you on the board, but they'd say it's not Canadian, is it? Because the hmm. Canadian, we got mad imports right on the Canadian border. Shots fired. Well, the, the, the thing well, was, no. they, they would vacuum pack it. So like a pound of Canadian weed would be like that, you know, because they snuck it up in diesel tires. And it literally tasted like tires, not like the strain did, but from the tires. And, you know, it became this whole thing like it's not Canadian, is it? And, you know, shit like that. So. We didn't have uh, strain names except for um, Northern Lights and Alaska Thunderfuck. Like, you know, strains didn't have names. You know what I mean? Once in a while, you know, you know. And like, when do you think that started? Like, here, when do you start hearing names of strains? Actually, probably was. <clears throat> I started buying like High Times magazine, and definitely once it became legal. You know what I mean? Like, you know, 
you couldn't take a strain to a, a medical cop without a name. You know, like, what is it, bro? Like, if nothing else, you had to make up a name right then and there. You know what I mean? So, but, uh, yeah, like I said, no, when I was a kid, nobody really grew from seeds. And you'd be too scared to pick up a High Times magazine. And only way I would order a pack of seeds is if, like, someone's going to let me send it to their house. Not my house. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, because they busted people through shit like that. Just like the the grocery stores. You know, when I was a kid, I'd send a friend to a grocery store, tell him what to get. And then maybe stop by his house a week later and get it, you know what I mean? Because they, they'd write down license plate numbers and, you know, it's like you had to be super secret squirrel about it. I had a girlfriend for two years before she knew I grew weed, you know, before I admitted it. Because a lot of people got busted through their ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend, you know, some kind of hater, jail, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to snitch you off. Like it was a big deal. You had to be, it was, you know, like say best friends be growing weed wouldn't admit it to each other. <laughs> and, you know, like I said, that made it really hard too because you couldn't just swap clones and shit because you had to admit you grew weed then. You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, one one of the bomb ass strains I had when I was a kid was because I got a seed out of an eighth of weed I bought, <laughs> planted it, happened to be a female. You know, bomb ass indica. You know, so that was it. Didn't have a name. It was just you know, a, finally had a new strain. You know, so it was it was a whole different world. You know what I mean? So, you know. But like I say, you know, who wants to go to prison over weed? <laughs> I don't want to go to prison over anything, you know, so let alone weed. You know? <laughs> it was, like I say, a whole different time. It's better this way. Uh, I think yeah. so. It's so, been a great yeah. chat. Honestly, yeah. I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. So, uh, And by the way, you're welcome to come back anytime. Uh, we're here yeah. like every uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. Uh, we uh, like to have these kind of conversations all the time. Love yeah. to have some more. Uh, one of these days, I'd like to have some roundtable discussions because a lot of times we only have like one breeder on at a time. It'd be great to have a couple on here and just sure. have the breeders honestly shoot the shit yeah. about whatever. So yeah, be happy to have down. you back anytime. Man. I mean, I'm, usually when people say that, I'm like, you know, wait a little while and hit me up. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's always kind of funny inviting yourself on somebody's show or something. I don't know. You know, but I've definitely done a. Uh, this show, shows, man, this show shows. is kind of like Cheers or something. Like yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. People yeah. come on here. And... Yeah. Well, I'm a pretty busy guy. And like I say, with my whole memory and shit and all that, too, I'll be like, how do I, I even get a hold of that guy? I'm traveling a lot. And then my son and my wife. So, yeah. Right. You know, best, best thing is just hit me up once in a while. I'll be like, what's up, man? You feel like kicking it tonight? Or, you know, I know, man. If you give me a notice, obviously that's good. So we can schedule it in and stuff like that. So I'll do it, man. If I can, I will. If I can, I won't. I was, you know, like I said, I'm a computer dinosaur. Thank, thankfully, you uh, answered your Instagram. No worries, man. I was this close to like, forget it. <laughs> I was trying to get to like this Rose, shit. Rose wasn't home. I had her on video phone, but she's at her, like, hanging out with all her sisters and stuff, and she could barely see what I'm showing. I was like, man, <laughs> I'm a, a computer dinosaur. You know what I mean? So I that just kick this thing across the street and turn it on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know i actually forgot to ask you one question maybe maybe on the way out uh do you think that uh cannabis can help with uh, things like epilepsy obviously we're not doctors here or anything right yeah but do you, do you assume basically that it can oh absolutely you? i mean uh, you know it, it's definitely helped me i do um i take indica capsules uh and cbd the cbd can help you um you know, obviously people, it's well known that CBDs can stop uh, seizures. You know, we all know the, the story of the little girl, Charlotte, and you know what it did for her. Um, the indica capsules, 
they don't really get me high like smoking, but they help me sleep. As soon as I became epileptic, sleeping was a nightmare. Like I would just lay in bed and was, you know, to the point of where I was, you know, the doctor was giving me pharmaceuticals, which I really didn't want to take because, you know, they're benzos, whether they're Valiums or Klonopin or Xanax. The biggest side effect of those pills are memory loss, which was the biggest side effect of my epilepsy and my brain surgery. So it's like, you know what I mean? If I want to sleep, I have to um, take these pills, which make my memory even worse. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I do, you know, I do a little bit of some herbal stuff uh, when I really, if I'm really know I'm going to have a hard time sleeping, I'll do some uh, melatonin and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, the, the weed definitely helps me sleep, you know, um, take a couple fat bong and some indica. I like to watch TV in bed, something about it. Just next thing I know, I'm, you know, I'm out. But without it, like I said, if I did sleep, it was just a couple hours and then I'd be restless in bed and come out, you know, out here and watch TV at four in the morning. You know what I mean? Cause I can't sleep. It was, it was a nightmare. <laughs> and you know, it's, you, not, it's not healthy to not sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. The number one, number biggest causes of epilepsy of seizures. If you're epileptic are alcohol and stress and not sleeping is stressful. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, it's, it's not good. <laughs> so, but yeah def definitely helps you know that's that's a fact um i talked to my doctor once he's pretty ignorant about it and he's like well with the kind of epilepsy you have you're going to need like a minimum of five thousand milligrams of cbd a day you know huh. and uh i talked to a friend of mine who's uh a genius about it, actually dung beetle he's so educated about it and you can actually overdose on CBDs to the point of where it's actually um, affecting you, causing damage. It's like the syndrome you can have. He's mm. like, dude, that much CBD a day, a couple times a day is like going to be bad for you. You know what mm. I mean? And he can break it down all scientifically and use the right words. I can't, but you know, it was, it was, so it was an eye opener too. Cause I actually had a few companies like wanted to sponsor me, you know, like, bro, we'll send you a ton of CBDs just show our product online once in a while or something like that. But you know, I don't, I never make agreements when people send me shit. If you want to send me some, whether I show it or not, it's just random. You know what I mean? So I don't sign contracts. But like I said, just, uh, I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to take that much CBD every day and, you know, and being being able to function too. Because CBDs definitely give you that, that body high, that, you know, kind of, you know, that's what stops the seizures is it actually slows you down a little bit. Like if I, if I know I'm having a seizure, I'm supposed to take a, a Xanax and chew it up and swallow it because it slows you down so fast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just kind of the same thing as CBD. So you got to, like anything, you have to moderate it. You know, you can overdose on vitamin C, you know? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah simple you. vitamins, niacin. You take a little bit, it's good for you. Take a lot. Oh, shit, you're blue. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of people don't realize um Vitamin C can cause massive canker sores. Huh. Yeah. So, like, I was taking a good amount of vitamin C when I first became epileptic. And these oranges come out once a year, and they're called sumu oranges. Man, they're the best fruit on the planet. They're those real ugly oranges. Looks like it's covered oh, in quartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can peel one like you this. Pop like, and you freaking. Oh, you can almost hear the orange bouncing around in there. Like, you can literally peel it like that. And then I. I can eat 50 of those a day. Like, yeah. I, I mean, those I can't because they're expensive, stuff. but 
None of those, like pummelos are great, but not compared to a sumo. I know what you're talking about. Maybe using the wrong word for the other one. I was eating a ton of them and taking vitamin C. And all of a sudden, like, I had a ton of fucking canker sores. I was like, the hell? I had a canker sore since I was a little kid. You know what I mean? And uh, so I actually started Googling it and researching it. And the number one cause of canker sores is vitamin C. So obviously (laughs) oranges are loaded with vitamin C. I was eating so many, plus my daily vitamin. (laughs) I stopped eating them and taking vitamin C. Linus Pauling was spinning in his freaking grave. He was like, no more. (laughs) He was this Nobel Prize winner from Oregon. He was like, you got to eat more vitamin C. It'll cure the world. Uh, well, it can. There's certain cancer patients they actually um, give it to them in liquid form through an IV, like massive uh, doses, you know. But I mean, trading canker sores for cancer, who cares? You know what I mean? But you know, like I say, just having canker sores just cuz like that was fucked up. Just <laughs> yeah, me eating oranges. You're like, wait, exactly. no, not like that. Yeah, I haven't had one since I was a little. But kid. I'm healthy, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to kiss. I guarantee that. <laughs> well, you think pirates were felt back in the day in line for lettuce milk and scurvy? Uh, oh, sailors and stuff? Uh, D, were you asking uh, how did sailors feel like eating limes and shit at sea uh, uh, so they yeah. wouldn't get scurvy? Scurvy, yeah. yeah. Dude, they probably felt great about it once they realized that's what they had to do. Yeah. That's why yeah, the, the English were called anger. limeys, right? Because they were just always sucking on limes pretty much. Is that where it from, comes from? <laughs> yeah, that's where it goes from. It's like um, a lot of, back to the bike thing, like when you're like Harley guys call British bikes, like limey bikes and shit like mm-hmm. that. I never knew yeah. where the actual where that. Yeah, because it's the for three hundred years the British Navy was like the biggest navy in the entire world. Essentially, after the Spanish Spanish Armada, uh, yeah. just literally like just blew over in the in the freaking sea. Uh, the English basically were the biggest, and they sailed you know across the world. Um, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was actually a British dude that figured out uh, that you just literally needed some citrus to avoid getting yeah. scurvy. Is that <laughs> crazy? That By the way, I'm watching this show uh, uh, Potent was recommending it the other day, and sure enough, it is fucking hilarious. It's on HBO called uh, Our Flag Means Death. It's fucking epically hilarious. Uh, I don't know, Jigs, if you're into this kind of stuff. I'm just randomly talking about this, but we were talking about limes and sucking oranges and stuff. It's this period pirate piece where this dude, Steve Bonnet, who's this rich like landowner or whatever, decides to leave his life and become a pirate. And he's like a super shitty pirate. So it's like, it's a funny show about pirates. It's, it's really good. So far, there's like one season. It's, it's, it's <laughs> pretty fucking hilarious. People like Fred Armisen are in it and stuff. Uh, what's her name? Um, Tracy, what's her fuck from uh, the Ghostbusters? I can't think of her fucking name. But anyway. Anyway, it is pretty, pretty hilarious. They're just in Boston. There's a few things I wanted to see. And one was the the Bobby Orr statue, you know, the yeah. statue of him flying through the air. Cause that's how he actually hit the puck when he scored the wall, the goal to win the Stanley cup. It was literally like flying through the air as reached down, crack, won the game, you know, it was a yeah. famous statue there. But uh, one of the guys I was with wanted to see the Ghostbuster station. Cause where they filmed the movie Ghostbusters was in a, a fire station <laughs> and we saw it. And I was like, thanks a lot. I was like, thanks a lot. Because the entire weekend, I couldn't get that damn song out of my head. Oh, my God. Of all the songs we walk around, I'm in mean, Ghostbusters. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> then what'd you start humming after that? After that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure, but it took a minute it's to a get rid of it. <laughs> uh, my buddy Derange always comes over and he always hums that damn theme song from Sanford and Son. I was like, I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember that yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like he'll do that. Like, thanks a lot. Like thanks a lot for the next week. I'm gonna be walking around having that damn song. Show we see your My dad loved that damn show. I love me some Red Fox. You big dummy. <laughs> Come here, Lamar. <laughs> I fucking got it. All right. um, I should probably get wrapping it up well, here. Well, Jinx, cheers. It's been oh, a delightful man. interview. I, Thanks, I think man, everybody has just about freaking died laughing. So uh, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for hanging. Happy Absolutely. anniversary to you thank and you. Uh, Miss Rose. Appreciate that. Many more. Uh, uh, it's been a pleasure with the interview. Uh, once again, how can people find you? Let's say you see here. I'll show you your uh, Instagram. It's Jinxproof 2.0. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Indeed. Like so I'm still appealing the other count. It's, it's good because they're still letting me appeal it. So if they stop you from appealing, it means you're, you're done. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. so I'm currently at 2.0. Uh, there's also jinxproofsdankbank.com. Dot net was always uh, corrects me, but uh, uh, just kind of got that S in there. Jinx proofs dang bank dot net. There's also a link in my bio on the Instagram. Um, of course, there's uh, Miss Rose I am too. So, you know, yeah, those are the main that's the main deal. I'm getting working with uh, Mary Jack, and we're probably going to start a Discord pretty soon and stuff too. So, but um. We don't actually people have should one definitely go to your website and check it out because there are people trying to like take your nine pound hammer. We'll say to what? What's that? So I said, make sure you go to Jinx's website and get like either buy it from him or whatever one of your distributors because there's people like oh to buy it from him instead of an illegitimate. Yeah. Distributor. Most gotcha. uh, most nine pound hammer on the market is fake. It's not from me. Um, it's even fake. Like, you know, there's a couple of huge companies um, that buy seeds in bulk from mm. like uh, Spain and stuff like that. And they just put any name on it, whatever's like the flavor of the week. And I'm, I'm a victim of tons of those websites. So um, we used to supply a few seed banks, but we're not that big. And we've grown popular enough that we need to uh, supply our own website instead of wholesaling to other seed banks and stuff like that. So, like, say, ninety-five percent of the people out there <laughs> selling selling my seeds are fake, you know. So, so, I mean, and why bother? Because they're not as cheap as we are. We're still only fifty bucks a pack. Rose always, always has some kind of deal going on. We're buy this, get this free, you know. She's always got some kind of, you know, whatever it might be. But there's always some kind of special going on. So it's it's really a, I don't know why you would buy it from somewhere else either. So any uh. Feminized or auto nine pound hammers, those are all fake too. Those are not for me. So, mm. blah, 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 blah. There you go. <laughs> so, net. Like I say, link in my bio on Instagram. And, you know, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. So, Much appreciated. Right. Well, I appreciate you guys Thank having you, me. Man. It has been a good time. It was fun. It was 
was uh, nice and organic. I like that. You know, yeah, man. You know, instead of all like sometimes right. it's kind of strange, you know. <laughs> right? No, I dig it. Yeah, man. Cool. Cheers. I oh, told you it was going to be a nice, yeah. different vibe. I appreciate yeah. you digging it. I will be at the, um, not this weekend, but next weekend, I will be at the Oklahoma show, too. So there's right on information it. on my um, uh, Instagram about that, too. We're also doing a little meet and greet. We're trying to um, raise some money at the meet and greet for, I don't know if you guys have seen that on Instagram, that little boy that was attacked by six dogs, mm. just about killed him, crushed his skull, had to have skin grafts. So we're going to be doing some uh, fundraising there, too, trying to help that kid out. So check, like I said, there's little flyers on my Instagram. Check that out. Hopefully we'll see some people there. Yeah. Cheers, blah, 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 blah. So, all right. You guys all be safe. Appreciate you. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's party again soon. We'll keep in touch. All right. Thanks, Have brother. a good night, James. Have a good one. Thanks, brother. Good night, James. Peace. I'll mute him as he figures out how to Ugh. leave the room. Uh, I can't uh, kick him because if I do, that won't allow him to come back. So I'm just going to, you know what? I can just put him in the waiting room. There we go. Um, man, that was a fun talk. Holy shit! I didn't think it was gonna go that long, so we could just uh, we just got to keep coming up with new questions and new questions and new questions and new questions. Awesome. The only one missed. The only one we missed is how he picks a male. Fuck! I forgot to ask him. Fuck! I kept it. Oh well. All right, next time. That's yeah, I thought of it right at the end there, but you were already kind of signing mm. off. So I was like, yeah. Yep. He said there'll be next time. So next time. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, get your thinking caps uh, in motion. No, that's a stupid metaphor. Whatever. Get your questions ready or something. That's probably just say that. Just get some questions ready. And uh, next time Jinx comes on, you can ask him intelligent shit. So, if you guys have a question you'd like to... Actually, that goes for anybody. Uh, I should start getting a little more organized with, like, getting guests and actually, like, posting them ahead of time, kind of like Potent does and stuff like that. Because that way people could actually prepare questions ahead of time and stuff. So, all right, I'm going to try to make an effort, ladies and gentlemen, to do that going forward. If you have uh, ideas for guests, if you have ideas for questions for guests, if you have ideas for, uh, well, just that, basically, you know, kind of uh, things that you'd like to know from either specific guests or even not specific guests. So, for example, uh, man, you'd like to know from every single breeder, how do they select males? All right, let's put that in the hat. If that question comes up a freaking ton, you know, we could even have like a series of audience questions that we always know come up. I mean, that's kind of less organic than just waiting for it to come up in the chat. But at the same time, like a bunch of people have been telling me, you know, tighten that shit up. So maybe we will tighten that shit up. So you know what? Yeah, honestly, if you guys uh, have some very uh, uh, pressing questions or if you have uh, uh, questions you'd like to ask me just to, uh, or ask the guests, let me know. Uh, email me, fumidorechronictable.com or tell us on the Discord. Maybe we can even start up like a, well, we do have grow questions, submissions. We'll have to figure something out. Maybe a whole category just for, you know, questions for guests. And then if the same kind of questions come up, we could have like a tight five or a tight 10 uh, of uh, uh, the, questions. Um, Go for it, Smash. There is the request for guests on the show or something right, like right, that. Right. So if there is a guest coming, we can do like in that chat, you write the guest and we do a thread from there. Uh, and it, we should be able to see all the questions off, like, oh, we're having blah, 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 blah this night. And you can hit uh, reply on thread, and it will just thread it out for us in that uh, already made for a guest. 
I dig it. All right. I think I think we all understand each other, at least in our highness, we probably do. I feel like when you're high, everyone just mm. gets it. Yeah, everybody's high with you. Yeah, you're that's right. That's it. We're just like, yeah, yeah man. Yep. That's it. Like Always sweet is saying serious question. She's asked this before, so I think this is actually a serious question. She says, where do the farts go? And actually, the serious answer is up. Because the fart gases are like methane, and they're actually higher lighter than rises. air. So they go pretty much, yeah, exactly, hot air, combined with the fact that a lot of it's methane. It literally goes up. So if you have significantly tall friends, bad news for them. Um, yeah. If you have a pet giraffe. Really, you're abusing it. Apple fruit is huge. You? I only fart on giraffes. That's what she said. You only fart on giraffes? <laughs> Somehow I feel like that that's probably a thing. I bet that that's a thing. Ladies and gentlemen, by the way, I did not get to share the fact that I think I just ashed all over my fucking keyboard. That we fart on giraffes. Exactly. We, uh, it's a new thing. It's a new thing we're going with now. Uh, the first beer of the evening for me, ladies and gentlemen, was a Helles Schlentenferla. I don't know, what is this? Then? Oh, sh- Kaiser. What is this? Schlentenferla. Um, I can't remember. Lager beer from uh, Heller Bamburg. Is no, that Eschewitz-Kaiser just slumper? Uh, basically, like, uh, well, I don't know. You know what? The only person that ever gives my, uh, gives us or me any shit is Coot. Coot actually hasn't been on here for a while, but uh, you know he's been giving me shit uh, for not drinking beers, a uh, German beer. So I was like, you know what? I'm drinking a fucking echtes Rauch beer. No freaking complaints here. It's got the fucking Reinheitsgebot, the fucking blah blah blah, and the shizzle, schnizzle, snazzle. It was fine. And like all beers, German beers, it was basically fundamentally boring. Like that, I stand by that. Like German beers are good and boring there's nothing exciting about them very much a lot like the germans they're great stand up engineering whatever but not the most exciting um so yeah not an exciting beer you go for belgian you go for oregonian you go for you know i've been doing a little bit of like experiments with auto flowers and like time insulted 50 million germans sorry smash i keep talking over you no it's okay i've been doing a little bit of experiments it's worth it sometimes to make fun of germans i have to be honest just a little bit, you know? Come on, they can take it. Fuck it, my freaking blowy thing. So, a little blowy thing. Said, All right, go ahead, Smash. I keep talking over This auto flower is probably way past, like, what someone would normally chop it at. Like, the, the fan leaves have died off. Like, How many days? I, I'm at, like, 80. Oh, wow, that's not even that far. From uh, seed or from uh, flower? From seed. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, wow. right on. And it's gonna go a little bit longer. Um, it's looking like, but like as I can, as I let them go longer, and like these fan leaves die off and stuff, they still produce like they're producing weight and getting thicker. Even all these little buds down here will get a decent size. Like, this is a decent-sized number. It makes me wonder if the top is finishing too fast. I've heard of people just uh, cut the top off. Oh, yeah, it looks like it's basically fucking done. Uh, I've heard of people to cut the top off and the bottom finish. What do you think about that? Well, I still, 
I will wait till there's no white pistols and like no any clear trichomes. I don't like any clear really. <clears throat> That's just my preference, but apple fritter under in a scrognet for the first time in a long time. Um, I was trying to do a watering thing and not water them for three days, but they didn't like it. They were pissed off. Every time they come down here, every three days, they were already starting to droop. So I stopped doing that and I'm down here every night now. Giving them a little bit, a little bit of water. That's cool. You know what? I'm going to go grab another beer because I happen to have such a great beer in the fridge. I have a, uh, a, uh, shit, an aged oak barrel aged something. Fuck. Ah, you better go get it. I'll tell you then. Um, D is saving. Save gas for a new jar. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome now to hop on, uh, the sort of, uh, guest rules or whatever have been relaxed. Uh, you're welcome to, to shoot the shit. Technically Jinx, Jinx proof is still in the room. Uh, but he's, uh, as he said, he's, he's, uh, technologically a little bit, uh, not the most savvy. So we've got him in the waiting room at the moment. Uh, but anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome to uh, come and join us now. Uh, uh, come and hang. Don't show your wang, pretty much. Uh, hit that link up there. That should be the current link. For some reason, the, the link wasn't working for Jinx earlier, so I, I've, I've refreshed it with this one. So hopefully it'll work. The password is 420-420. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's uh, pretty much always the same password here. So uh, welcome to join us. Uh, we'd be happy to see some fresh faces and uh, goof off for a little bit. No, uh, we don't have to do the, the show for that much longer, honestly. If people don't want to, we could honestly uh, wrap it up uh, uh, relatively soon. So, folks, uh, call this uh, call this a subtle warning. Uh, long story short, if you guys don't hop on, then we might actually fucking cut the show abruptly and then go, I don't know, watch Netflix or some shit, actually, Netflix. But we could pretend. Right? pretend. Uh, I could draw Netflix on a piece of paper and I could watch that, right? I, I do have other streaming services. I just don't happen to have Netflix. But... Uh, D says that you see these zombies already dissolving to insults. You know, this, this is what happens when no one comes on here and, and joins us in conversation. He says, I fought in your general direction. Your uh, father smells like elderberries. Wait, hold on. Your father is a hamster. No, your mother's a hamster and your father smells like elderberries. Be gone or I shall taunt you a second time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, do not be gone. Cop on. Hop on, or I shall taunt you a second time. While I go grab a beer, I'm tempted to go grab some munchies, honestly, but uh, I feel like that might take too much time. But if, if folks were to hop on, you know, I'd have more time to go grab munchies. It would be just saying. Would be so. you know, it would be amazing, so, man. It'd be great. I could go great. Like, I think I've got like a. I don't even know. Let's go check. Dude, I do have, but I can't eat all of it because then I'll be like fucking thousand pounds. But uh, perfect stoner. Oh, do I want to like? I'm always, I'm always apprehensive about uh, using this in in battle. Basically, I have the, the uh, Wisconsin uh, uh, Kringles, raspberry filled motherfuckers. I have raspberry filled Kringle. It's basically like the Danish of Dan. It's basically like the king of Danishes. That shit is stoner munchy food right there. Like, 
That's I mean, that's the fucking that's crack, basically. You don't you you wouldn't need crack if you had they had it at Trader Joe's today. I was like, fuck yes. That's the munchie set right there, baby. Mind if I do. That's it, man. Uh always sweet is saying she's fugly today. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I doubt that. Oh, and she is saying that she'll just rant and rave about her weird questions. What else do we do? Really? After the guests go? I don't know. Run away! Run away! Uh, Bring us a shrubbery. That's a good one. That'd be a good one right there. Bring us a shrubbery and come discuss it. Bonjour, Christophe. That's it. Bonjour, Christophe. We forgot to say bonjour. Bonjour. Oh, muted. No sound. Uh, I can't. I don't have to say it accidentally. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sound day. <laughs> no sound though. <laughs> right. Because he doesn't know. All right, he's a pantomime today. He's in a box like Marcel Marceau or whoever that guy was. Um. Ryan Korkowski is saying it's only a flesh wound. That's that's important to remember. It was only a flesh wound. Cut your half your arm off. It's only a flesh wound. Only a flesh wound. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what we're talking about, we are clearly quoting the fifth installment of Fast and the Furious, uh, where they're all family. Um, it was only a flesh wound, after all. It was, it was good to know. They knew a lot about elderberries, hamsters. The uh, velocity of European sparrows. Very important. Very important information. Uh, and the machine that goes bing. That's the important one as well. It's a good one. Don't forget they, they like to ride horses with coconuts. The holy hand grenade was one of my favorites. Holy hand grenade. Mm. So Smash this is, is totally top lost. watering. I didn't want to up pot really. I mean, I could have, but I already scrogged them. And all you need to do is take quans and flip now. So I just put trays I'm down there and use them as reservoirs. Fill them up by the morning, they're gone. And then I'll let them sit for two days. Top water, bottom water a little bit. But that's how I was going to leave for Maine. I was just going to fill those. I was going to give him a really good watering and then just fill these fucking... Actually, I was going to get a different one for this one because that one actually cracked. It slipped and fell on it. Whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I was going to get a, another one for this one and fill them up before I left and they should have been good when I came back. And this one I had... I was working on, like, I don't know. Has anyone ever used these? If they leave? Mm-hmm. No, I've never used them, but I assume they work pretty well. Yeah, it's just a little, as long as you get a little air bubble going, it will drip feed the, for like, I don't know. This one in that little one gallon pot lasted 18 hours. Just stick it right down in there. That's what she said. These ones are fucking doing good. This is banana hammock. I can't wait to see those flowers. This is actually getting pretty big for a one gallon. Yeah, they my 
Uh, Planet of the Grapes from Ethos. Super. I don't know if I smell grape, but it does smell kind of fruity. Yeah, but they're fucking frosty. They're doing pretty good. I can't wait to see this one. Like, if you look at the website and actually look at just banana hammock, these are sexy flowers. This one I'm surprised survived. It was a helmet head and stuff. Like a run. Obviously, it's the run out of the seeds that popped. And I think it's the only reason it's a run is because it got held up in the sh uh, shell. Oh, I watered tonight with uh, labs. Again, I, I really like using labs now that I have them. Um, what else? Some dry amendments. I think that's about it. Did I put anything else in the water? Labs. I think that's it. I don't know. Doing good. Pretty happy with them. That's only a seven and that's only a five. Close this up. Why is it so quiet? Yeah, ma'am. So what are you working on these days? See what's going on in your garden. I'm just uh, plowing away. I think it's like day 35 or something like that. Three, three, three. On the gardens. Starting to get uh, just once. The one uh, liquid I'm using is like a weight. Make it some, some bud sticker. And it's freaking making a dance, make it a dancer. That's what I meant. It's making these buds, especially like this blueberry um, Herbert, really good. It smells, it smells awesome. I literally just had this hanging. I don't put it with uh, with them. Good evening, my friends. Good evening, Christoph. Good evening, Christoph. Uh, 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 so, so, sorry, sorry, uh, HDMI, uh, PC, uh, coupé, coupé. J'avais laissé ça dans le, dans le PC, HDMI, uh, la prise. Ça, ça coupait le son, dit, dit zombie. Sorry, hein, uh, my friends. No problem, man. Ok. Comment allez-vous, les amis? La forme? Bon, bonjour, Christophe. Euh, good evening, Smash. Big Force. La gorilla, elle pousse, les frères. Ça pousse, la gorilla. Il croue, il croue, la gorilla. 
this one. This gorilla cookie smells like. Every time I get a whiff of it, it's like mothballs and like old person house. Oh. That's really solid. <laughs> Can't wait to give me some of that. Yeah, girl, girl, this thing's full like an old person's house. This one's really earthy, and when you smoke it, it's spicy as fuck. This is, uh, I think. Oh, this is good. Oh, this one's just good weed. Good trimming. Good. I think Fumi went to go get a beer. Yeah. Oh. Hop on, motherfuckers. What the hell? Where is everybody? Potent's got an excuse. I think Charlie's farm's got an excuse too. I think he's driving over there. What else? Uh, the rest of y'all. What's your fucking excuse? Ain't got no excuse. No, I'm talking to the people who aren't here. West Engine's here. D's here. Smash is here. Kristoff is here. Who the fuck are you? Bueller. Some guys like, oh shit. Bueller. Are you talking to me? Talking to me? Bueller. I am. I'm talking to you. I'm talking. I'm talking. Totally talking to you. Anyone? To... Bueller. Good evening, buddy. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> 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 uh, je ne sais pas Christophe. Uh, Je suis euh, euh, un peu malade et mon français est euh, oublié. <laughs> mon mot c'est oublié. Uh, Tommy says he's going to come on and smoke one. That's that's a good one, Tommy. Tommy's good people, by the way. I got to meet yep. him in uh, uh, Michigan, I think they call it. Uh, I don't think that's actually how they pronounce it. But anyway, that would be pretty funny if it was. Um, Six pounds. Big town. <laughs> no, no, I said sick town. Piss off everybody. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Holy shit. Like, uh, I still have a cough from that fucking Michigan cup. Holy crap. I don't even know. These are actually cool. These are uh, Little Beast Brewing. I'll look up right here. I think it's from Portland, Oregon. But there we go. Show, please. It's a lion. Uh, Good ass beer. 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 Oui, Christophe. Ah, eh, oh, le yes. beer. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good. Uh, fuck, why doesn't it say where it's from? <laughs> it's from someplace. No, it's from Beaverton. It's from Beaverton, Oregon, the land of beavers. <clears throat> the town where there are only beavers. That's real. It's a place completely populated exclusively by beavers. The accountants are beavers. The uh, the high high school hockey coach is a beaver. I love Beaverton. So Beaverton is a. Yeah, we have a place. Beaverton here in Canada, Ontario. Anyway. A farm rouge. 
Now I'm a oh, Quebecois trapper. Mm-hmm. Hey, we are Quebecois, we are Femme Rouge. We are very strong. J'adore. Ah, j'adore. Cheers, dude. I've already spilled beer, spilled beer on my keyboard once, so let's not do it again. Uh, uh, Black Kush 98? Yes. No, 40. What the fuck? I don't even know that anymore. Oh, there we go. That was exciting. La bon. Champagne. Holy shit. Bon. Ah. Shit stalker. Ah bon. Shit stalker. Ah bien. Ici. That was poor time. Espagne. Still poor. Oh man. Fucking this up every time. There we go. Now we got it. Okay, that just looks bizarre. Why <laughs> would it come out? There we go. <laughs> she said. <laughs> Yeah, it's red. It's already smelling really wonderful, quite sour, and um, yeah, honestly, really fruity. Anyway, cheers, folks. Hope you guys are enjoying something good. That was an His awesome new. Uh, fuck, I still don't remember how to say your name. He's no, he's nice. That's probably what the fuck. Hess No, it's he's nice. Uh, Big Beaver, Saskatchewan. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I've noticed that we always get. Like, if we have a guest on, normally they stay longer than every other show. They always just chill. Just about, man. It pays to not be dipshits. Wouldn't you know it? All right, let's roll up a joint of this gorilla cookie. This one, like, if you think of... That's awesome. Gorillas and cookies. You think of a gorilla, gorilla with an Oreo. Tell me it. a gorilla wouldn't enjoy a cookie. I think you're lying. You know, what, like, lying. you know a gorilla would like a cookie. Do you know what the Cali Pack wheat smells like? Like, I don't know. It oh, all kind of has like a... I'm still yeah. fixating on gorillas enjoying cookies. Uh, it all has like a... I miss Harambe. Yeah, man. We got someone trying to come in, but Jinx is still in the waiting room. Uh, I got it. That'd be Tommy. Figured it out. All right. Mm. So really interesting. Very tart. Yeah, and tart is actually the better way to describe it. It's not. It's not sour. It's tart. It's kind of unusual. I actually kind of prefer sour. I think. Yeah, I think I prefer sour eels, not a tart eel. Instead of, what's the difference? I don't know, but there's a difference. Sour Patch Kid versus uh, Rhubarb. I don't know. What's going on, Tommy? I think I was half saying, like, oh, Tommy's good people. And then I got lost. I was like, oh, fucking Michigan got sick. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I got to meet Tommy. He was good people. He uh, uh, shared some of his uh, interesting selection of herbs. <clears throat> yeah. He does have quite a few. Yeah, we did. We did do some smoking, didn't we? Uh, I was sick for two weeks almost. After right. That. Yeah, I got like sick for like maybe I don't know, just like a weekend, with like congestion and stuff, and then uh, 
I did end up like losing my voice for like two weeks though. It, it was, uh, I don't know. I was, I, I don't know what it was. We'll call it cup cough, I guess. But yeah, I was definitely uh, feeling the effects for a couple of weeks. And I had like all this uh, stuff you want to, you know, what do we want to call it? Adult things to do. Phone calls with attorneys and stuff like that. And I'm, can barely speak on the phone and uh well it's funny because fumi didn't even like fumi got strep throat of all things like came back and he's it might not even have got it there well he might have got like i had like a cough and yeah. then it's been a bunch of shit ever since basically ever since i got my kind of suspected covid again i don't actually know that it was covid but i was sick for like fucking three months after that man i've just been like one after another after another so now I'm like, and after this, I want to like not be sick for a little bit. That would be ideal. Uh, cause, uh, right after Michigan, I got some kind of a fucking cough that I still kind of have. And then, uh, I got the freaking uh, strep throat. don't know where I got that from, but anyway, yeah, apparently it's been going throat. around. There's a couple of friends of mine. I've gotten it like twice. So I don't know how evidently it's going around. Yeah, no, I, uh. I think I'm. I'm think I'm going back to the uh, not smoking with anybody rule. <laughs> it's it's like kind of hard. Yeah, like seriously. meeting all these people for the first time, and uh, I smoke my joints to the face, anyways. I mean, yeah, I, I get that, but you, it's just like okay. So you, if you're at one of these uh, events, and uh, you know you're trying to, uh, you know, show off your your herb and stuff, and it's just like give it to them, tell them to smoke it. Yeah, I know. I know. Listen, my, my shoulders were hurting because I walked around with a backpack full of glass jars. You know what I mean? I was walking around. <laughs> clink, 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 and glass jars. <laughs> Not a Hell pencil yeah. or a book. Or <laughs> no books in a book bag, just beers and jars. No, he's got a good point. Not everyone has time to like drop what they're doing and smoke a whole joint of what you gave them. So you'll give them yeah, a joint and it'll just be one happens. of the joints in their pocket, you know? Yeah, the vibe starts happening, and then next thing you know, you know what I mean. Uh, Kevin Jodry's passing you this big fat joint. Uh, oh, taste this one. You know, it just it just happens. But uh, I'm just gonna put it out there publicly right now, so maybe I'll follow my own uh, my own guidelines next time. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do that. Uh, you know, just passing out. Passing I'm out. I should be in Maine right now. Yeah, you should be. Anyone missing that that conference is uh, I don't know. Right time. I I uh, I I don't know how to put it. Yeah, just I mean the whole the whole thing of the meeting of a bunch of people that I didn't even they weren't like uh, I don't know what you want to call them. Uh, you know, YouTube known from YouTube, and the, you know, just meeting people for the first time, not even knowing who they were, and uh, you know, now being friends with them. You know, I've been talking to a lot of people that I met for the first time at the conference uh, the past month here, just on, you know, on Instagram, cool. uh, messaging back and forth about this or that, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you just uh, meeting new people. It's, it's always a cool thing. Um, yeah, no, I had a great time. Besides, uh, <laughs> I even remember, uh, you know, we were we were actually in my truck. uh Smoking that uh, that Puffco, remember? And I was like, I think I might be getting sick. Right. <laughs> You're like, me, me too. <laughs> We're like, fuck it. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. One thirty in the morning. You know what I'm saying? 
shit happens, I guess. I'm going to give me a jar. There's this, uh, I guess it would be considered a e-nectar collector I've been looking at. It's 175 bucks. Got a little water chamber on the top of it. It looks pretty interesting. Um, it's metal, like straw, titanium straw, I think. Or wait, no, it's a ceramic tip. Um, yeah, no, I, lo- I love my Puffco. Uh, I, I, uh, I was always kind of uh, skeptical. <laughs> I had some like high end, you know, what is it, a Dr. Dabber, like a really nice pen with the globe on it. Had one of those for a while. I had, uh, uh, I have had some other ones that are, you know, quality, uh, just given to me to try out and stuff. And, uh, I just never was like a fan of them, but that, that Puffco, it just, I don't know. It's, it's perfect hit. Like I, I have a, like an e-nail and I have a, you know, a regular, uh, a bucket with a, with a torch They're on sale right now. It hurt. It, it's hard. It. Oh, there you go. It's on sale for 89 bucks. It's usually 178. A seahorse. The pleasurizer. Man, well, you so see that it's is... got like the water chamber, like a puff go. And right. on the bottom, it's got a <laughs> ceramic tip. Yeah. Serious yep. question, Smashed? Yes. And I'm not being facetious. This is a serious question. In a time of infamous, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Inventory shortages. Everything's sold out. <clears throat> like everything that's entered. Sorry, I just had some fucking habanero sauce. I'm like fucking burning. Um, <laughs> I, I, too much down the wrong point. Uh, anyway, um, what was I going to say? Uh, basically, everything's fucking sold out everywhere. You know, uh, camera shit's sold out, uh, camping shit's sold out, bikes are sold out, this is sold out, everything's sold out. We're talking about computer equipment's going up in price, hard drives are going up in price, SSDs are going up in price, on and on and on and on and on. You don't see sales on hardly anything, and when you do, you'll see like, buy this, get this other bullshit thing that you don't really want for free, or it'll be like 5% off or 10% off, that'll be the sale. And then you'll see some stuff that is, 50% 50% off, 100% off. And again, I'm not being facetious, uh, uh, Smashed. Uh, I hope Smash is not uh, upset by this. I'm, I'm wondering about this out loud. Because every time I see that these days, it's an indication to me that that company knows that they're not like the dominant whatever. Uh, and they have to discount. They have to just so that anyone will even can take a look. Honey Badger is their main competition. Yeah, like... They, Honey Badger is such better at advertising and stuff. I remember the name, but I don't remember what it looks like. Same thing, pretty much. But I talked to the guy at the, uh, I went down to the glass shop and I was asking about stuff. And he's like, everyone seems to like that, that one right there. And it was that, mm-hmm. that's the one he showed me. And he's like, it's, it's, dude, I have to be honest, that fucking Puffco, like, uh, um, Couple times now, well, I was I've been is, the I don't most skeptical person. I'm not going to buy one of those. By the way, don't don't anyone think that I'm going to go out and buy one. I just don't see a <laughs> Why need not? for it. Why not? Nice. I just not. I really don't see a need for it. 
Not for me anyway, but I, I have to be honest, if I did see a need for it, I'd probably just go buy one because, uh, uh, not only with Tommy, but I've dabbed it with, uh, honestly a handful of friends lately. And every time you, whatever concentrate you bring out, if it's, uh, honestly, even bubble hash, but if it's rosin, uh, uh, hash rosin, BHO, fucking you know, distillate rocks, you name it. CBD. It just always hits. Like it always, always, always hits. I like this it's always one. a nice clean head. Uh, the doctor, is that the Dr. Dabber? Yeah. The switch. The uh, those are sweet. There's really big, unless that's a different size now. No. Yeah. It's a smaller one. Hold on. oh, okay. That's what she said. Right. Cause seriously, yeah. it's, I mean, the size difference, the Puffco's are shockingly small, but those Dr. Dabbers are it's like, they're honestly like 18 inches tall. The, uh, Puffco, the, the only bad thing is you know, what you'll do is you'll, you'll load it all up. It'll be all clean. You'll be like getting ready to watch a movie or something, and then very late. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go yeah. This is like, the one. That's every rechargeable fucking. Weed I mean, I don't know why. You know what I mean? Though it's like <laughs> every it's like, weed smoking. It was just working. Because I'll push. I'll turn it on. You know, to clean. But yeah, it was good. I checked <laughs> in the other room. Yeah, it was just working. Load it all up. Oh man, <laughs> just enough for two so, blasts. The whole thing with this one is. There's, uh, they're not showing it, the back of it, but there's a button on the back of this one that actually lets you let in air to clear it. Oh, and yeah. it's smaller. I heard you talking about that before. I don't know how the, puff, the Puffco just has a, it's like they're, they're it's a cap. Yeah, it has like a, uh, like a membrane, like when you open it, when you take the glass jar off the, off the thing, I mean, you could see the hole will actually have like a little bit of resin residue in there. But then it almost has like a, uh, I want to say it's like a breathable piece of rubber. I, I, I'm not 100% on that, but I think I think it might let it air pass through. Uh, it doesn't seem like you need a carb on it. You know what I mean? It doesn't leave like a big uh, a big cloud like in, in the chamber. It seems like it clears out fairly well. Um, it also, I think that has to do with the heating, you know, the way it heats automatically to a certain temp yeah. and then comes right back down. So you're not like, when you're not pulling on it, it's not just sitting there smoldering. Um, I, I was doing dabs. I, I finally got a new uh, bucket for my just my regular uh, my coil over uh, electronic uh, uh, rig, and I was pulling some dabs like for you know wake and bake dabs. And I I, I mean I was I don't say I was too high, but I was like. I was fried like early in the morning, like damn, like, <laughs> like I should have maybe just took one to like four. I was a little bit laid up for half a day. Oversmoked. But uh what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so as far as jinx, uh I've grown about let's see, I've grown I've grown a nine-pound hammer. I've grown his tongue-tied, which is like a one-to-one. -one. I grew... Uh, we keep like, missing the 20. My favorite that uh, that he had was like a freebie. What the hell? It was, I, I think it was called Ice Cream Dreams. Uh, but yeah, it was so... It was super fire. I, I think it just wasn't... It wasn't the best producer. And like, I've never seen him actually like... Uh, uh, sell it you know what i mean it was just like a freebie thing that i got with some other pack but it was uh, the smoke was super awesome 
it just kind of got lost in the sauce. I didn't keep it, but it was a super potent uh, body effects. And it was, I don't know, just frosty, super tasty. All the stuff that I've had from him, even the uh, that tongue tied, which is like a one to one, which wasn't as obviously uh, didn't seem as medicinal. I don't know if I was not feeling the uh, the CBD, but uh, I mean, even that still had a really nice. Uh, turf profile he's got some good uh he's got some good flavors over there so yeah shout out to uh shout out to jinx proof and uh i remember when I, when I met him it was like the first like breeder like i ever met like talked mm-hmm. to at a show and i was kind of like i feel like he's everybody's I mean? first breeder he's like he'll be standing in line at the fucking commas not the commissary but the you know food cart or whatever at the taco stand I think that's where I met him. I think I met him at the Emerald Cup uh, food line for like burritos. I'm just eating a microwave burrito right now, but it was like for fresh burritos. And I'm, I turned on him like, oh, you're Jinx. He was like, yeah, man. And we just got to talking. It was five, six, seven years ago. Honestly, it was like seven years ago. So I was nobody. I wasn't a fumador or anything else. I was just some fucking guy. But he's a nice guy. He's like, yeah, man, I'm here for the show and da-da-da and such and such. And I think he told me about what his, uh, he even told me like what he and his kids, he what his wife and, and son had done that day. I don't remember what it was right now, but like they, they went for a drive or some shit. I don't remember, went ice cream or something. I'm just a nice guy, you know, just chill, yep. like a chill dude. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So when I first found out about him, I it was like right when I got on Instagram. I think I might have had like, you know what I mean? Like a hundred, a hundred followers. And it was all just like people that I knew personally. And, shit. Uh, and, uh, my, my ex, she, she had like, you know, she had a IG that was up to almost like 30, like 25,000 or something. So she was like kind of teaching me, you know, how, Oh, this is how you get followers or this or that. And I'm just like, Oh, I don't really care. I just out here talking to some people from the grocery store and stuff. And then, yeah, he like jinx proof had like a hundred thousand. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, just started following me with 100K. And then it was Jinx Proof. And then, I, yeah, I just, I followed him back. And then that's really how I found out about him and started watching his, uh, you know, his posts about uh, autism, you know, his son with autism and all that stuff. And just, yeah, he seems like a very genuine kind of. His son's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Cool kind of dude. So. Yeah, um, man. I keep that's how him. I actually discovered him. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. I got to get some of his seeds. And it was even like, so it was basically right before it became so easy to get seeds through the mail. You know what I mean? It was like right before that time when everyone just, you know, now it's the only way to get seeds basically through the mail. But that was like one of my first trade shows and stuff where I met him. High Times Cup. Uh, get a beer to it. I, think. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I was trying to go to me, and it really was the ride. I was, someone told me to, they were down, and they told me to book the hotel. And then Thursday, they were like, I can't go. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, you'll have that in this, this industry. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of broken promises and plans. <laughs> yeah. I did it to you before. You were going to come up, we were going to go to that event here in Michigan. And- I don't know. It's so it's hard. I mean, if you got kids and stuff, it is hard. Uh, uh, it's you know, it's one it's one thing. Obviously, you can't bring your kids along, but it's also the fact. It's like 
I, I don't know your more, you know, your morals like, Oh yeah, dad's got to go get high all week. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> it's got important things to do. <laughs> my dog. So you guys know Bernie, my dog, he could get out. I got a six foot fence. I've been fixing fence all fucking week, dude. He can, he just keeps getting out. I have a gate or it's like a chain link gate with a couple of, it's like one of those like cattle gate kind of. So that's like the short thing. Now he now he's figured out how to get his arms on top of it, and then he just pulls himself over. Oh, it's turning into such a nightmare, man. My daughter can't even like go in the neighbor's yard and play because the dog, you know, my dog just—he's like he's nuts. Bernie's going crazy. <laughs> I was actually talking to uh, Nick Nick Risden about uh, doing a like an IG live where we train my dog, you know, remotely. Um, but then they shut down Nick's uh, his live feed. He hasn't been on live lately, and uh, it's kind of fucked up because he actually used it for like his mental health. You know, he would go on there just when he was feeling crazy and shit, just to somebody to talk to, and then you know they shut him down for. Uh, I think they, I think they, they made a couple posts about uh, uh, dark matter. Dark Matter Hayes, I believe his name is uh, on IG. He uh, he just started up a tissue culture uh, bank. So they put up like an ad where they're gonna hold the Bicket OG in there, <laughs> and then like, everyone got flagged. Uh, yeah, so IG's been very crazy lately. I uh, I did an auction, a uh, charity auction went on for a little bit, and then. Uh, yeah, like everybody that was involved was shadow banned and just, you know, I was like, oh God. Like I've never even I've never had I've never had it happen. I had to call my ex. I said, I said, what happens if if you get shadow banned? She's like, Oh, it's just she's like, you guys are auctioning seeds again? Like, yeah. <laughs> Those damn auctions get you in trouble. But uh and two accounts for everything almost. Yeah, dude, look, so I mean, I, I can barely. Remember what my backup like, is. I think it's like, like smash doing, cards. Yeah, if I'm doing anything on my IG, it's like work. It's like, damn, this just took an hour. <laughs> so, like, I just, yeah, I could not imagine having two accounts. I have a lot going on with the, I don't know, just other shit. So, I guess yeah, time has been a lot of shit. It's fun to play PUBG. Yeah. Yeah, well, I you know, uh, I know for a fact my, you know, uh, a good example is my ex. She has whatever four accounts, and uh, yeah, she she she'll keep tabs on a motherfucker. <laughs> like, oh, what what's all this about? <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know you were. I thought you were, I thought I had you. So I've gotten I've gotten I think now five accounts taken from TikTok. I have one in appeal right now. I'm on my second one. I just had two videos pulled down. I have four more made ready to go just in case. But I'm trying to keep one. I don't, I don't understand. Sometimes they let things work, like go, and then. <coughs> Where's Kud at, man? I got a seeds going. I don't know, man. <coughs> oh, I actually. Doing the Kud thing. Yep. He's setting up a hundred lighter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Salt. 
<laughs> fucking full-on bottle fed. He's laughing all the way. He's like, yeah. I've been lying to him all the time. Yeah. This is the secret. He's pouring on fucking general hydroponics. <laughs> Part A and B. It's like the key is 7,000 ppm. Yep. Alex and Coco. It's got it all going. That's it. That's exactly it right there. PGR is a big ass. Injected straight into the plant. He and exotic Mike are smoking cigars. <laughs> He's with Burner. That's it. That's it. He's on that cookie tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, shout out to this. Look, I don't. I mean, I haven't looked into how much they are. You probably can't even find them. But uh, have you seen that Cookies uh, partnered with uh, DC or Marvel or whatever? DC, I guess. Batman. Oh, god. I gotta get my son one of the shirts. Are you love fucking Batman. serious? <laughs> yeah, Fuck but it's off uh, with that vengeance. Are you serious with that shit? So yeah, Batman. God. They have like cookies, hoodies, and Spider-Man Spider-Man Batman cookies. cookies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so when Spider Man gets high, it's Gelato Forty One all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the Dark Knight cookies. <laughs> Uh, oh, fuck. It's crazy. I, I mean, does that mean know? the Catwoman smokes the? Oh wait, no, it's not DC yet. So they got to make a contract with DC. So She's the Catwoman responsible can for smoke the cat, the cat piss. piss. So. She's responsible what? for the cat piss. Is Batman? <laughs> Batman is DC Comics, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, yeah. Whatever it is, he. I mean, they have yeah, Batman because there's like a new Batman movie out, right? So it's like this. That new Batman logo that kind of looks like the seventies one or this one from the sixties or whatever, and then like, and then it's just like a Batman shirt, but it's like that cookies blue or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> then it's got like cookies, just like it's got the little cookies thing. Man, that's cra- it's crazy what they've done. Good marketing, like, yeah, that's what it is. I kind of like their shirts too, but I hate the company. Yes, yeah, good mean, marketing, really good marketing. I had a uh, long talk with the. Uh, Kevin Jodry about it. I mean, I don't. I don't really hate. Him. I don't. Yeah, he's still, actually had Burner at his farm. Oh yeah. No, oh yeah. You guys don't even know. Like no. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk you about don't even that. know. You don't even know the the. You don't <laughs> even begin saying, to know. Are you saying that's what probably Burner should stopped. say more, but a bit, a bit. <laughs> I'm not saying. <laughs> oh, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to go to the conference to find out. Right. <laughs> uh, so anyway, continue, Tommy. No, I, well, I was just saying about the uh, the hoodies and stuff. I mean, they're they're uh, or even just like the, the whole thing. I mean, I don't I don't really hate like it. A bunch, of, a bunch of those strains are fire. So look, I've or cultivars. We were going to call them. So like, I grow some of those because one people oh, that's man, what people, some good fucking strains. People want to sure. check them out. Yeah. I like to put I like to hold them up against stuff that I'm breeding, stuff that other people are breeding, stuff that's not that popular. I like to see what the most popular thing is. Grow it in the same room with something that I've created and, you know, just, just to see like where, where everything's sticking, <clears throat> excuse me, really stands. You know what I mean? And then, uh, are you going to S one those Gary Payton? Am I? Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> no, I already, uh, so, well, I already have, I already have uh what's it called too? uh, post the post Malone, the Dutch made that. So that's, that's Gary Payton. Uh, Cross and these are all I these are all verified. That, you know what I'm these are the ones that are like verified that are like the same ones that the uh, 
uh, whoever, you know what I mean? That they're passing yeah. out through their actual grows, their facilities. Because I have my cut of apple fritter originally came from the same person your cuts are coming from. Yeah, I got you. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into too much of uh, behind the scenes stuff where, you know, this and that, but I mean, it is funny. It is funny how, like, I don't know. Like, there's a rename game, you know, and you're like, oh, this and that. But then you, like, like people are like, oh, you don't have the real gorilla. Like, I have a lot in Michigan. People are like, oh, you probably don't have the real one. Like, no, I'm pretty sure mine's the real, you know, the real one here in Michigan. And then, and then sure, it's always the same. You know, everyone's got the same fucking thing. It's just, you know, like, some, some people say there's, like, that name game. But then, like, it seems to, at times, like, it's not really, you know. I, oh, I don't shit. Know. If you, if you keep in the right circles of people. Where they're not passing out bullshit, you know, renames. Um, I was also going to say about that. So the uh, the London pound cake I'm running right now. Uh, is someone taking off or what? Oh, hey, I met it. I bow. I didn't even see you running here. Okay, cool. Um, oh yeah, smash. So like, you know, how the apple fruiter just like blows up right when you put it in flour, right? Yeah, uh, man has been telling me um, that London pound cake, man. It's it's just like it's like I got you guys will be proud of me. I got a tent with two different runs, a London pound cake, and I have I do have uh, Nick Nick Risden's uh, Chelsea. So, and it's my selection of Chelsea, not his cut. I actually selected off that. It's a nice little By the way, we keep forgetting to say hello to fucking your freaking uh, like two people all of a sudden here talking. Hey, I'll no, man, it's not your fault at all. Uh, Val, what's going on? Welcome. Nice to see you. How are you? I'm just doing my thing. Every stone. That's the way to be honest, right? the answer to this part of the show, uh, if anyone were to ask, I'd be like, man, pretty, pretty fucking, fucking fucked up. Pretty fucking stone, man. That's it. Pretty, pretty lit. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. Nice to see you, Val. How's the garden? How's the, uh, how are the puppies? Uh, well, uh, Owen is no longer with us. That's unfortunate, mm. but it's okay. He's in, you know, he's okay. Uh, Glurt, he's just doing his thing. Uh, just vegging over there. Um, and let's see. Now the plant, the gardens, they're just doing their thing. Right Girl, I'll, I'll post some pictures. I'm pretty bad about that. Fun. You know, we got a couple fucking mysteries, and we're just having fun. Well, I see you, Al. What's good, buddy? Hey, hey, how you doing? Nothing much cool, cool going on here. But yeah, thought I'd come and have a little smoke with y'all. Awesome. Cheers. 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 So I got the Pacaloco, Pacalolo, Pacalolo, uh, one, nice. one Pacalolo. Is anyone else growing though? Actual got those seeds wet yet? Uh, mine. I mean, I got, I got the first ones that I actually got that all got smashed. But I ended up with two of them. I have one female, one male. Excuse me for like a weekend. Already. I don't know. Could send out and, a few. I don't know. I don't know who's got them right now. Yeah, still early. You might be one of the very first. 
Uh, yeah, I, I specifically just knowing that those aren't, you know, that you can't just go out and buy those ones. Yeah. It was like, man, that's something I like to, uh, yeah, something a little unusual, pop immediately. A little different like, for sure. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah, I did some bag seed that I got from Nick one time out of some herb he gave me out of his, out of his yard and stuff. And, uh, oh, like, I'm popping these, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was actually just thinking about that today. I, I, I'm at the point now, I think I got, uh, some of the more seeds I cherish are more uh, seeds that I've gotten for, you know what I mean? For free that other people have worked on that I know personally or whatever, as opposed to something you can oh. just buy, you know, that there's millions of packs of them or, you know, a hundred thousand packs made and shit like that. Uh, so, yeah, like I got a couple of the Caribs going. I got a couple of yours going. Yeah. Check these out. Um, I don't know. I've been having a bad, like, I think I'm just going to go right into one gallon like I've been doing. I was trying to do, like, peat plugs and stuff. And I was just having bad. Easier is better a lot of times. Yeah, I've had way better. Well. I've had luck both ways. Especially if you, if you haven't thought about them. this, by the way. Uh, uh, I don't know why people don't think about this. Set up your one gallons. Like when you when you pop your little seeds, maybe you do pop them in freaking peat plugs or whatever. That's fine. But in the meantime, you're going to be uh, transplanting into gallon pots anyway. You want those gallon pots to be alive when you transplant them in. You don't want it to start slowly when you put the plant in there. You want it already be like a real viable freaking pot. Plant cover crop. And make sure that the cover crop's been basically germinated there maybe weeks ago, honestly. And now there might be, you know, clover. There might be fucking vetch. There might be fucking rye or whatever else. You know, trim it back, obviously. Uh, but you'll have this viable pot basically growing already. It'll probably have viable mycorrhizal spores already. Uh, and then when you put the cannabis plant in there, it'll take right off. I mean, Another thing yeah, is, too, get- you almost cannot... Under overwater those pots. Plugs. I mean, you you can, but it, it takes a lot more effort. I think I'm going to eliminate the pea plugs in general. Mm-hmm. Just use them for cloning. Yeah, I dig it. Like, I kind of like them. I like the I like the jiffy pugs. The jiffy pucks. Um, you guys probably you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, the, exactly. That's the ones. Those are the ones. Yeah, I don't I'm like just, the glue. Which ones are you talking about, Smashed? Uh yeah the 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 rapid rooters. Yeah. The ones from the grocery store can't fucking stand those things. Yeah, they're good. A lot of people swear by them, man. A lot of people fucking hundred percent. Some people are like, "Oh my god, this and that." Whatever, you know, to each their own. I've had better luck popping in a solo cup. Get what I'm saying? Than those things. I'm gonna just start going back to solo cups like I used to. Do you? uh, Go ahead. Do you have the tray smashed with the the insert tray, or do you just put them flat in a black tray with a with a dough? Yeah, I got a little dome set up and stuff. Yeah, but I'm, uh, do you know what I'm saying? The uh, black insert tray? Where no, it's like I, don't, I don't have the insert tray. Um, I think that definitely helps. One, just to keep them stable. It, keep, it keeps them just slightly off the, off that little plastic. So it's like a little gap of the plastic. And then you can almost, then you can really almost like fill the bottom of the tray where the ridge, it just fills over the ridges, right? I think I let them get too dry. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, you don't want to let them get too dry, but you also do want them to be kind of dry because it promotes the roots coming out the side faster because they're searching for water, right? So if you keep them soggy, they'll have roots in there, but they'll grow really slow. You know what I mean? And plus, it seems like uh, it's harder to get the temperature where it needs to be when they're when okay. they're wet, especially like 
this time of year. So uh, here, I'll just grab it real quick. So like a little cell tray, you have like, you know what I'm saying? You'll have like your black tray like this, right? Just a normal black tray. But then that's like the little 50. I couldn't find my inserts. I don't know where the fuck they went. I had some. I don't know where they went. So like, I got a mess in here. So it's like this tray that goes inside. Yeah, I had I had a couple. I don't know where the fuck they went. And then like those ridges in there, this will just it just holds them just above it enough. And what I notice is that like, uh, well, obviously you know you you know you don't want to have ever have them like on a directly on like a cement basement floor or something where it's too cold. So if you have them like elevated up off something, uh, I'm thinking of, I have a heat mat. That. I'm thinking of shutting the heat mat off. Yeah, I wouldn't even use the heat, man. It's, it's almost too much, I, I, I think, unless you're really in, like, a cold room. You know what I mean? I think so. Because oh, I think that's what's kind of making the evaporation happen a lot faster, too. Right. Because right. I'm keeping have... them at, like, 75, 78 degrees. Yeah, yeah. And then you have your heat. Then you have your, uh, You, I'm assuming. The heat you have mats little... are famously uh, up and down. They're They're never accurate. Okay. It was hot or cold, hot or cold, hot or cold. They're not really or great. Even if you have the one thing, even even if you have the little, uh, they have the one sensor. You know what I mean? That plugs in, and it's supposed to be. Uh, I, I never use any of that. I just I, mine are up on a shelf in a room that stays. You know what I mean? About oh. eighty degrees anyway. Uh, in you know the set from seventy to eighty. Well, I know my room's not going to get below sixty-five. I have a, a heat mat. I don't even use it because it fucked up some uh, 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 seedlings. Yeah. So I, I had, like, I good had with good luck when I got like those clones uh, that were. I ended up getting the apple fritter. One. Remember when I got it? They were froze, almost frozen and stuff. I used the seed mat and I kept them really moist to get them like, and that's what brought them back. That's a sample of one. Uh, you don't know. Ex- you, you don't ex- know that that was anything. I exclusively use my heat mat for making cob. Nothing else. <laughs> there you go. I dig it. <laughs> yeah, they were so frozen. I just put them on the heat mat for a day or two, and then I took it away, and they, they came back real quick. But again, uh, and that's a very common thing. People will uh, use their tool for something. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, that actually wasn't that good of one. Uh, sorry, D. I'll work on that. But they'll use their tool for something, and then they'll basically say, oh, it worked on that. That must have been the miracle thing that did all the wonderful work. And then they'll basically start to extrapolate how awesome it is from that. Um, how do I say? Uh, <clears throat> you you don't actually know that it was the heat mat that warmed up the clones. You assume. It's a fair assumption. It's a very fair assumption. I kind of agree with you. But we don't know that for sure because we didn't try it with another batch. We didn't try it with five other batches, on and on and on. You happen to save one batch. That doesn't mean shit. It honestly doesn't mean shit. And I'm not being insulting. It has nothing to do with with uh, your logical deduction. Like, it is actually sound logically what you're basically thinking. But you don't know for sure. And now you're using the seed mat for other stuff based on the fact that that other thing you assume worked. And again, I'm not saying you're, that you're supposed wrong. to keep them about 75. I think you're not wrong. The problem with those fucking seed mats is that they're just not built very well. Um you can use, uh, uh, let me think, what do you use? I guess you can just use like a barrier. Like you'd pretty much put a, um, you'd put the seed mat on the bottom 
<clears throat> like on the on a towel. Uh, yeah, like on a towel. And then you'd literally put like a clone tray upside down or over something. that. And then you'd put your uh, clone tray on top of that. And so then basically huh. you'd have kind of an equalized air gap in the middle of it, basically, with the 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 the, the fucking <laughs> to say, the seat mat. If the and lights then, didn't just shut up, I'd show you. Pardon? If the oh, lights didn't just shut up, next time I'll I show you. I think I got that right. If anybody in the chat knows what I'm talking about, please uh, feel free to tell us what I'm doing. It's been a while since I've done it this way. But I'm I'm pretty sure you can basically just make like a little buffer zone and you make it with just kind of air. And so like the bigger, like you, <clears throat> you don't really want all that much heat to coming up to those seedlings. And the thing is like, if you, if there's too much uh, heat, you're going to dud the, the seedlings. You're going to dry them out too fast. You're going to uh, uh, potentially uh, uh, um, uh, push off some kind of pathogen. Maybe like you don't want those roots to be too hot. So, um, yeah, right. I guess I'm babbling right now, but basically, well, like, go ahead. Okay, well, I guess there's two things. So, I I honestly thought we were mainly talking about clones, not seedlings, but I realized we kind of. I think I'm, I'm fucking high, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. I think I was I talking mean, about seedlings. Well, well, they're both. I do. Both. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So basically, that direct heat is what what I think Fumi is trying to say is like. Yeah, I always try to keep mat, like something in between. That plastic seed mat right on the plastic, so it's plastic on plastic. It's it's. Uh, it's hotter than what it says because it's it's right there. You know what I mean? You're basically sitting on a yeah. wall plate. So some kind of insulation in it. Or like I said, if if you can have them like, uh, say you're in a tent and the tent's always, it never go, you know, 65 is like the coolest I would want them uh, to go. So it does seem like it stunts them a little bit. Uh, once you like uh, taking cuts for sure. For sure. Like if you get them down cold. take some cuts too. So. Right, right. If you always keep them really, really good uh, parameters, it seems like, you know, that's when you can get uh, roots popping out in seven When days. I add the dome one day, it, cool. I, I get, cool. like, the nice, like, condensation on the sides. Like, when I put the clones in there, I know they'll be good. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to get the seedlings out and then take a bunch of clones by themselves in that area. Seedlings. I think in the other tent. We have another tent. Uh, have you ever used those? So they, they make these other things. It's like this. It's like this fabric mat. It's for uh, basically like an auto watering for seedlings, and then it's long. It's longer than the tray is, so it'll go over. Oh wait, what is it? Over the thing, and it di- it's it's like a wicking system. It's like a. Uh, I have one of those laying around somewhere too. So it's like a. Uh, here, let me just grab it. Probably be easier to show you. I have the one, so my tray, the ones I normally use, that I can go. So it's one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, two, five, or, yeah, four by five. So whatever, however many cells that is, I can't even, um, it, it's got the insert where you put the. I keep trying to count and I keep forgetting after the first number. Four by five. Look. So, 2020 cell. This is like some kind of uh this is almost like a felt, you know, fabric. And basically you Oh, I didn't see. Tray. I've never seen that. You have That's your cool. insert like this, it'll be sitting in the tray, right? Of water. And then like these overlap, right? So this will go down in the water, right? Okay. And then you have another then you have your flat of extra clones, you know what I mean? And something Yeah, like, yeah, okay. So they just wick. They just That's wick dope. in the yeah, yeah. It's just for like, I I bought it at like a normal, 
like a vegetable uh, greenhouse kind of. I didn't even think about that. That's so cool. Yeah. Very cool. I've I've done that. Uh, have you ever seen where where you use the ropes to wick? Like uh, I've done I've I've done ropes and stuff with tomatoes and stuff like that. I've never done it with the cannabis though. Yeah, we, I did a one year. I did a thirty gal. It was a. a I've always yeah, stuck a pipe in it but with the cannabis. Yep, and we put we so we did that. We, we had it like uh, thirty gallons sitting up, uh, above like a. Uh, 55 gallon drum cut in half like a plastic drum cut in half i had to get a drum man and then we had to we just you know it was real simple it was in a greenhouse we didn't do any like oh i got no a question for you guys. Or anything in there just wick just wicked it up i mean it did it did stay wet because the goal was just not to be tending on it all the time it was at a farm that so if i cool. if i get like a 58 gallon drum uh, plastic food grade drum, you know what I mean? Well, things they put olives in or something. Yeah. I put a spout on the bottom and I put it up higher than my pods and I put my timer on it. It should work, right? Theor- theoretically. Uh, uh, yeah, but if you have, uh, it, what's it called? A bell, a bell siphon, I believe is what it's called. So if you don't have that, it, all your water could potentially drain out same thing with like the blue mats and uh whatnot you know what i mean the blue mat doesn't even have a timer it just has a uh those carrots or that tape that knows how much water you know what i mean is is present around it and it and it uh the timer it comes safe. out as needed but i don't know if this zone. does that but i have this one let's see rainbird Raindrop, rainbird yeah Rain drip or whatever. Yeah, no, but the the bell siphon would be like a mechanical uh, or you know a part of the actual uh, irrigation line that you had going down there. So basically, it'd be an air thing that's higher up, like so you'd have like an air connected. To I mean, normally they look like a bell and all the plumbing is up above it, but if you had that, you could almost have like a tube connected, right? You know, go up above so that when your water when your timer was done, it wouldn't just try to keep siphoning. I guess the the timer you have might have like a valve, you know what That's I mean? That's what I was so, hoping. The shut off, you know what I'm saying? But I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It would just keep the, the, keep the suction. Yeah, yeah. 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 It'll just. I'm hoping so you, this will break it. That's what she said. Right. Right. So if you, uh, if that does, if that is a whole, I mean, if so that plugs into like a hose line, basically, is that what that has on there for fitting? Yeah. It's a fitting yeah. or a hose line. So gonna, yeah, that should that should just turn it on or off. Uh, I use those in my garden for my uh, my soaker hose. I just I have like one that just turns on for sixty minutes. You know, it's like a dial, and it turn it'll turn it off. And then I'm gonna I want to do it every day for like ten ten minutes or five minutes. That's what she said. Get better. <laughs> and yeah, I. I I've noticed with the drippers, I want to put more than one site with like, I kind of want to put like three sites on one pot. Yeah. Because I only have half a gallon an hour drippers. Right. Yeah, I never do. I always just do, uh, I mean, I, I'm like doing oh, a flood and drain. Oh, my well, God. I have, that's what I did to leave, Tommy. You saw, oh, you weren't on yet. I, uh, yeah, I I got some trays and I was like, fuck it, I'll just fill these bitches up before I leave. Well, it, it yeah, should, that should be good. That's just flooding. That's not <laughs> drink. That's just, <laughs> they call that just the flood method. 
<laughs> but the drive. my plumbing drain, all the plumbing is right underneath. So if anything ever failed, if the fitting broke or anything, you know, there's no way that, you know, I mean, I guess the worst thing that could happen with the pump, the pump would get stuck on and it would not, uh, you know, it would just flood the table. Here, let me show you off these seats so I can put them back in my fridge. I don't know if you guys know who uh, Sum Punk is. I just I know him from IG. He's a super cool dude. Uh, he sent me some badass seats. I think I might put these. Guys I was talking by the Sky Jar that's from uh, Mean Gene. <clears throat> I got right. here. My Animal West. Interesting as fuck. Oh, Ghost OG. Oh yeah. I don't know why I thought Ghost Dog <laughs> movie with uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking, uh what's his face from Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Great music though. Uh, yeah, man. So yeah, it looks like he used a bunch of. Uh, Basically, he's got some uh, Mean Gene stuff crossed here. He's got the Coca-Cola anim times Animal West times the Pina right here. But yeah, he just, uh, I don't know, he hooked me up. So I think I might i might put some of these down next. I, I got a while, so I got to sprout some more seeds. But uh, I, don't know, me, I wanted to tell you, I found, the, I found the Morgana. I knew you gave me the Morgana, too. I, I told you. I was like... Because uh, I made a post. I was making posts of uh, the seeds that I got at the seed swap, and then that wasn't there, and then I was cleaning out my backpack, and then they were, like, at the very bottom of the backpack. You see. Underneath the I jar. Oh, ye of little faith. I got Charybdis <laughs> going right now, and I got your Ambrosia Tamendo breath going right now. Yeah, there you go. That uh, that Ambrosia Mendo breath, I'm trying to think... Uh, Trying to think. I think Came in for the I think it's gonna be huge buds. I think. If I can remember right. Um I like Mendo Breath. Mendo Breath's in one of my favorite crosses, so I figured that and Coot likes Ambrosia, so why not? Right. Yeah, the Ambrosia is real good stuff. I don't grow I don't have it anymore, but uh I probably could never had it. I don't I've had it in extract form. I've never had flower of ambrosia. Yeah. Well, they were also calling. They were just calling one of the processes of ambrosia, I believe. There is a uh, process called ambrosia. No, not the actual process, but the actual finished product. For a while, they were calling it ambrosia, not. Mm. not yeah, they mix two, they they mix like, two together, like right? Ambrosia. That'd be a cuvee. So I like, forgot you know, what company did it. Uh, Apothecary. Like kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yep. They um I've heard of that. It's like they mix ter two chirps together or whatever. And they, it's like an ambrosia mix or whatever. Yeah. But I heard I've about tried it. In making, uh, I've I've tried separating the thing uh with the basically like this separate pressure vessel for the like the BHO thing, making the sauce, but I don't like the sauce. I I don't I, know. I I got to work on it. <laughs> I don't really like diamonds and sauce. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of gimmicky. It's just goopy and shit. It's not like, it's really at most like, a lot of the time the sauces, the terps, and the diamonds, the THC. Yeah, yeah I like Hard the sauce. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you need like a scooper. Um, I seen, uh, uh, what is his name? Crush up the diamonds and mix it up. That's the best way to do it. Right. Yeah, well, those are, it seems like the diamonds and sauce is like harder to smoke. Uh, 
Yeah, you know I mean? that's you why you crush all the diamonds up and like, mix it up. Right. That's the way I like doing it. What is the guy's name? Man. And it becomes like a crumble. No, Jameson. Yeah. You know Jameson, the dab guy? Oh, Jameson uh, Wellborn? Jameson Wellborn. There you go. Uh, I've seen him doing a nose a nose dab. A nose dab. <laughs> <laughs> they put like super low too. temp. Yeah, super low temp, and it was I forget what they were calling it, but uh, he was uh, I've done nose dabs before, yeah, like low temp nose dabs. They're not that bad. Yeah, like it's uh, I think I was. I think I might have been sick at the time. I don't remember honestly why I did it, but I was like, oh, it's nice. Yeah, uh, I don't do it all the time, so I guess that's kind of telling. But I mean, it it was it was fine. It it burns if it's like a real terpy, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the old school cats, the old school cats will hit the joint, hit the joint, and then and then sniff off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like my daddy do that all. Like he couldn't get any more in his lungs, so he just do like a little sniff. <laughs> Back in the day. Oh, when I they would, would do that, like off the tip of the joint. Yeah. Where you take as much as you can. Then you start talking like. At the Rolling Stone. <laughs> See, I like flatbreads you know, more than like diamonds and sauce, or like a crumble or a wax. Yep. Um, I don't even remember the 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 mix that Farmex calls it, but. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's HFCE or whatever the fuck it is, but it's got crystals in it. It's got like little diamonds in it, but it's basically kind of a goopy mix, and it's usually light yellow or basically you know roughly clear or whatever else. And you just throw it in there. It's so terpy. It's so freaking powerful. It hits like a champ. Beautiful. Like if it's not rosin, that's the kind of stuff that I prefer. You know, like and I guess I'm talking about. I think he uses a a butane process so it's it's uh every time i talk about it i'm like it gives me the heebie-jeebies because i'm like why would i take my organic flour and then like freaking extract it with petrochemicals and stuff but with his stuff i get it you know like with a few people there's like when you've tried the good stuff like you get it you're like all right man it's 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 good you know yeah if you if you understand uh basically you know how things evaporate off you know off stuff and you have understanding of I'm still, I went through all this trouble to keep chemicals and shit away from my plants. And then I'm just like, here now, bathe in them. You know, it's just, it's metaphorically or metaphysically somehow bad. I never, I only use trim. I only use dry trim. You know what I mean? I dig it. I never put, uh, I mean, I've done, I've done flower runs, but it was like uh, just uh, like larfy buds from like outdoor or greenhouse uh, scenario where, you know what I mean? It was like, Get a whole plant and we're sitting there trimming it. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, flora nugs don't start with that shit. Butane is organic in the sense that it has carbon atoms. It's organic. That's that's obviously misinterpretation of the word. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is probably last call. I think maybe uh, we'll, we'll hit the next. Uh, we'll hit the next twenty, and then maybe we'll. Uh, Slowly abscond from that. We might not make it a hard and fast rule, but we'll see how it goes. One or two more joints, and I think that's about it. Just yeah, some shit to tomorrow. So, uh, uh, what's that, Smash? Just took a fat dab. Right on, man. 
Cheers. So long story short, we may not stay for uh, another seven hours or whatever the story may be. Yeah, man. I'm fading uh, quick. Are you fading quick, uh, Wes Engine? I dig it. See? I, uh, great minds think alike. I was like, you know what? It's about that time. Yeah, man. Uh, Wes Engine, did you enjoy anything in particular? I'm putting you on the spot, obviously, but did you enjoy anything about uh, uh, Jinx Bruce interview? I just enjoy the guy because he's a family man and he uh, takes care of business. And uh, yeah, I've always enjoyed him. I've been a fan of him for a long time. Uh, so uh, I wasn't surprised by anything on the show, honestly, tonight. Uh, didn't uncover any nuggets that were hidden, but uh, but uh, no, he seemed very comfortable and very likable mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say anything bad about him. He's one of those very few guys who I he might really be the don't remember. only guy. Yeah, man. No, there's there's just a handful. Uh, um, speaking of the the, the Discord, uh, one of the most recent guest suggestions was a great one, uh, Bodhi of uh, Bodhi Seeds. Um, not green Bodhi necessarily. <laughs> that's a different guy. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a couple different Bodhis. They're both and they actually even... work together. <laughs> Correct. Sorry. And then there's also the other Bodhi that that Coot is not a big fan of. That I can't even remember what his Bodhi sanctum stuff is. But anyway, regardless, these other two Bodhis I think are pretty cool. But I'm talking about <laughs> the guy uh, who breeds like Sky Lotus and all this different stuff. Um, he has talked about in uh, uh, legendary terms. It would be a real pleasure to talk to him. He doesn't even apparently talk uh, see himself as a cannabis breeder. He sees himself apparently as like an herbalist. I think, I think more than that, like uh, we'll have to talk to him because I think probably it's a little bit more complex even than I'm selling it right now. I think he, he thinks of himself as like a seed anthropologist or something. I don't remember. We'll have to get to it. That doesn't make any sense, obviously, what I just said. Anyway, you see, we're going to have to get him on the freaking show. Because that's just fascinating. Uh, what was I talking about with Jinx? Something to do with Jinx. There was a whole point to that. I was like, oh, speaking of that, blah, 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 blah. Lost it. Lost in my own freaking complex point. Damn it. It's like a freaking labyrinth. What are you open blasting? Fucking wily Coyote and shit, man. Holy shit. Acme. Boom. Explodes. Yeah, I, the freaking I, I do that. The... the, the Roadrunner keeps running. Yeah, you're well. You're Wiley Coyote guy. That's 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 it. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, Yeah. me too. By the way, after like the fiftieth time that you shopped at Acme brand products, I know, right? Would you not maybe reevaluate your loyalty, perhaps? They probably had a good like royal loyalty rewards program. I mean, at the same time, by the way. He was getting like ten cents back on the dollars, uh, like it was like fast acne bucks or something. Like yeah, yeah, okay. like there was no get, there was no escape in there once you're in. But I mean, it. like at the same time, like has anyone ever stopped and just said, like Wiley, why are you so fucking pissed about the Roadrunner? Dude, the dude me- meeps in his face all the time. Like, can you it imagine seems somebody me- meeping in your face? You just like get that. I just smoked like, this joint. Me, 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 me. What the but fuck? But so hard my face with your meep meeping. Do you think he like meep meeped offend like passive aggressively one time? He's like meep meep motherfucker. Okay, uh, a cup, a white man. All the, every time was passive aggressively. All right, all right. So in other words, that fucking roadrunner had his coming. He always had it coming. 
But the coyote, man, coyotes cannot be trusted. Like, no, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. You probably don't want to make a coyote a friend. Like wolves, I have heard, won't really eat dogs. But coyotes will eat the shit out of dogs. Oh, no. Wolves eat dogs. Oh, do they? We'll wolves that. eat dogs. All right. Know. Yeah, they're really bad for wolves because wolves are really smart. What they do is they come into, like, especially, like, barnyards that are out in the forest. They come right in the yard and they, like, act, like, sick and hurt. And, like, the dogs will just come out and chase them. And that wolf will lead them right back to the pack and that dog gets killed immediately. See, coyotes do the same thing. They'll pretend to be friendly. They'll be like, hey, come with me. We we have great fun times. And the dog is like, well, I like great fun times. And they come out and they, yeah, they okay. have great fun times, but they eat him. That's a barbecue lunch. That's what you said. Run time. That's it. Huh. <laughs> Poor innocent, stupid fucking dogs. Um, right. I'd uh, love to play with you. It's about the peacocks over at Doug, the, the worm farm guy. So he has peacocks, right? He has these beautiful goddamn peacocks. And uh, they're basically free. Like they pretty much, they, they roost up in the trees and shit. So they're not like chained up or anything, right? They have some houses where they can go lay eggs and stuff when they want to. But basically they go roost up in the trees, way the fuck up in the trees. So they can kind of fly. I guess they, they choose not to, he says. They choose not to fly, but they can apparently fly. Anyway, they are, on the other hand, dumb as fucking rocks. Because literally, coyotes will camp basically across the street. So his side of the street is, I mean, it's not developed because it's like a fucking farm with chickens and ducks and vermicompost or whatever. But it's like it's semi-developed because there's like, you know, human input there. On the other side of the street, it's just like kind of wild, undeveloped. I mean, it's been developed at some point for like some warehouse grow or something. But there's like just a big old ravine with just grass and trees and shit, essentially. Coyotes will come across and not bother to cross the street because they could get hit, obviously, by the cars that are passing by. And they'll just stand there and look and, and like wag. And the peacocks will be like, I wonder what that is. And they'll walk across the street and the coyote will literally just pick it up and take it back. It's like, oh, thank you. Thank you for the to-go lunch. Which apparently happens all the time. The chickens and the ducks look at it in horror, evidently. <laughs> just fucking walk right across the street. Hi. <laughs> what are you doing? You realize? Somebody say something. Why are you just staring? Right? Maybe the ducks are fucking dicks. They're like, go for it, peacock. This is the time. Show us how brave you are. You so, want to join us? Exactly. It's a hazy oh. ritual. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, I think I'm, I think I'm tapping out now. Are you tapping out? Yeah. Uh, now that we're talking about the weird coyote shit. Oh, we've obviously brought up some fucking hazing, fucking regurgitated some memories, and Tommy got hazed. That's it. Uh, three o'clock is pretty late for me. I got, I got <laughs> it's true. Dude, it was the weirdest thing because, like, I didn't realize that Michigan, I, I always forget that Michigan's on the East Coast. It's apparently the farthest west, East Coast time or something. Yeah. I live on the very corner. So I live in the very west. The farthest west you can live in Michigan. Oh, that's too, annoying. Like uh, the the oh man, that must the time change is only like an hour or like forty minutes from here. You know what I mean? Where the time uh, change is uh, forty minutes more west. 
Lefty's farm uh, grew up in Michigan, I want to say. Uh, I think that's what he was saying. Maybe it was somebody else that was talking about it, but they were talking about that, basically growing up in the far west of uh, Michigan and trying to go to bed. Like their mom basically saying, oh, you got to go to bed. And it's like 10 o'clock and it's still fucking light outside because it's right. you know yeah. basically the Midwest and it's actually only nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and then like, uh, like I know, uh, you know, a handful of people from Chicago and it's always hard. To, it's like, either late or early, you know, you never get the time right. Cause you gotta, you can switch over. It's like a hour and a half ride, but then you switch time zones, like back and forth. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, uh, everyone's doing shit. Here's a, here. Did you get one of these hats at the conference? I bought one of these bad dogs. Up there. Look what it says. I like I that. No, oh, I should have gotten one. Keep blazing. Stay amazing. It's got the joint holder on the thing. I see, oh, it says dank. Look at that. Michigan on the side. Nice. Yeah, I haven't worn it yet. I'm about to wear this one like Fresh Prince back in the day with the tag on top. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, like, before, yeah. like, they're right. Like, butane technically is an organic compound. Oh, boy. But it's going to get deep. <laughs> when you pull it from yeah, okay. the hexane and whatever else, those are all petrol. Yeah. When hydrocarbons are earth. all organic carbon carbon yeah, by that same logic lots of there's lots of radioactive the, shit that's yeah, too. Exactly. Like, it's not like, what anyone was talking fuck? about when like, they're talking about organic produce that's it's a good night, everyone. Yeah, yeah there's it's, organic radioactive don't be up to shit too like still still has to go through, new uh, i gotta go uh, good night it can't you're not just using butane out of the earth pardon you're not just getting butane out of the earth and using it. <laughs> oh, sure. No, 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 no. Uh, Poten said that before. Uh, uh, even even when he gets the 99.9.9, whatever the fuck, da, 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 there's not two decimals there. But anyway, regardless, uh, <laughs> point, point, point. Nine, 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 No. Whenever he gets the super refined stuff, he'll do a refinement uh, and still pull out a bunch of gack. And I've heard that from Pharmax and whatever else. So yeah, of course, they're, anyone who's worse, they're salt. And, and again, you take people's word for that sometimes because not everyone actually is worth their salt, right? That's the reality of life. Uh, so you don't always assume. That's how I kind of assume my standards, by the way. I don't assume my standards for stuff by the people who I know are the best at stuff. I kind of try to go for somewhere in the middle. Or depending on where I am, maybe the least. I mean, if I'm eating raw oysters, I'm like, okay, what is the least freaking, and by the way, I like oysters, but I'm like, what's the least right. scenario here, right? Um, that was probably a bad metaphor. But, I like um, grilled oysters. I don't eat oysters the shit. Oysters are amazing. I like uh, mussels. Mussels are wonderful as well. I mean, basically all the fruits of the sea, I have to be frank. Yeah, pretty much. Except you for just eel. creep me out with the Eel clams. is the one thing that weirds me out in the ocean. No, I know no that no sex part. Yeah, I mean, like, they do, they do bone, but only in the Sargasso Sea. Do you know that? Yeah, well, we, one, that one. Isn't that spot. fucking weird? Yeah. Isn't we that weird that it's all bus. eels too? It's like it's fresh water and fucking and uh, saltwater eels. Yeah, I don't like eels either. They're creepy and slimy. And gross. Gross. Slimy and creepy. No yeah. sex organs. That that that's fucking freaks me out. Yeah. Um, Jimmy fucked me up when he showed me the clams' eyes. Uh, yeah, man. If they have eyes, they do. Scallops and clams. Dude, it's weird. If that freaks you out, 
think about how the fact that a lobster could live like 150 fucking years. A oh, lobster yeah. cannot live you. Like you're sitting there eating the thing. Like what right do you have to eat a thing that could have outlived you? That's something I that's guarantee my, my brother shot a lobster that was fucking, it was like, uh, it was like, I think 21 pounds and it was a rock lobster in Antigua. No, what about was, those coconut was, lobsters or coconut crabs or whatever? They're like this big and they, uh, I, 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 I think I know what I, I know what yeah, they're, they're talking big. about. Those are the ones that are like two hundred and fifty fucking years old, maybe. Right? I don't know how old they are. I have no idea how old yeah, they are. We have we have them kicking around the reefs and stuff, yeah. but I just see them. Nobody really eats those ones. So weird. It's a it's a weird thought, you know. Like I don't know. Uh, it's it's not to say that I'm not going to eat lobster, but uh, I do think about it from time to time. I don't eat lobster that often, but anyway, um, it's a weird thought, you know. Like uh, we're a fucking yeah, tortoise or something. Things. The vast majority of lobster you get are probably Look at that six, five thing. to seven years old. Sure, though. sure. All the coconut crab. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How long do those things live? Six. I don't remember. Uh, it's a weird one, isn't it? A fucking land crab. People always forget that there's land crabs. Oh, yeah, man. We have these one Antigua we call Gundy crabs, and they're like probably 18 inches across. They live in the mangroves. And they, always, they only come out when it rains, and they're fucking, they're big. But yeah, when you, when you take them out, you can't eat them right away. You have to actually take them and keep them at your house and like, like alive. And then feed them like good food and purge them, and then you can eat. That's them. a lot of them. Um, you're supposed to purge a lot of these. Uh, uh, have a, like bottom feeders. Oh, I, I mean, uh, depends. Like uh, Dungeness crabs and shit. I don't think you really have to purge them. You just cut the guts out. Um, well, if they're further, uh, far enough out, yeah, yeah, I don't think you really have to worry about. But if it's a crab that stays on the inner coast or something, uh, yeah. I guess it depends on your fishery. Because all crabs yeah. eat nasty shit. Crabs, lobster, they're bottom fucking feeders. They're the fucking bottom of the food chain. They eat nasty shit. So, like, if you're going to eat them, you should probably purge them out. Same thing with halibut. I mean, they do it with crawfish. Uh, those uh, uh, crawfish bake the whatever they are. Uh, they do the big fucking table full of crawfish or whatever. Mm. It's pretty cool though. I wouldn't mind. I don't. I don't know if I would like crawfish. They like eat the tail and suck the head. Like that does not. Oh, crawfish is wonderful. It's fucking. Is fabulous. it? Is it like lobster? It is. Uh, first of all, they season oh. the fuck out of it because basically a lot of time you'll get it in like a Cajun crawfish boil or whatever. So yeah, it tastes that's what I want to try. Great, because uh, I mean I don't know anybody really that doesn't like that kind of fucking Cajun flavor. I mean seriously, like it just it seems to hit the the nerve with almost everybody I know. Uh, I, I guess I've probably met people who don't like it, but a lot of people like that flavor. And then you get like what potatoes and fucking corn or whatever, like who doesn't like that kind of stuff? Basically, right? Uh, how do I say? Um, it's also very primal because you're just like ripping apart fucking animal bits and then like eating them, you know, like it's a, it's something that like it brings you back to your childhood, but I think it also brings you back to your like caveman self or something. I think a lot of people. Hey, really your childhood was ripping apart small animals and eating them. 
No, you know what I mean? Like you ate with your hands and stuff when you were a kid a lot of times. And I, I don't know, like, uh, um, I think it's that kind of two-part thing. It's like kind of a very childlike thing. You got a bib on, which is somewhat childlike, right? Uh, uh, but then at the same time, you're like, you're doing man shit. Or, you know, if you're a woman, you're, you're doing real woman shit where you're ripping apart a fucking tail off an animal. Ha, ah, slurping it out. Um, I don't know. It's kind of He-Man shit or something. There's just something really quite funny about it. Anyway. Uh, the flavor is quite mild, honestly, of, of crawfish. So I would say probably it's actually a little bit milder flavor. Uh, it's been a bit, I have to be honest. It's been at least probably a year. It's been probably all of COVID for sure. Since I've ever gotten raw <laughs> crawfish, cause I don't go fishing too much anymore. But, um, like crawfish is 0.01% meat. The rest is shell. <laughs> and the liars not come back, but yeah, that's why they that cook 10,000. No, that's it. You need, no, if you want, like, if you want a, a meal of crawfish, you need like. It's a sack. It's just 50, a big sack. 40 of them or something. Yeah, 100%. So it really is like a whole experience and stuff. Um. I like it though. I like crawfish, man. I actually do. I really do enjoy it. Um, and it is basically like a light, I think light version of lobster. Cause I think lobster is, and lobster is a fairly light fish, right? So it's, it is a fairly delicate meat, honestly. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, Richardson saying sounds gross sucking it out. It's not because, uh, when it's cooked, it's uh, firm meat. Like it's, um, it's like lobster tail, basically. It's uh, first of all, you don't really suck it out. That was kind of. I mean, people do suck the brains, and a lot of people really, really do like the the like they'll rip the the tail off and then they'll suck the the guts and brain out. Essentially, that oh, part is really Fuck. packed with flavor. Oh shit! I'm getting a freaking phone call here. Um, but a lot of people don't like that, and we'll just toss that. That's fine too, of course. Uh, but the meat itself is just a, a very firm white meat, so it's. Uh, I don't think there's anything really that unusual about it. So if you've ever really had any kind of langoustines or I guess that's what they have over on it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, if you have. Um, if you need you know, to firm me, call me. That's it. That's if that's I it. can yeah. find some alcohol, yeah, man. I want to make some RSO chat. <clears throat> um, one, 190 proof. Richard is saying yuck. Well, Richard, if you don't like fish, then you're not going to like it. But since when does the Richard? Right, okay, there are probably some English that don't like fish. But, uh, you know, like when I think of the, the English, I'm like, oh, fish and fish and chips and more fish and more fish and chips. Dude, and they have such fucking amazing. Like, have you ever seen the fish and chips? They'll get like a slab of fucking haddock. And, and it's like cooked in beef drippings, which is actually kind of weird, honestly. But anyway, they like it. Uh, and then like big old basket yeah, cool. fries. Jesus. I'm actually going to bounce out real quick. Right Everyone on. have a great night. Um, come hang out here. You can catch me on Discord. Yeah. Uh, Force Smash 20 yeah. on my YouTube. We stream from Fumador's Discord to my YouTube. It's actually pretty fun. You know, we have a, we have a good showing up every week. Uh, panel members coming to talk about all types of things. Same, same format as this pretty much. But the thing is, on this my show, I don't I don't care about cameras. I figured out how to like use Discord to my advantage, mm -hmm. and it will just show whatever someone has already set. Um, and everyone in on Discord already has like a preset name. Uh, that you know what I mean. So it works out pretty good. But yeah, have a great night, guys. Uh, if you meet Wes, Christoph, be safe, bro. And medics, be quiet down there. I don't know if I was there. Have a good night. Oh. Cheers, dude.
chat. Be Jesus. safe. Don't forget to hit the like button. Subscribe. Um, leave a comment after. I don't think you can do it when this show's running, but leave a comment. Just say good show or, or a thumbs up or even an emoji. Mm-hmm. Have a good night, everyone. Hi. Nice, Smash. Cool, Smash. Uh, actually, yeah, it's time to to say our good evenings, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, I forgot all about it. You see, we got high and uh, started fucking bullshitting. Christoph uh, Dukito. Um, yes. Fuck. Okay, go for it. Okay, bah, thank you, uh, my friends. The uh, show. Les médics, quoi? Ok. Cheers, Christophe. Uh, ok. Uh, good to see you, my friend. À bientôt. Sorry. À bientôt. You know, the older people, they, they'll just call and call and call and call. Can you call a little bit? Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm Medic. Uh, uh, my friend, what's going on? Uh, uh, I don't know. That's a strange introduction or extroduction or whatever the word I'm looking for. How can people find you or uh, friendly words of good evening? Or actually, you haven't spoken much at all. Do you have any wise words to share with us? Perhaps this whole time you have been contemplating like a yeah. Shaolin monk. No wise words for tonight. The one cutting blow or something. No? No wise no. words? No. Omelette recipes? Uh, Ooh, eggs. Favorite marinades? Um, eggs are a good one. Eggs is good. Eggs are good. Yeah. Eggs are tasty. Um, nope. No. Uh, nope. Just want everybody to have you know, normal, have a good night. Chocolate chip or butterscotch? Go. Oh, chocolate. There you go. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, you were saying though. Well, nothing. Just safe night. Uh, wear a mask if you need to, and if you don't want to, don't make a scene about it. Nobody cares anymore. Be nice. I think everybody should try to be nice. People forget that other people are people, and they're yep. not fucking robots or some shit. They're like everybody around you is actually people. For sure. Uh, and by the way, uh, Florinogs is saying force means what? All right. Are we going to have to choke you again? Florinogs? I'm just, I'm too tired for it right now. Force, force, Florinogs. Uh, the force is strong in this one. Val, uh, what about you? How can people find you or not find you? Or uh, do you have words of wisdom yourself? Do you have perhaps uh, a fine little tale to impart upon our viewership here? Um, I don't know. I was just reading a little bit of Harry Potter. I don't know if I should read it out loud, though. Probably not, because it's probably copyrighted. You could summarize it. You could be like, no, Harry Potter, he's just fucking magicked up in this shit. And it was See, my view of Harry Dude. Potter is. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Do you know who Harry Potter is? I'm aware of who Harry Potter is. Oh, I am. Uh, I'm firmly aware of who Harry Potter is. Okay. Well, some people don't. Know we are not 110 years old. Not quite yet. Okay. Some people try. You know, give it a few years. Hmm. We'll get there. Indeed. That's oh, yeah. well. 
Oh yeah, how to find me? Um, so I'm on Instagram. Uh, that's four twenty Potsy, P O T S Y, and um, yeah, I have a Discord. I'll post the link in there. Um, I have to work on that a little bit better though, so we'll get there. So yeah, that's about me. Well, that's enough. Right on, Val. Good to see you. Uh, West Engine, uh, yeah, other than my friend. Always burning and learning, always Good. drinking and thinking. Yeah, Good. man. Well done. Well done. Till next time. Gentlemen, well done. Till next time. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, speaking of next time, let me uh, go to my website. Actually, I guess I could show you our guest's website here briefly again. Uh, let's see, where is it? Right here. Jinxproof Dankbank, ladies and gentlemen. It was a fun chat with Jinxproof. Got to meet him. I've only ever really unofficially met him, just kind of standing in line for a hot dog or something. Uh, so it was good to... Uh, oh, I ran into him maybe here. At a I think there. that's more officially met him, actually. Than well, like, there you go. Than there stood go. in line to meet him. I actually right. think that's more official. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. This is his uh, actual YouTube, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Jinxproof, just like it says. Uh, where is it? Why? Why can't I find his? Uh, no, that was the band he was telling us to listen to. Fuck. All right, I'm apparently a little bit stoned right now, so I'm just gonna leave it. There we go. That's what it is. I'm trying to go to. There we go. I'm trying to go to Jinxproof 2.0. That's his new website or his new Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, the big bad Instagram took down his main one, where he had tons and tons of followers, and now he has to uh, use this one. So. Folks, uh, go take a look at his, uh, his Instagram there, Jinxproof 2.0. Thanks very much to Jinxproof for uh, hanging out with us. Ladies and gentlemen, after you take a look at that, I'd be honored if you take a look at fumadoroseedco.com. Uh, you could type chronictable.com. It'll take you right to the same place. You could type uh, fumadoro.com. You could type uh, fumadoro.net. I believe, but uh, in the meantime, Chronic Table would just be fine. It'll take you right to my website. Uh, I built it, threw it together, uh, put it together, ladies and gentlemen. This is the shopping page right here. If you go to the main page, it'll be right here. That's the landing page. Boom, right there. Uh, a friend of mine told me, oh, I need, need to be a little bit more obvious how to get to the shopping. I will absolutely work on that in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, the bean scene, that's one word for it right there. You can type shopping or click the shopping page right there. There you are. Three package deals, my friends. Uh, I'm going to shake this up a little bit in the future. It seems a little bit uh, staid and uh, old. I'm going to try to shake it up. If you guys have any ideas, I'd be absolutely thrilled to hear them. Because as you can see, there's pretty much an entire production team of one, namely moi, right here. You're looking at them. Uh, pretty much. So anything that, uh, for unfortunately, I fuck up. That's why I have nobody else to blame, basically. It's kind of the downside. Uh, but when I succeed, I have nobody else to fucking blame. So that's kind of the downside as well. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you guys do have any ideas, I'd be happy to hear them. In the meantime, if you'd like an idea of something to smoke, wasn't that a nice segue? That was actually not a bad segue, I have to be honest, for a change. Lime River Rose, ladies and gentlemen, is something I would wholeheartedly, that was terrible English, how, 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 so one of these days I'll learn to speak like human boy. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Lime River Rose, uh, one of Wes Engine's perennial. Yeah, Right here. Uh, lots and lots of good, uh, tasty, delicious, delightful lime, ladies and gentlemen. Good, uh, uplifting, goofy, happy high with still enough body high that you actually can feel it, ladies and gentlemen. Nice looking plants. For some reason, I'm always zooming on the wrong part of the fucking picture. 
right there. Ladies and gentlemen, Morgana is another one I very much recommend. Ladies and gentlemen, absolute beauty outdoors. If you want to impress your friends, perhaps you grow in a place like Colorado or somewhere where your friends actually do grow or California where some of your neighbors might grow as well. And you're like competing with them because you're like, motherfucking Doug last year had this fucking gelato and shit. I'm going to freaking, you know, you know, basically beat his ass. Well, pretty much, ladies and gentlemen, you could try that with Morgana. You're going to get some wonderful uh, sour cherry phenotypes. You're going to get some sweet cherry phenotypes, hopefully. You're definitely going to get some little, 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 little. You're definitely going to get some red wine uh, phenotypes, ladies and gentlemen, and they're going to do splendidly outdoors. They're going to do splendidly indoors as well. Ladies and gentlemen, this was uh, in the hot light of the Michigan sun, my friends, right there. You can get some dense old nug that's from Zoso right there, who's to this day running some Morgana uh, that he's been keeping around. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at Morgana right there. If you'd like to take a uh, look at another one that I would like you to very much consider, take a look at Thousand One Nights. If you've been missing some grapefruit terps and definitely grapefruit terps that you have not tasted elsewhere, take a look at Thousand One Nights. This is a sort of in breeding project basically that's going to be worked on in the future a bit uh from my friend stevie's uh, ruby jack uh i'm tired at this point i have to be frank but i will show you the plant i will show you uh, the mom right there i crossed to her once twice and then again three times uh yay she's a lady anyway uh but uh, long story short this cross is actually uh crossed three times back to this same mom twice on the dad's side, and then back again, uh, 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 breeding to the mom to get the seeds. You should expect uh, a delightful uh, resin. You should expect delightful colors. And most importantly, you should expect delightful grapefruit, uh, astringent, like horseradish grapefruit. Man, I'm looking forward to popping some more of those. Really, I, I, I let a couple of those clones sleep and didn't take clones. I just kind of let them go. And then I'm smoking them like, motherfucking what? Anyway. Before long, ladies and gentlemen, you and I both are going to have some horseradish grapefruit on our fucking palates. Take a look at Scheherazade and A Thousand One Nights. You can call it A Thousand One Nights for short, my friends. Fumadoroseedco.com. If you'd like to contact my uh, self, that was a bad introduction right there. But anyway, if you'd like to contact me, Fumador at chronictable.com. All the rest of it right there, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. Bob's your uncle. Use the coupon code BRAINS. 14% off. Uh, West Engine, what do we like to say about the coupon code Birkenstock? Because yeah, but don't use it because, you know, it will drastically affect your life. It will make you, you think so? things go wrong. Yeah, but your Even wife, if, really, uh, yeah, your dog will run Would away. that be like, if you use that coupon code, would that be like warding off the evil eye? No. All right. Don't no. use that coupon code. Use it. Yeah, you know. Use, use that coupon code BRAINS. These nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 These nuts, I think, is still active. Actually, I that, think I'm gonna have to check on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check on that one. Still, no one has guessed the 50% off code, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. It is a stupid place somewhere uh. in Asia. People have come close, but they have not yet guessed. One person, one intrepid person, has actually guessed. I want to say, you know what? Now that I now that I think about it, he may technically not have guessed the correct place. This is the spicy detail, but he's kind of, you know, a show friend and he basically admitted like, okay, you know, it'd be, it'd be weird if I, you know, won the prize. So ladies and gentlemen, it is achievable. The goal of the coupon code that gives you, it's not going to be 15 people that get that fucking coupon code. As soon as someone gets it, I'm going to flip it to something else and we're going to try to do it a different way. Uh, but long story short, there is a 50% of coupon code. 
for Fumidoro.com, if you can guess it. The clues at the moment are about as obvious as I can get. It's a stupid place in Asia somewhere. Yeah, but... That's about it. Uh, if you guess it, you get 50% off. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for hanging. I very much appreciate it. Check out chronictable.com for... Uh, I can't even figure out which way I'm supposed to look. I'm apparently freaking buzz-eyed and bug-eared and whatever else. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, look up Chronic Table at uh, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whichever podcasting place you like to listen to podcasting thingies on. Subscribe to my podcast. If you can, could you possibly leave a review? That'd be super helpful. Honestly, like seriously, if you if you ever are wondering, like, how could I help Fumador? Actually, you could really help me out by leaving some reviews on the podcast. Uh, I don't know why, but there's very few reviews. A bunch of the other shows that we know about, no disrespect to them at all, uh, but they have tons of fucking reviews. For some reason, uh, 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 Chronic Table has like five reviews. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to the show, if you enjoy the show, I would be honored if you would please leave a review. Now, I hope I don't I just bite myself in the ass and like all the people that hate the show are like, this fucking show sucks shit. That would be unfortunate. That really would be. But at least, like Steve Martin said, like, at least they really Take like on me. On they to really, do nothing really like somewhere me. else, Fumador. Leave them alone. That's probably true. That's probably true. No, you're right, actually. Now that you mentioned that, now that you mentioned, I shouldn't have said anything. I shouldn't have said it. I was kind of making another joke, but now you mentioned that, that could have been a completely different thing. Yeah, don't unleash the fucking Kraken. What does Bull say here? <laughs> he says, this is perfect. This is devious beyond belief. Bowl of seeds. Are you sure you weren't Satan in a past life? He says, or a fumey. For every single Lime River rose that you sell, Wes gets a pair of Birkenstocks sent to his house. <laughs> For what reason? <laughs> Why? No. Apparently just sadism. No. Uh-uh. Just sadism. <laughs> and I will be subsequently donating one <laughs> pair of Birkenstocks to a homeless person for every cent donated to me. See, that's where I see Bowl of Seeds and I were both kind of uh, assuming like, oh, yeah, he's totally going to wear them. But no, he's totally not going to wear them. No. Oh, no. I'm going to be a philanthropist of Birkenstocks. You're like, does he own a Birkenstock? By, by that, you people are just going to start relating Birkenstocks with bubs. And then from there, the bread will spiral out of control. It oh, that's actually, it'll be a tipping point. Yeah. I like how within the span of Three sentences. We both had completely different takes for the Birkenstock Empire. You had them basically descending into the, you know, uh, I don't know, basically the Hades from, yes. you know, a whole like uh, right. homeless person Birkenstock scam. Yes. And I was talking about like, uh, what was I just talking about? Oh, my fucking God. I don't even remember anymore. The Birkenstock regime. No shit. Uh, damn it. Now I'm forgetting it. I had this whole like lofty Birkenstock thing. Anyway. Hilarious. Hilarious. All right. To me, it was hilarious. My, my For the rest of you, because you're like, what were you trying walker. to say? That is actually pretty funny. Can you imagine if the Birkenstocks had an inbuilt, like, roller mechanism in the bottom? So you couldn't, <laughs> like, you, you could just stand there and not move, and you're just rolling along like a robot. That'd be epic. Exactly, yeah. Roll down a, rolls down the perfect speed down a, uh, like a uh, wheelchair walk. There you go. Yeah. What is though the perfect speed? One person's 
one perfect mile speed an hour is another person's is like, crawling. Well, the all person one mile an hour, I think it's about perfect. What if it's an old person who likes to fucking zoom with their 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 shit? Well, one of those one of those little fucking uh, uh, rechargeable wheelie those, right? Yeah, yeah. Zipping down the fucking street with their hair whipping back, flag on it. Meet me, honking their horn and shaking on my way. <laughs> Horns on the front, like long horns. You with your functional legs, get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get Longhorns in Oregon? Oh, that'd be put on the front of them. Oh, that'd be on the great. Front, oh, on the front of one of the rascals or whatever. Oh, or, that'd be choice. Or yeah. elk, elk antlers or something. I, oh, uh, I think Longhorns yeah, would be better. I'd rock them. I'd, yeah? Yeah, long, no, Longhorn. Long, yeah. You had it nailed the first one. Yeah, yeah Longhorns. Yeah. yeah. That was the best right there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're just going to drop the mic with uh, Longhorns on a uh, rascal scooter. <laughs> i'll leave you with that delightful image ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for hanging my friends uh very much appreciate it. ouija buds uh, a bowl of seeds claude uh christoph big force uh christoph uh who else in here uh flora uh richard is i'm sure in here super potent ponics apparently are what the fuck am i married or a male or a female Apparently, this person is an idiot. Anyway, uh, hate on skills in the house. Uh, who else in here? Uh, uh, Sir Dirty. There you I knew there was, uh, it was worth scrolling back. Oh, and Lars Larson. Nice to see you, Lars. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, good to see you. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks very much for hanging. Rascal Longhorn. That's going to be there. We're going to have to copyright it right there. Mm. Fuck, someone probably just took it to the bank right there. Yeah, no, exactly. The cowboy shit, man. Fucking, uh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I'd wear a 10-gallon hat right Right? there. Hell, yeah. I'd ride in the sunset. And they pull right up to, like, a beef restaurant. They get 10% off. Fucking, you pull out a fucking wrong field, and there's, like, a cow ready. Like, (laughs) It's the price you pay. It's the price you pay for that (laughs) discount. Whatever, I mean, like, what do you got to do, man? That's it. That's what, that's what you got to do. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, cats and dogs, bats and frogs, uh, thank you very much for hanging. Uh, be kind, be decent, be gentle. Do not be fucking dicks. Just whatever you do. Just remember, don't be a fucking dick. It's easy. It's easy, easy, easy. It's easy to be a dick. It's also easy to not be a dick. And then, of course, you don't have to remember, oh, fuck, was I a dick? No, because you weren't a dick. You don't have to remember. Just... Don't even have to worry about it. I wasn't a dick because I wasn't a dick. What do you want? Don't be a dick. Ladies and gentlemen, until we meet again, uh, uh, when will that be? That will be uh, Tuesday, I believe. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Uh, don't know if I have a guest yet. Maybe I'll work something out. Maybe not. We'll see. Until we meet again, my friends, thanks for hanging. Cats and dogs, bats and frogs, space aliens on simulcast, freaking arthropods, micro arthropods, assorted creatures of the underworld, overworld, and Wherever the fuck I don't know. Just randomly babbling at this point. Adios, my friends. Just a wind in the wind. Yes, sir. I got my feet on a cloud and I won't come down. No, I won't come down. I used to bounce on knees 
fresh from the oven, chubby and carefree. I had a mind at ease. Now I oversee the trees, birds and the beasts, and the man and his empty deeds. I see everything. I got my feet on a cloud and I I saw the eye. 